my, must turn on the recording <laughs> before the loungers can hear it. Yeah, that's interesting. To, but but it was the, the thing about it is, it's like I'll just explain to one of my Mikey friends here that you know I, I asked I asked Lovelace that that now the last time he was on Derek's con, I was like so I was like so man, what you're saying is uh, what you're saying is uh, you can deliver Hep C through thin air, et cetera, like give somebody a blood disease like through the remote neural monitoring. He said, oh, you better believe they can. You better believe they can. And he said, I've got documentation to prove it. And I was like, and then I asked him again tonight, and then he his his, his answer was totally different. He said that, oh, no, it's, 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 it's not delivered through frequency. It's already lying dormant in your bloodstream, and they can activate it any time with microwave. Yeah, that's a good... It, it was a good conversation, I'll admit. Yeah, it's about to get deep in there, and that's probably why the purpose manipulated Derek to turn us off real quick because I was counteracting what they were manipulating him and others to say. It was an interesting conversation. It was. Yeah, interesting isn't always factual, though. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 If I can't see it, hear it, taste it, smell it, feel it, then I ain't paying it a whole lot of mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like Miss Matt. That's like Miss Matt. That's like Miss Marilyn. God bless her soul, but. You know, do you really think it's a good idea to be sitting around and talking to all these people about all these different things? I I think it might be better just to ignore their ass. Exactly. Yeah, well, these people are oh. traitors, man. I mean, and especially those involved at a local level. We were talking about that earlier, man, a buddy of mine here, Mikey. Uh, anybody that's involved in covert harassment, et cetera, in reality... You're a damn traitor. You you you're a treasonous son of a bitch. Hell they yeah. are. The no, very sir. epitome of treason. Traitor. Hell yeah. It's explicit. It just you could take the Constitution and just <clears throat> take it down. Take it down to the Bill of Rights, Ten Amendments, Fourth Amendment, First Amendment, Sixth, Seventh. I mean, just obviously <clears throat> violation of. People's uh, privacy, violation of people's speech, the censorship that's going on, and it's all together. The censorship that's going on the internet, it, I swear it has something to do with the targeting of individual citizens like us. It all leads up to the same big power players with all the money and power and everything, and exactly. trickles down from there. Yeah. Precisely, yeah. I can We're being targeted. It's it's part it's censorship. We're being censored as well as being targeted. Part of the reason we're targeted yep. is their it's their way of censoring us because we're too outspoken according to them. We're not towing their line or saying only what we want they they want us to say. We're telling the truth and they might telling they the can't truth. handle the truth. They yeah. can't handle it. They don't want I anyone know. else to know the truth. They want to discredit us so that we don't even have a voice. Yeah, exactly. that's what's so sad about it. I mean, damn, when I went to school, I'm 45. When I went to school, I mean, I got the impression, like, 
the more you knew and the more accurate it was and true it was and the more you were honest, the the better of a person or a student or anything you would be. And I was treated that way. I get good grades for being like that and have bond with my teachers and had friends. And now the whole society went reverse, especially since 9-11. Yeah, uh, yeah. Guest twenty seven says to tell you hello, Gold, and Miss Ann. Uh, yeah, exactly. And nine eleven was like with it was uh, uh, the pretext pretext they used to get in to start all these wars. Some of the wars yeah. that are Iraq, collusion, all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was yeah, a pretext for now, the pretext for the wars and the pretext for starting to target our own citizens, like yeah. start taking away all our rights or. Uh, you know, oh, we got to keep uh, well, you it, safe. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> nah. well it, it was a pretext uh, to start, you know, to get to, to usher in a police state. And when I say police state, I'm not talking about like, yeah. all law, not all law enforcement, not all law enforcement. So I'm just talking about, yeah, even the police at a local level, to be manipulated, et cetera, to, it, to, to ask for this police state. Would to where you can't go to New York City due to Air Force perps causing the 9/11 false flag, et cetera, without seeing, without no, without seeing uh, a police officer wearing a ski mask that looks like a shinobi man. It's I might as well be a ninja standing there, et cetera. Oh, yeah. It looks like a terrorist, you know. It, that's what they want. That's what they want control over. That's, yeah, that's what the police view. state is. Yeah. Police police state is not about yeah. individual police officers. It's about exactly. the whole society changing. Right. I mean, cops before 9-11, lots of cops, even in big cities, they'd wear like a blue shirt. They'd have their hardware around their waist, their, their baton, their right. uh, cuffs, their gun, and stunner or whatever. Now they got like full-on like chest plates and knee pads and, you know, <laughs> ski, ma- ski masks. Like a, with yeah. a, like all this armor, like you know, just to raid a lemonade stand, or like, oh, your hedges are too high, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Take little girls running an illegal lemonade stand, send in the tank, and then they get they're getting military surplus gear, like literal small tanks, like little bumfuck towns out in the Midwest, like Council Bluffs, <laughs> Iowa, get some modified little mini tank from the military. Like, they actually need that. You know, places don't even have any real violent crime, <laughs> barely ever. And then once they have something like that, they feel like they got to use it. So they they start thinking of stupid reasons to use stuff like that. And... Yep. You're right. I concur, my friend. Yep. Yeah, that, the, preten- the pretense, besides going to the Middle East, because it, the obvious is like, it, imagine if 9-11 ever, never happened and... And uh, the president was like, we're going to go into Iraq and Afghanistan and start a, a war that's going to last 18 years and who knows how much longer. <laughs> and people would like, no, be like, no, what the hell? Exactly. But then they do, yeah. these, they do these buildings and they say, these people did it. And even it caught me at first before I was realized what I was looking at. I was like, whoa, let's get those bastards. They, look what they did. But then I was like, wait a minute. Uh, this doesn't make sense according to physics. But then what they, on top of that, what they wanted to do was – Say, put it in the American public's mind that, look, look what happened to us on our own soil. We're going to have to take away some of your rights. You're going to have to relinquish, give away some of your rights, or we're not going to be able to keep you safe. We can't have you running around here. 
can't have you people running around here as free as you, you used to be or something uh, bad like this might happen again. And you don't want that to happen, so let's have some of your free speech. Let's have some of your privacy. And Most people are like, here, take it, take it. Just keep me safe, keep me safe. But people like that didn't, by that time, it, I didn't trust the whole thing. I knew it was a, it was a setup. Here. It was a big false flag, yeah. basically. But there's adults, and people older than me. That, false flag. It was a, it's a hugest false flag yeah. in the history of the United States of America, 9-11 was. Yeah. Oh, perhaps the world. All in the CIA. Perhaps the world. It's probably the biggest one in the world, in a way. Agreed. Yep, for sure. It's amazing, though, people that are, well, I'm an adult, but people even older than me, like, they don't even know what false flag means, some of them. It should be, <laughs> it should be common, it should be common uh, vocabulary by now. Same with yeah, exactly. PSYOPs. Someone yeah. sent me a, someone sent huh? me a video of a woman um, whistleblower who talked, who was, like, really in on the inside of that whole false flag 9-11. Did anyone see that? Please it was forward like that link, You would? Please forward me that link. Oh, I'll, okay, I'll find it and forward it to you. Oh, and I need your email so I can Yeah, well, yeah sure. Let's exchange. So I'll do that can... now. Let me find it. Okay. It was, was really, really woman. Really oh, loose change. Yeah. I, that's now what was your name? Was this woman a white hat or a black hat? When you say she was on the inside, you said um, she was a whistleblower so she, against it. She worked for one of the generals who was her handler, I guess. Oh. Um, she could only speak of this um, at, um, by 2011. She finally could talk about it. And she um, worked with the Iraqis. She was working with the Iraqis before 9-11. And it's this whole uh, story about how she says it go, it went down, and it came, went down from uh, basically Cheney, yeah. Bush, or Rumsfeld wanted to yeah. get into Iraq. What did and what did she say they wanted to get into Iraq for? I forget why. Oil. Oil. <laughs> Oil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, sorry. I'll try to find it right now. Let's see. Oil. Yeah, Cheney. Cheney, Rumsfeld, and them, they were that project, they called themselves Project for a New American Century back then. They changed their name since then. But they're the ones that had that statement on the internet, even before the towers came down, that said, in order for us to reach global hegemony, we will need a new catalyzing and catastrophic event, something not unlike exactly. a neutral harbor. And they yep. actually had the ball to leave that written up there, like when the towers went down, they still left it on the internet. For another five years, they took it down eventually, but they're basically saying what they did, and everybody can track those people were pretty damn responsible. It was a big thing. It was more than just those handful of people. Yeah. had to do with some other countries, too, but uh, those people, oh, man. <laughs> they were the, they're like the Death Star crew, uh, Cheney, Rumsfeld, <laughs> Bush Sr., uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul Wolfowitz, he's another one. They got some yeah. of these crazies in, in office right now. This guy might John Bolton. He reminds me of you Yosemite Sam, big mustache, I forget he's in Trump's cabinet, I forget what position he is. He's in a scary position. It's like because he's such a war hawk, warmonger guy, and he's like 
he's like assigned to communicate with other countries on our behalf. And he he's just like, let's bomb this country next because we want their whatever. <laughs> and he's exactly. just not a reasonable person. Well, yeah, sometimes... they are. They, but what, what they do is they, they gang stalk people. When I send these gang, the word gang stalk, it's, uh, that's disinformation from perpetrators. Uh, what, what, what they do is they utilize the strategy and tactic of gang, uh, organized stalking uh, other countries on a large scale. So when North, they use them people, when North Korea comes along, and, uh, you know, they, they'll say, well, hey, if you don't play ball with us, then we'll just cut off your damn sa- – we'll sanction your ass, okay? Yeah. So that's what they do to, to put that – They it's a perp tactic. It's organized stalking on a mass scale on the, 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 the whole theater. It's street theater and organized stalking on a large scale. So what, did they do the same – yeah, they do the same things to us as they do to these other countries. When they want to organize stalk another country, what they'll do is the perps will, will tell that country, hey, North Korea, hey, look, hey, if we can't, we can't cut you off on, so we maybe we can cut you off, yeah, on sanctions, but if we can't cut you off, if you're going to refuse and be hard-headed, et cetera, like North Korea, then we, and, that, and it was clever what Trump did, what these perps did. What did they do to North Korea? When North Korea issued reverse threats to us, et cetera, and it was out of pride. And North Korea wouldn't stand a chance to get the might of the U.S. military. Except I'm not trying to build perpetrators up, but they, let's face it. The U.S. military, they, hey, we supposedly defeated the Nazis, right? It, that, it, it, yeah. You're powerful. You can defeat the Nazis. You're powerful. You're powerful. Oh, those un guys are just insane, though. Those un, the whole family yeah. of those, Kim Jong-il, exactly. Jong they're all just nuts. They, they say what they say, and they... Probably, what do they do, though? They, Wait, no. They'll they they say they're going to bomb us and stuff, but we don't even take it seriously because we just know they're nuts. And they, I don't exactly. think he, I think yeah, he, they, I think they know they're they're nuts themselves, and they don't. They're just saying it to look right. good, like they want to act tough, but they know better. Um, exactly, man. Their their military is ancient. North Korea. The, the what now? Now give the perps credit. I give the devil his dues, et cetera. What the perps did through Trump, and I'm not sure if this was the perps or per- Trump that had this idea. It was probably the perps. They gave Trump came out that said, well, "Okay, we realize you're not good. you're going to you're going to be a hard, stubborn, hard head, right? The North Korean dictator." Okay, yeah. So what they did was they they give North Korea an offer that he couldn't refuse. I mean, the guy's young; he's probably like my age, right? And uh, he's all in about girls and partying and having sex, et cetera. So what did Trump – Trump gave Kim Jong-un, or is it ill, Kim Jong-un, yeah. Un, yeah. uh, yeah. Un, Un, yeah. He gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. He said, if you'll lie down your arms, et cetera, then we'll give you all these fancy casinos ever, and you can have all the young sex and, and older sex, et cetera, <laughs> the girls in there. Just too long, man. And you think that dictator's going to refuse? Exactly, man. That's, that's awesome. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear. I didn't hear about that one, but that's a good idea. Did he? That actually went down. He actually did that. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. 
He gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. He said, we'll, we'll build you the Trump. We'll build you all these uh, million-dollar casinos, et cetera. And you can have all the young girls in there, older girls you want in there, as long as you play ball with us and lie down your nuclear uh, uh, arsenal so that you're no longer a threat. Well, they're not a threat, but, I mean, it could cause some damage. North Korea, if they got turned loose, with the oh, yeah. nukes, et cetera, they could cause some damage. But anyone with a nuke, any, anyone launches a nuke can, can cause damage because then other countries might react to it by launching nukes. All, other countries might retaliate, yeah. or people would be confused. They wouldn't know where they're coming from at first, or what they should do. And other countries might launch. The minute one goes, these days even pissant countries like North Korea have them, and not not to mention yeah. the superpowers like no. us in Russia and Russia. Israel with a lot of them and stuff like that, but there's probably African countries that have a nuke or two here and there. And man, there's some crazy shit I saw on TV once about North Korea, where they have uh, since they're like small countries in Japan too, a uh, little island, and they have this problem with uh, the population that they're, they're not they don't have enough women being born, so they're not creating enough new people like they're not breeding enough new people so what's happening right. is they're getting a really a really huge elderly population and a really dwindling younger population so there's no one to do like the kind of physical work that younger people can do like to flip old people for bed sores in the nursing homes and stuff so japan's inventing robots to get get out from under that but north korea tried this thing or south korea tried this thing where they struck this deal with North Korea, where North Korea would ship them some young women of breeding age, hoping that they could go and start living in South Korea for some kind of trade deal or whatever, and then they would procreate and breed and make new young people in South Korea, then South Korea would have new, more new young people. But these women fled from, they were sent from North Korea to South Korea, they couldn't handle South Korea because everything was so high-tech, they didn't even know how to work a dishwasher or a parking meter. Because North Korea, they don't even have lights for their citizens. <laughs> if you look at a satellite of North Korea, it's like a missing piece of a jigsaw puzzle. The only place with like no light on Earth. It's crazy, man. Exactly. Yeah, what I mean, North Korea's military, if you look, if you compare their, if you look at their, military you know they're they're comparable to uh not to uh world war Two, you know the nazis etc i mean it's very similar i mean if you you can there's no comparison between the two of those uh, but the, the united states military in north korea man we we're so sophisticated as far as our army and we're so mighty etc yeah they do i mean it, and Trump, Trump knew, man. He's like, okay, I, it's like because Trump feels like it, it, what what that. He's like making threats to the the superpower of the world, the empire of the United States of America. Trump knows. Trump's like, <clears throat> wow. It's like a little. It's like yeah. one of those little mean Chihuahuas. You know, those little Chihuahua <laughs> dogs. A lot of times they're mean. <laughs> It, 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 it makes you laugh, but they're they're, they're serious. They're all like, Rawr, but they can't really do shit. Uh, but exactly. it, oh, plus North Korea. I mean, they're attached to South Korea. China sure doesn't want any nukes going off anywhere near them. Japan doesn't either. They're right there. I mean, 
we, we can get China, Japan, South Korea to all exert, oh, yeah. exert pressures on uh, Kim Jong-un. And Kim to Jong Un, organized yeah. stalking. That's what I was talking. That's my point. Yeah, you just you, you, exactly you verified my point. Yeah. Oh, I thought I'd seen somebody walk across my backyard, but I guess it was. Uh, I guess it wasn't anybody. But anyway, <laughs> I think China uh, would freaking nuke him before we would if they got too worried about yeah. he might actually pull something. They'd be like, "Screw it, we'll do him." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I mean, Trump was like he was the bigger man and all that. I mean, he he didn't go ahead and or go ahead and bomb. You know, I hate saying that word on here, but B O M B North Korea. He, he but Trump knew, man. He's like you, you little people over there in North Korea. I mean, give it that. You're tough, whatever, and you and you're ruthless. But you want to you want to go ahead and go up against the 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 might of the U S military. I'm talking about the good people, et cetera. We're the most mightiest military on the face of this earth, man. We supposedly defeated the Nazis, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's like he he <laughs> he gave that guy an offer he couldn't refuse. Exactly, he gave him all those casinos, et cetera. That's hilarious. Yeah. Here, yeah. Kim Jong Un, have some hoes, <laughs> have some casinos and some <laughs> hoes, and have, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, bastards. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he did that out of ego. No, well, it was all out of ego. That's why he responded back with the threats, et cetera. It's like he put the little cartoon up of the U.S. being B-L-O-W up, et cetera. Yeah, and Trump realizes, man, he this guy's young, et cetera. It's like, I'm going to give this guy, he out, Trump out, somebody outsmarted him, whether it's Trump or the Air Force perps, et cetera. Somebody outsmarted him. And that was very clever. I mean, I got to oh, yeah. the, the devil is North Korea, man. North Korea is it's so the culture, the military kind of authoritarian culture, and the family's genetics and the way they are, the narcissism in the family. I mean, you, you yeah. see gigantic pictures on the sides of buildings of Kim Jong Un's face. They used to have the giant pictures of Kim Jong Il's face, his dad when he was alive. You know, the whole culture is like trained to worship the damn guy like a god like he first day he's became oh, yeah. president or whatever they call him it's crazy and it gets to their heads so the guy thinks he is a god he's like he's <laughs> he's just full of himself so i think because he doesn't have anything to gain from threatening us you know except for making himself feel good like he's a right. tough guy or anything it's like Exactly. Yeah. yeah that, that, well, that's foolish. Anyway, threaten the United States of America, the military. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to make the perps look superior or whatever. I'm talking about the good guys, man. The good military. That's foolish, oh, yeah. man. Oh, in Japan, yes. and South Korea, and in China, they're probably like, "What the hell are you doing, man?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disregard laugh counts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's perps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I just I didn't want to throw that in there because hey, I, I'm not sure if anybody ever got what was going on here now. The thing is, yeah, he, the, the offer that he could refuse. It's like he played on his own sexual That's hilarious. And desire. Yeah, and he just, he, that, that's how you win people over in the art of war. I'm sure Trump's read the art of war at Shang Tzu and all that. Yeah. 
That's a Maybe good, a simple time. idea, too. Because it's all about, yeah, Kim Jong-un, he's just like an egomaniac. It's all about him. He can give two shits about his people, of his country. It's he, he'll, he'll like, oh, I get some hoes and casinos, and it yeah. doesn't benefit the rest of the country at all. It's just all for me. Oh, no, yeah, sure, I'll take that deal. That's great. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Not because like he's, he's looking out for the best interests of the people in his country. He, he could give a right. shit if he cared about them. He'd give them light and electricity to see with and keep themselves warm with in the winter and shit like that. <laughs> I read an article yeah. in the Daily Mail um, a couple of months back, and it showed where he lived in North Korea. He kind of gave them a spread uh, of what he, you know, like that he invited them over to see her in his house. Yeah. It's like a Californian house. And it's got, like, he has manicured lawn and, like, a whole, like, garden that's sculpted and the house is white and, wow. <laughs> He's like a playboy, you know. Yep. <laughs> well, they probably got him under a monarch script. Yeah, that's highly likely, that's something like that. Yeah. Well, a lot of people say he's a CIA asset. The whole family was the whole the whole concept of um, North Korea was a CIA. Yeah, uh, that could be too. I don't know. He may be. I I don't know if if he is or not. But I mean, his family's not. Yeah, I believe the CIA can co-opt a country that size. With they've co-opted a lot of Latin American countries and South America and stuff, and overthrew leaders, installed new ones. North Korea is a little bigger than those, but they could do it. They're they're not a very sophisticated country compared to. And uh, yeah, they hell if we get in, get in with his dad when his dad was still alive. His dad will help help him do it to his son. You know, that's just like parents get in on our targeting sometimes, and friends and family and. Uh, my understanding yeah. is that Kim Jong Un. Um, did not keep his end of the bargain. Do we know anything about that? My understanding is that he didn't dial anything back, but I could be wrong. Oh, I don't know. I'd never heard about the casinos and the prostitutes state till just now when Ryan told me. And I was like, hey, that's a good idea. It's real simple. And I bet he went for it. <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, man. Ain't nobody seen that coming except me, dude. It's like... No, that was so obvious, man. That was clever on on somebody's part, et cetera. I don't know whether it was Donald Trump's it, it, or or the perps, et cetera. But it, it, again, must give the devil his, his dues, pay the devil his dues, give him credit, man. That was smart. It really was, and they defeated that little monster over there in North Korea. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard much about North Korea recently, so maybe that's because of that. Like he he's too busy. Wearing out them casino uh, lounge lizard oh. ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Dressed like oh, the Rockettes man. with uh, silver trays full of mixed drinks on them and stuff, roller skating around or whatever they do. And oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Jung Un sitting at a slot machine all day playing the blackjack table and the roulette. And exactly. Not yeah. Well, it's a good test. I mean. Uh, well, it was a good test on behalf of North Korea, et cetera. I mean, uh, if that's what he was trying to do, to verify, et cetera. But, yeah, it was an offer he couldn't refuse. And it was yeah, it was good. It was smart. 
I give the devil his dues, man. It was smart. It was smart. Yeah, maybe Kim Jong-un just gave up on trying to make any noise because there's so much crazy stuff going on in the world now to pay attention to this this massive, like, it's it, some of it's organic, but a lot of it is staged and set up, this massive migrant crisis going on all over the world where there are people from these, like, these third-world country, like, Stone Age cultures coming in by the tens of thousands into, like, First world countries in Europe, or like tiny little countries in Europe, when, and all of a sudden it's like just destroying the culture these European countries have had for centuries because these people that live by <clears throat> total different culture and they refuse to assimilate or try to blend in at all. They're just like, literally, there's film of it all over YouTube of like gangs of dudes, like fighting age dudes in their 20s like raping women in the street in broad daylight mm-hmm. in front of like school children and people shopping and stuff like that but, and they're just like and then the the government of some of these european countries they're let it's like they're letting them get away with it they got their faces on video but it's like they're afraid they'll look in up unpolitically correct if they say <laughs> we caught you 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 and your other five buddies gang raping this woman yesterday in the street in front of school children. We got you on film. You got to get the hell out of her country and go back to where he came from. They're afraid to do that because it's like, oh, somebody will call us a racist or like we'll look like we're in. I don't know. It's just so it's ridiculous. It's happening in some American yeah. cities, too, apparently, uh, supposedly up in like Milwaukee or something like that. They They just transplanted like. Some figure I heard like a hundred thousand Somalians, and and nothing against Somalians. Like I have to tiptoe. Everyone has to t- kind of tiptoe around this. I'm just quantifying it because I have a precise outlook. The facts are the educational system and the societal structure in Somalia. The average person's high IQ in Somalia is about sixty points, where in America it's like ninety seven points and then like real smart people in first world countries like in America and certain you get like 110 points or that's real or five points you know 105 points but uh so the, some of these people with the 60 point IQs they live in cultures where they practice ca- cannibalism and shit like that and uh it, it, they're just like they everything starts a violent war or skirmish all kinds of simple ordinary disputes that could be negotiated out of like using language and a, a diplomacy they just don't do diplomacy they just have these like warlords and battles and shit like that then now these people are like thousands of them just dumped right in a city all of a sudden in the middle of America and, uh, pretty crazy all going on all over the world all at once too Hey. Hello? Hey. Yeah, I, I just came on. I was listening to the chat. You were talking about Kim Jong-il? Yeah. He's, uh, he's pretty familiar with American American propaganda. He posted a video some, some time ago where it was talking about Americans, like the game shows and whatnot. You remember that video? 
Uh, yeah, I kind of remember uh, something about that. Screaming and, screaming and hollering. What are they screaming and hollering for? Or they screaming and hollering, hollering for gifts. So, so <laughs> Kim Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> he, he's pretty familiar with American propaganda. So um, when he showed that vision of how they envision North Korea, if they get like, got rid of their, their nukes, that was the envision plan that the Trump administration had put together. Like he, I'm, I'm quite sure that he was pretty familiar with how how they operate already, and he probably didn't have any intention of giving up up this nukes. I'm thinking it was kind of like a stage show. Oh yeah, remember when sure. remember when Dennis Rodman went over to visit him? <laughs> the basketball player Dennis Rodman. I bet yeah, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, Kim Jong Un, he probably loved Kim Jong Un would probably love he'd probably love to come into Las Vegas if he wouldn't get like murdered here. He probably really wants to come <laughs> to Vegas. <laughs> Kim Jong Un's like a party boy. He's more interested in just you guys, doing whatever you guys the hell he wants. Like um like um him being at the black the blackjack table, if he lost at the blackjack table, he pro- probably would get some of his goon squads to kill a person that beat him. So yeah, so I I don't know. Now let him try that in Vegas. They got their own goon squads there hovering over him while he's at the blackjack table. Yeah, that's crazy. That family's nuts, though. They murdered their own family. I think Kim Jong-un's already up to a half a dozen members of his own family he's murdered so far for who knows what reasons, according to him. I know. Like his dad was the same way. I guess his dad probably trained him to do do, do what it is he's doing now to kind of hold on to power. <clears throat> it's amazing how locked down he how locked down they got that country. You'd figure all it would take would somebody would smuggle a Playboy magazine into that country and it would get around, get passed around the neighborhood and all of a sudden people would wake up to this other, all this other stuff they never knew about. Or like even a GQ magazine or an Esquire magazine or a Cosmopolitan magazine for women and they'd be like, holy crap, this is what the rest of the world is like? <laughs> Dude, have you... Did you hear what's going on with China about them cracking down on Muslims like Chinese that practice is- Islam? Oh, they yeah, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. This type of re- yeah. rehabilitation. In the Western part. So they don't mind them pra- practicing a- atheism or, wor- or worshiping the president of China, but they're cracking down big time. Like if, if they're on pra- practice Islam, they have them eating pork, like tra- tra- trying to break break what the um, Islamic faith has taught them. So they're doing everything to break them going against that religion. Or, oh, or trying to force, force the Muslims to eat and pork and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and these form the concentration camps. They call them like rehabilitation to try to re- rehabilitate and reprogram and, and bring them back into China, like breaking them up uh-huh. the Islamic faith. Yeah, the the Chinese, they also persecute what's called Falun Gong, which is like a type of Tai Chi, which seems like quintessential Chinese kind of stuff. It looks like Tai Chi, and I think Tai Chi is legal in China, and Falun Gong looks like Tai Chi to me. It's just slightly different. But they, they, 
you know, they execute those people for doing that stuff. And they're, I don't know what their religion is. They're like, I don't know if they're Buddhist or what, but I don't know. I guess China's still got a lot of Buddhists. Martial arts? Yeah, well, sort of. It's, yeah, like Tai Chi, it's less of a martial art, less of a contact. I guess it could be translated into a martial art, but it's mostly like a a breathing and relaxation and centering exercise. Like it reduces anxiety and brings about calm and tranquility. and yoga. Yeah, it is like a yogic type thing. It's a lot like Tai Chi. Have you guys heard of those um, massive empty cities that they've been, that they built yeah. in China? Yeah. They also have holograms of massive cities that are just holograms in the air, but they do have real ones on the ground that they're completely empty so far. <laughs> they're trying to push push the population. Like they're trying to draw people to those cities. Like yeah. they have the inland and the out. The, the um, it's like that's more closer toward the the water. So I, I believe like they're trying to make this huge, massive, massive city that's further inland. Yeah. To, to, to try to pop, populate the um center of, of the continent, I'm guessing. Yeah, so get the people to, out of the country, like the rural, the middle of China, and get them to where yeah they can be more closely watched as part of it, because it's a totalitarian authoritarian surveillance state that don't want anyone to get away with anything and they want more control the more visible you are the more control they have over you and uh, they're calling them ghost cities so far because they're big and empty so far and uh but china's having a population explosion and they there's a lot of really educated people that that are being raised in china and america wants a lot of them here to fill in like these technical job positions and things like that there's a lady I listen to the, the named Catherine Austin Fitz talks about this, this stuff. This guy that was in my server my server class, he's from um the, the, the Philippines. This um in, I think he's a um Asian guy, and I didn't realize that he was he he's kind of like an immigrant, like he's living here now, but but he's his job is at Lockheed Martin. Yeah. <clears throat> Chinese education too. They they really gear. They don't let kids go off in different directions. They they lock them into some real uh, high tech kind of big money when they learn it, and they make they just make them do that all day throughout their whole school till they're damn expert at it. By the time they're college age. But the thing is, so like if they decide to go back home. And the U.S. worried worried about, worried about the intellectual property and stuff being stolen. Well, they hiring a lot of people from there. They're gonna take their experience, stuff that that they've learned, and they know how to go in, into the system. They they can easily go back home and let them know how we're, we're doing things here. Yeah. Break, break the code and break into our system because we're hiring a lot of them. Yeah. I think we try to watch out for that, but I'm sure some slip through the cracks, though, definitely. Yep, like China, I'm thinking, like, they have their own version of silicone battery that they're trying yeah. to get off the ground, and more than likely they want to look for, like, a lot of highly educated Chinese to come from come from, America, 
come from America to work in, in, in their version to try to make it big, big, bigger and better than what we have over here. So they're gonna you know, our, 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 our Google is over in China teaching the Chinese government, Google, like American Google is over in China teaching the Chinese government how to censor their own citizens off the Internet. So it's like... It's like, oh, what is, what's in they, for us I, next? I they, they Google out because, like, a lot of government protests, like people that were going up against the government, Google was kind of... I don't know, maybe. Protests and everything, and I think they got rid of Google. Like, they kicked them out. They kicked them out huh. of China. If they wanted to operate, they have to censor, like, what's going on. They didn't want it to be shared and aired all over the world. What's happening over there? Yeah, I think Google well, I guess... got out of there. Yeah, maybe so. I think China's they they want more control. They don't want their internet to be free. They they're uh, yeah, they don't want <laughs> people seeing what's what's going on over there. Yeah, or what's going what on in the rest of the world. Them. It's a shame China has really cool ancient history, and then a lot of their modern history is like, oh man. It's like you guys had all these like cool dragon stories and and all that stuff, and now it's just all this kind of bland, almost like a Soviet type stuff, uh, or behind Iron Curtain kind of uh, aesthetics and cultural stuff. Like, did anyone? Yeah. I, I, I was telling Ryan in, in the chat, like, when are we going to get our high-speed rail trains up off the ground? Yeah, I don't know. Like, when I are think we really we probably already develop have them. a network. Underground, we we don't have them, but the powerful people in yeah. America, I think for they already have them under, public, underground. <laughs> for, for public consumption, I'm, I'm saying, like, when are, when are right, they going to be right. built? I don't know. We're not even like repairing our own highways. A huge network. Yeah, we our highways and bridges over public, overground bridges and highways. I mean, they're they need repaired and they're being let fall apart. And people are like, "Well, we just don't have the budget for it." And you know, <laughs> meanwhile, this stuff is being built for the quote unquote special people underground. It's all like super fine high. I uh, check everything. The freeway, they're building and expanding like crazy due to the population growth. Not 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 only the freeways, they also are expanding the um easy tag the easy tag roads. Oh, so yeah. they're making those extra wide too to to make money. It's it's just a big 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 money thing. Like you pay an arm and a leg to get from one part of town to the next. Uh, yeah, I guess it depends what area you're in. Where I live in central Pennsylvania, near the capital, Harrisburg, they, everything's getting potholes in it everywhere. Even pretty major roads are getting pretty bad and highways. And haven't really – they do this and that here and there, a little patch and piecemeal repair. But All that money that came in, like, after Harvey, just make you wonder what exactly all they do. For some reason, I was. You reminded me of this lady I listened to. She used to be. She she knows a lot about financial stuff in America. Her name's Catherine Austin Fitz. She used to be in one of the president's uh, cabinets as secretary of housing and urban development or something like that. 
and she saw yeah. corruption within that system, and <clears throat> she tried to expose it, and they tried to kill her, and it, she she had to spend six hundred six hundred million dollars to get out from under from being targeted because they they started she became a targeted individual, but like real serious. They tried to kill her by running her off the road in a car and all this stuff, and cost her six million bucks to get out of that, and she just got out of the working for anywhere near those people became like more of a personal financial advisor, but she's real famous and gives like podcast interviews and stuff like that. She talks yeah. about terms like the breakaway civilization and the underground economy. And she equates it to like, you know, a like a dad with two families and each family doesn't know the other one exists and, and how, how our government is becoming dysfunctional because Certain people in our government know that there's this uh, parallel world that the public doesn't know about for the most part, and if we find out about it, we're called conspiracy theorists, but it's real. And that, that underground world or parallel world of stuff we're not allowed to be privy to as normal average citizens, that is looting money from our world, the, the overt, yeah. obvious, normal people's world, you know. And then, uh, no one, a lot of people don't know where this money's going, but it's it's going. It's and it's going to stuff like in space, stuff like underground bases and railways underground, even going into this high tech secret weaponry that we're being targeted with, like these things having to do with satellites and high tech weapons and. Do you remember who she was married to? I was fascinated when I heard her. It made me feel better for a whole week after I listened to her interview. Do was she yeah. married to somebody? I don't know. No, I don't even know if she was ever married. She, I never heard her talk about marriage at all. Well, was, there, was she from a CIA family, something generational? Or was that somebody else I'm thinking about? I don't Some think she – I don't, never heard her mention that either. She's just okay. a real smart lady. Yeah, I'm, that, thinking, uh, I'm thinking of somebody else. Kate Bricks. No, uh, Kate Briggs. I'm Kate Briggs. Oh, Kate Briggs. Yeah, that's somebody else. She's uh, tells an amazing story too. Yeah. Wow, have you ever heard her? She is like a six-hour interview. I mean, yeah, you have to literally have to listen to it in three parts or so, unless you want to sit there for six hours. But right. she has a like a photographic memory. And right. her husband, her husband was like a black ops hitman, right. having to do with the military, and he spilled all kinds of beans because he had such a severe drinking problem. When he wasn't beating her, yeah. he was telling her all this secret stuff that he wasn't supposed to say. But he was so drunk, he didn't realize he was saying it, and she remembered every single thing he said. And man, she has two interviews. It's fascinating what really is going on. Oh yeah, I mean. She said her husband told her that, you know, like there's some some guy in the Vietnam War, some young GI, an American kid and maybe in his 20s, and Henry Kissinger fancied him. So Henry Kissinger, Kissinger had a gun held on him while he raped the American serviceman in the tent in Vietnam War. Like stuff like that. The husband would just rattle off stuff like that while drunk. And she would... Crazy, they... Remember the whole thing she called Cherry Marines? Yeah. And said that, yeah, it's like, it's like she, Catherine Austin Fitz calls these things control files, which means they get dirt. Powerful people get dirt on people slightly less powerful than them. And then 
they use that as leverage. They're like, you got to do what we say. We'll promote you to the top. But if you deviate at all or try to expose the stuff we're doing, we're going to tell the public or show the public, and we have it on film, and we have proof that you did this with children or rape or whatever, you know, that make sure that it's like the dirty or the weird, more perverse stuff they've done, the higher they rise into power, but they they can't do anything other than what whoever's controlling them wants them to do or else, because they're deathly afraid that the secrets are going to come out. They're called Jerry the other, Marines. <laughs> the other um, interview that I was alluding to earlier, I put it in the chat room, was Susan Lindar, L-I-N-D-A-U-E-R. Yeah. She, she was in the CIA, Susan Lindauer, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, that door swings both ways. I mean, you think you, you got levered over me, over me? No, no, it, it's I that possess leverage over you, you son of a bitch. And I'm oh, speaking yeah. first, not you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's pretty sick, and they, they and they don't they don't hesitate to do this in these in these high high power circles. They're literally like say. It could happen to either one of us, and we couldn't do a damn thing about it. If we if we got drugged unconscious, and then they drugged some kid unconscious, and then they took us in a dark room and stripped both all the kids' clothes off and our clothes off, and then made us like embrace each other, posed us for the camera, and started filming it, and <laughs> then they would be, and then we wake up and we wouldn't know what the hell just happened. But they'd have that on film, and it would look like we were doing what we weren't doing when it was like we were victimized and put in a situation. Exactly. You know, yep. they'll do that shit to each other, like high power people. Could, there's people in office right now who've had shit done like that to them. I bet. Uh, well, the thing is, you know, if you try to, if you try to utilize leverage against me. You should be forewarned that, that, that uh, first of all, I don't take you seriously. The only thing I take serious is the death threats, et cetera, and friend, local friends do as well. But the thing is that, you know, they, we, we've we got more leverage over these people than they've got over us. So don't yeah. even think of it. Oh, plus we I don't have anything. Back in. We don't have anything right. that we have to be that ashamed of that we would have to fear you know, like anything I've done in my life, you know, pe- people could say, if you don't do this, like I say, we're, I'm going to tell people that you've done this in your life. I'd be like, I've probably already told people I've done that in my life because it's true, and I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, they, 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 man, these Air Force, Air Force perps and others, they can't win for losing, man. Because you know why? Because I'm the truth and you's the lie. Yeah. Well, that that's why they lie. They don't have real leverage, so they just make it. They just exactly. lie. They just go ahead and say fake shit to people that we didn't do. Yeah. Like yeah. he's a pedophile, she's a prostitute, or she or he's a drug dealer, or whatever. And it's all bullshit. But people are dumb enough just to believe it if it's come, depending on who it's coming from. And if, you know, if somebody said that to me about somebody else. I'd be like, well, why are you telling me this, and how am I supposed to know that's true? I don't know that person. for. I don't know that's true for myself. Why are you telling me this? That would be my reaction, but a lot of other people apparently are just like, oh, yeah, really? They are? Oh, my God, that's horrible. You know, and uh, what do you yeah, want me to do? They, yeah, they really are at first perps, and I'm tired of their, their garbage, fucking bullshit and garbage. 
Yeah, no, I just decided tonight that I was going to upload on, uh, you know, unload all the bold stuff. Derek's call. I mean, there's ways of dealing with people like this. I mean, you might you might be out technology me. You might be more sophisticated than me. But uh, you can't, sure as hell can't outsmart me. You may for a little while, but eventually we'll figure you out and uh, punish you for it. <laughs> for damn sure. <laughs> It's wild now. It's to the level where they have like artificial intelligence systems running, making decisions like after decisions that impact people's lives and have an effect on people might not even be coming from other people. It might be being decided by AI algorithms and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's crazy shit. And then it, this AI they build now, it, it it teaches itself. The longer it runs, the more yeah. it learns. So it's like yeah. a living thing. It like grows and becomes smarter the longer it's running. People Hopefully, in the know yeah. say it's artificial life. Yeah, oh, yeah. Conscious yeah. life, yeah. There was exactly. some country recently. Oh, wait, they had... There's this lady, her name's Linda Moulton Howell. She goes. She's she's been a like a whistleblower for multiple decades. She gets into some real woo woo territory with all kinds of alien stuff, but uh, some of the stuff she yeah. says sounds pretty pretty uh, believable. And she's been at it for decades, and she knows a lot of people. But somebody admitted to her, some scientist, that in some country, damn, I forget what country it was. I think it was over in Asia, but some. Killer robots basically killed 29 of these scientists in the building that they were building these killer Terminator-type robots in, and that the scientists disabled and took apart one of the robots, and it, it somehow rebuilt itself and continued killing some more people and all that. And so that was that story. It's <laughs> yes, I forgot about her. She is interesting. The woo-woo stuff, I don't get into that UFO woo-woo stuff, but um, she is interesting in other in other facets. She sure is. She has a lot, so many interesting yeah. people out there. Do you really want to educate yourself about the yeah. really I, I actually them. love you. I love UFO stuff, but a lot, you got to be careful with it because a lot of it is just complete fabricated nonsense, but there could be a lot of truth to some of it. It's we can't be alone in this whole universe, you know. And the MK Ultra book I'm reading right now talks about that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be the first one to admit, guys. You know, I mean, we lie down the rules on here. Um, you know, when you first opened the show, I, I, I made the conscious decision, you know. It's like I already seen what the purpose were. Uh, what they were perpetrating, et cetera, and they, and they were trying to c- cover all this up, and they were trying to distract the shows with the UFO talk and alien talk, et cetera. But I'll be the first one to admit, you know, I, I'm interested in that stuff. It's fascinating to me, and I really am a Robert Mueller. Uh, I'm not FBI, but I, I am a, Robert, a Fox Mulder, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, that stuff interests me. It really is. I, I've downloaded the entire box of the Unsolved Mysteries, and it's not that I don't believe in that stuff. But I, I believe there's truth in that stuff. I mean, we'd be very arrogant to think that we're the only uh, 
life on this planet. So, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so. I know what you mean, yeah. though, because the, the perps will use it as an excuse to say, look, they're all crazy. See, the, they all believe in aliens and stuff. Because there's so many people out there that are just like, oh, she or he believes in aliens. What a weirdo. You know, but uh, those people are just kind of dumb because they're exactly. probably, <laughs> they probably do exist somewhere, you know. Hell, I've seen, yeah. I've seen probably what was secret government technology, but I mean, damn, if I didn't know that the government and military industrial complex was capable of making things like that, Put it this way, oh, yeah. mo the majority of other people, if they saw what me and his girlfriend saw 10 feet away from us in 2004, they would have thought that's alien because it defied oh, yeah. physics and just was clear as day, you know. But that, that was perping me. I think I was getting high-tech perp by by people having it with military connections and shit like that because – or maybe I was wrong. Maybe it, if it was alien, I'll – I'll eat crow, as they say, but I think it's possible yeah. for humans to make secret crap like that. Oh yeah, well, there's a human, there's a human, your human intelligence, a human, and then there's the, uh, yeah, exactly, human factor, human element, et cetera, human intelligence, and then there's the signal intelligence. Signet. Yeah. Oh, and that was when my purpose, when my targeting ramped way up. It's like almost <laughs> like they. They wanted to see if I would talk about it, and I, I did. I was like, "That was the coolest damn thing I've ever seen in my life, visually." And I, I was talking about. It. I was like, "You wouldn't believe what me and this, my girlfriend saw the other night. It looked like this." And then they're like, "Oh my God, he's talking about it. He's telling we can't have this." Well, I'm like, "Well, this shouldn't have flown into my face then, if they don't want me talking about it." <laughs> exactly, man. That, that's my entire point. I was telling another buddy here. Earlier, that man, you guys came to me, man. I didn't go to you. I didn't provoke you first. You provoked exactly. me, dude. You came to me, man. You're the one forced me into being an internet activist, etc. Putting up shows on you, conference calls, etc. You came to me. You, I didn't go to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I was never targeted, I wouldn't. Activist. I wouldn't know half of this crap that they don't want me to know. I wouldn't even know half of it if they never targeted me in the first place, because exactly. I wouldn't have done the. I wouldn't have done the research that was tangentially related to that other stuff, because there's connections in these weird directions. Because our targeting, that's that's like an unacknowledged special access project. That's that's kind of like black ops stuff. The stuff just us being targeted, but. Black Ops goes all the way from us getting gang stalked to fake UFOs. You know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's illegally entering well, our houses. Yeah. Uh, hitting, I've been hit with a car on purpose and crazy uh, violent stuff like that even. Yeah, well, I'm trying to sleep, yeah. Well, I mean, i tell you what. I've, I've been hit and wake too many goddamn times while I've been trying to sleep, et cetera. Lied down in bed, et cetera, and been hit with like Air Force directed energy weapon from an Air Force satellite, et cetera. And I'm yeah. like, right there, I'm tired of it, man. I'm beyond tired. I'm tired of having to drink um, to get rest, et cetera. I'm beyond tired of it. I'm beyond tired of it. Yeah. I'm crippled and physically deformed for the rest of my life because of a hit I took that knocked me off my feet and made me land on my head and cut off the exactly. whole nerve pathway to my yeah. shoulder. My whole shoulder muscle shrunk. It's atrophied to the point of no return. 
and I'm it's in my right handed hand, which I'm right handed. And it's like I have yeah. half functionality in my whole damn arm because of this one hit by this one frequency one time. They they could have killed me. They don't give a shit. Like they don't know how you're gonna fall, what angle you're gonna fall at. If I fell slightly different angle and hit my head, maybe it could have died. And they, they don't care. They, the work. Oh man, the worst thing that really burns me that they do is when they they'll send like a honey trap. You know, I had a girlfriend. She was in a way the most serious girlfriend I've ever had, the longest lasting one. And she like lived with me for a while. We were say we're in love, like even talking about possibly maybe babies one day, maybe and all that stuff. But I, I think it, she was a perp the whole time. I think she kind of left the left the boat and actually did fall in love with me for a while. But then they had something on her, so she went back to them and why well, she left me eventually. And but uh, all this stuff started happening having to do with her and. She came into my life, and looking back, yeah, man. so many. But, that's well, wicked yeah, when they. No, she didn't. She didn't have anything in, on you, man. That was a perps making you think that. No, no, that's no, girl, no, no. She, she loves you, honey dude. trap. No, yeah, she did, but yeah, she did for a while, but then she snapped back out of it and went back on their side, is how I see it, and I, I'm pretty much right. I mean, I went out with her for like four years she lived here for about three years you know and uh i knew her pretty well but they they'll do that that's what a honey trap is or a honey pot that's how sick they are i mean they'll they'll actually get somebody to to fake fall in love with you or even actually fall make sure you fall in love with them just so they can spy on you and get information about you that's the scary part about being a target yeah, and that's even dangerous. Like some people, if they don't have any self-control, they could, you know, relation, relationships end bad and they can end violently and people get heartbroken and they go nuts and things like that. And on top of it, you realize it was all like a setup and a big fake scenario. It's like, it like ruins your whole, you had this love relationship and then it's almost like it, it, it was all fake from the get-go. It's almost like it might as well have never happened because it wasn't real. This one was real at certain times, and uh, I don't know. I guess they maybe I should thank them for introducing it to me because we did have some good times. But <laughs> it's just a shit situation <laughs> to be put in. It's a shit situation to be put in because then you know for the rest of your life, anybody you meet may or may not. You have to. You can't be a normal person and be like, oh, this is just another normal person, and they could be like sent to you. Like exactly. even a, even a male workman at your house would not like a whatever you call that version of a honeypot, <laughs> you know, he would be told stuff about you and sent to your house. They send that that repairman to your house for a certain reason, knowing that you guys would hit it off. You like the same sports teams, and you get to talking, and then he'll learn this crap about you, and he can report your stuff to somebody else, and. And you think it's just some guy repairing your whatever your sink or you know it's like uh, yeah. a shitty way oh, to have yeah. to live, and it sucks that our own system and our own government puts its own citizens through that you know exactly. what kind of a recipe is that for a successful nation when you you're making it hard for average citizens to trust each other 
you have to like think in two directions at once. Like, hey, maybe this is just a normal person and they have nothing to do with this and we can meet on our own merits and either become friends or not or 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 else it's like some kind of spy pretending okay. to be a normal person and I have to keep that in the back of my mind and act natural the whole time and you know it's uh <laughs> There's a well, woman in England. This woman in England, she found out that she went out with this boyfriend of hers for like six years or something. And, yeah, they, I don't know if they were engaged or whatever, but anyway, she found out he was an undercover cop the whole time, spying on her and her friends because she was an animal activist. And she wasn't even right. cutting animal. She wasn't even right. cutting animals out of cages or anything. You know, they're like... Yeah. Oh, these animal activists hurt her friends. We got to spy on them, so we got to send a fake boyfriend at her. So she falls in love with them for for six years, and they swear they love love each other. They're in love with each other, and she finds out the whole time he's a spy for the police in England. <laughs> it's like that is that lady's gonna be able to trust anybody again? Really, like that's they just wrecked that woman psychologically for the rest of her life in a bad way. Well, I mean, it, it, this is the AI system. They've been programmed with MILDEC. It's, it's also known as military deception. They're fucking lying. To put it in blatant terms for you guys, they're fucking lying. Uh, yeah. It's like my, one of my favorite comedians, Bill Hicks, says, he's like, I'm like James <laughs> Bond. He's like, I'm like James Bond without the guns or pussy. <laughs> I I feel, I feel like that because they're like Bond girls, like that girlfriend I had. She was like a Bond girl, like in a James Bond movie. That would be what you would expect to see in a James Bond movie. But I'm not James Bond. <laughs> that's that's what James Bonds are. Secret agents are trained to deal with that kind of crap, and they they can let it roll off their sleeves. But it really bothers me yeah. when it happens to me because I'm not. I didn't ask for this kind of shit. I just want I just want natural people, natural relationships to occur, you know, like a normal life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. Where you go, brothers? Brute force. I'm talking to my cat in the background. If you guys hear me thinking out loud, I'm talking to this uh <laughs> Air Force cat here in the background. I call him Bruce Force. <laughs> I had a cool stray cat show up at my house, and he kept coming back. I let him come inside and sleep in here a couple nights. Then the day yeah. I went to buy a litter, the day I went to buy a litter box and litter for him, I never saw him again. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. He was really cool. He was all charcoal gray, all one color, and big yellowy green eyes he's pretty small for those things I don't like to think about it I hope he didn't get hit by, hit by a car who knows what happened to him cats do what the hell they want <laughs> yeah coyote maybe yeah who knows other cats they get in cat fights I guess he had some kind of wound on his head when I first saw him that healed by the time that the time I last saw him but he was pretty small I guess stray cats are often kind of small because they don't get, you know, steady nourishment, predictable <laughs> eatings and all that. He was really sociable, though. He acted like a domesticated cat. 
You know, he uh, he's definitely yeah. stray. He wasn't fixed, but he was he's real sweet. He acted like a cat from a pet store or something like that. Since he was pewter, well, yeah, pewter gray, I called him kitten pewter, <laughs> like the color pewter gray. Yeah, like kitten pewter, like kind of computer kitten pewter, pewter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, my my kitty's here. He's gray and black, beige, pink nose. Yeah, very cute. I got, a, I got a dog with a big giant head. He's 60 pounds, and I swear 30 of his 60 pounds are in his head and his paws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> I went on a mouse, mouse poaching expedition the past week. I set a bunch of mouse traps. Man, I must have got like 10 mice in a few days. I got an old house with holes in it and shit like that and mice get in here and if I don't if I don't remember to put out traps consistently before I know it I'll hear them tangling in the walls and shit like that having little mouse fights I'll be like, holy shit they're having a party in here so I have to go on a like a freaking hunting mission and set like traps all over the place and I'm hearing them snap snap every freaking 10, 10 minutes and stuff. <laughs> crazy yeah they're coming in the winter you need you need a lot of cats <laughs> yeah but uh it's been pretty quiet i think i got man I, i've got maybe more than 10 in the past few days so i think i must at least got a whole family of them <laughs> I went outside. I went outside once in the daytime, and there was a flattened one right outside my door, which told me the way it looked. It was dead, and it was flattened. Guts weren't coming out or anything. But I think what happened is I, I didn't have my porch light on when it was nighttime the night before, and I let my dog out to piss. And I think the mouse saw the door open and was like, now's my chance. I'm going to run in the house. And I didn't see the mouse, and I think I stepped on him and walked right over him to let my dog go pee and walk back in, didn't know until it was daytime the next day, and I see this flattened mouse right in front of my door outside. I'm pretty sure I stepped on him and didn't realize it. <laughs> hey, however way you can get them dead, you know? <laughs> yeah. Man, they're they're hard to keep out in the first place. It's almost impossible. You just got to wait till they're here, and then you got to kill them and get rid of them. It's like... I had a friend who had a pet rat. Yeah. That thing was kind of neat, actually. <laughs> it just reminded me of the perps, you know, how we can't keep them out. Yeah, yeah. They are like, yeah, they are like that. They're just everywhere you look, it's like, how the, damn, there's another one. They They just keep coming. They just keep coming. It's like an endless battle. You get like little, little bouts of peace. It would be the if it was really like the perps, it would be the equivalent. I'd, I'd have to go like murder two dozen perps, and then then I'd have like a month of peace. And <laughs> not in the real world, it'd be the opposite. I'd be on the death row. <laughs> but uh, 
kind of equated bare naked to the mouse scenario. <laughs> Was that Ryan that made that noise? Johnster, are you online? Uh, I think so. My computer goes blank. Yeah, yeah, I'm online right now. Yeah. I'm in there under guest because I, let's see, where am I? Oh, I don't even have the chat on. Oh, okay. You can see who's in the room. There's not too many of us. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll see attendees, uh, See. I'm gold. There's a few. Yeah, I don't even see myself. Usually it says you next to my name. It says the word Y-O-U. I don't even see that, though. The first number, like the area code? Or, no? Huh. Yeah, man, it was... <laughs> I was doing the little uh, Giannis Poha thing. I'm not sure if you guys are uh, you've seen Ghostbusters too, but it's hilarious. Uh, oh, Giannis Poha. Yeah. <laughs> Giannis Poha when he's in there and the the laughing, et cetera. It's like he he's standing there on that goddamn ladder and he's painting. And then the the painting all of a sudden they're electrocutes. I mean, of course it's not funny because you've been electrocuted because TIs have been electrocuted, et cetera. It's true. People being electrocuted while they're trying to sleep and and it kept awake, shocked, et cetera. Electronic assault. But the point is that what I'm the point I'm trying to make. Uh, uh, it was hilarious. Like he was he was standing up on that ladder and then all of a sudden he's electrocuted and he's like, <laughs> it fried the hell out of him, man. Is that the one where they make? Is that the one where they make the two big gargoyle dogs come to life? Yeah. Well, I call them demon hell, hound hills. Yeah, yeah, those things. (laughs) It was so funny. He gets hit by that electricity. He's like, wow. He's like, come on, me lord, come on, me lord, come on, me lord. <laughs> you know Dan Aykroyd, right? From Ghostbusters, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. You know he's one of the main Ghost- Ghostbusters. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and I forget the other guy. But in real life, though, Dan right. Aykroyd. In real life, Dan Aykroyd, he has this thing. You can watch it on YouTube. It's called Dan Aykroyd Unplugged on UFOs. <laughs> he apparently had he apparently had some UFO experiences, and beyond that, he's really interested in them, and he's talking for about an hour about that UFO stuff. It's pretty awesome. He's dead serious, too, because yeah, he's right. like a comedian. Yeah, but he's, he's serious. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, that stuff interests me, the UFO stuff. I don't, it's interesting, but yeah, it's like, I, I just don't put it into these serious conversations, et cetera. I take it seriously, but then again, it's like, People are so ignorant and so closed-minded, et cetera, man. It's hard to get people to believe even that uh, you know, there's fluoride in the water and there's mercury in the vaccine, yeah. et cetera, and the vaccine's called cancer. I feel like that talking about talking about religious stuff a lot, <clears throat> like uh, 
you know, knowing that not everyone's all the same religion, and I hear some people go off on long tangents about, from a religious perspective, and it's, I'm like, okay, is this over yet? Because I don't see it this way. <laughs> it's a, I don't know. It's a, it, to me, it, to me, it's like I see that stuff as how other people probably see UFOs when they hear people talking about UFOs. I feel like that when I hear people talking about certain religious stuff. I don't care if they bring it up here and there once in a while, but when they just start yeah. preaching, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, I'll go to a church. I didn't come to this call to be have a sermon, <laughs> you know. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of the YouTube videos. I'll look up like targeted individuals on YouTube, see if there's anything new because I'm looking for a new Dr. Eric Karlstrom interview or something. And and it's like more than half of them almost. Or like you can tell in the description before you even click the video. It's like has the word Bible in it or the word Scripture in it or the word salvation or you know. It's just like oh God, this is going to be one of these. <laughs> religious people again and like and yeah sure they're targeted but how much are they going to talk about religious stuff or targeting yeah. or, or they make it some of them make it like sound like it, it's a religious experience that they're being targeted because it proves they're holy or something like that I'm like if it makes you feel holy have at it it's just a pain in the ass I'd rather not have to go through it you know like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, I wonder where our buddy Kyle's at. He was in here last night. Yeah, oh, I didn't hear him yet. Have you seen that on YouTube, Ryan? They call themselves like cho- chosen individuals or empowered individuals. It's like, you know, it's almost like that when they're being targeted in this unconstitutional treasonous way, they see it as like some religious blessing, like like they feel like messianic complex, like they, they're they getting persecuted like Jesus or something like that. And, you know uh, what that is, man. <laughs> no, what is it? No, no. Well, what that is, is that, that those people right there are probably, I'm not, but I'm not, but most people... Um, well, the people that are claiming that they're actually uh, they are targeted victims, probably. I mean, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it, but they probably are truly targeted individuals because they're being utilized by the perps and used by the perps and manipulated by the perps uh, to make us sound yeah. crazy. Because it, well, yeah. it, it's, it's, it, they're they're trying to mimic. Uh, delusions of grandeur and grandiosity, etc. Yeah, that's exactly. I bet there's all kind. I bet there's some real legit ones, and I, I bet the perps though they will. That'll be a way to you know muddy the waters of the whole targeted community. You know, make people new to it think, oh, these people are a bunch of religious freaks. You know, because exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah, again, it's a, if you anybody that, that's familiar with the DSMV, the, the psychiatry handbook, et cetera, uh, will realize that the perps uh, have scripted that document to, around discrediting targeted victims and targeted individuals. Targeted victims, yeah, 
you know, there's it's taken there many times. You know, if you think your brain is being read by uh, external force, and even goes so far as saying force, as in air force, et cetera, that's the perps trying to cover their own asses and discredit targeted victims, organized stalking victims, et cetera. Sorry, I got heartburn here. Yeah, but, I guess a satellite would be an external force. You know, and, yeah. But when they say external force, it makes it sound all like de- demony, ghosty, or angely, or you know. I I bookmarked a video today by Gang Stalking Australia or something on YouTube. It's called Gang Stalking, a symptom of a degenerate society. So the, exactly. I don't see anything spiritual about being gang stalked. I see these as a bunch of sick human beings that don't even deserve to be called human beings doing treason yeah, to their own country, their own citizens of their own country, committing treason by being a traitor in their own country. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a traitor. Exactly. Yeah, a seller, a traitor, man. But, but what the traitors don't realize is they're, they're being sold down the river themselves. Oh, so. yeah, they're handlers. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're next. I mean, they're showing what the, their true colors, what they're doing. They're like, their handlers yeah. are sitting back being like, oh, so you would do this to your fellow uh, fellow yeah, citizen, exactly. even though you don't know who they are. You would do this horrible stuff to them without them bo- provoking you whatsoever just because we lied to you about them and you, you're just, so what kind <clears throat> of person are you? And then when things change or stuff hits the fan... How am I supposed to the handler would be saying to themselves, How am I supposed to trust this person? If they'll do it to them, they'd probably do it to me, so they're they're just gonna get it <laughs> maybe even worse than we will. I don't know. It's it's silly oh, yeah, if some of these yeah. perps think they have a free pass, like if they're do it like they think they're mm-hmm. on the team, like they're on the winning team or something. And you know some of them they're think not. that way. They're like, oh yeah, I'm doing this secret mission, or you know, I'm work, I'm working with the police or the government or something like that, and so I'm special. They they see me as one of them, right? And they're just being used, <laughs> you know. And uh, exactly, yeah. Definitely, yep. I have um, the sports crowd after me. Like I like m- one of the main segments of my gang stalking. I realize now are just the uh, sports crew. The, all these people that go to these sports arenas and things like that and the football games and the hockey games, they all are in on this app thing and they're all in on like making money off of stalking us because the day after a game, there is no stalking because they're all hung over and they're all like sleeping in. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. And they're all in on it and they all get like, they all look at each other and get off on it that so they all like are in on it and disgusting. Yeah, it is weird. It doesn't surprise me either because there is kind of like a weird tribal mentality. Because I'm not, I, I, I don't, I, I don't hate sports. I've played football with pads on and everything before, and I've watched this game or that game here and there. But I don't follow it. I'm not super into it. But you know, there's tons of these people. They wear the jerseys all the time, and they're at the bar every night, and they play fantasy football, and they well, know that's everything. Fine unless you're gonna stalk me. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's app. like it's, it's like a similar want. it's like a similar mentality. well not similar it, it it's only similar in the way you can see how how like 
tribally they get with just over a sports team. And so it almost translates to when they get tribally against one targeted individual like you and they they all like hoorah-rah all together and it's like a big like a big party out of it. It's almost like a mm-hmm. to them it's like a sporting event, I guess. <laughs> I was at a place picking twisted. something up and this this woman walked by me and I saw my face on her phone, like on an app. Like we just pop up. If they're around one of us, we pop up on this app, one of our, you know, our face to identify us and they do their little thing. Like they're helping people like track us or whatever they're doing, getting paid for it or we're scum of the earth and they, we have to retaught a lesson in behavior modification, all this other crap. When really like I've got a drone over my apartment. I don't need you tracking me. Okay. They've got that covered. I don't know what, like, you know, century you're living in, but they're light years ahead of you. Yeah. Did you say anything to that woman about your face on her phone? That'd be great. I mean, that'd be great if you you said to that woman, hey, that's my face on your phone there, right there. (laughs) I wonder what she would have done. Lady was just talking. I, I can't hear. She left. I guess. I <clears throat> muted myself. I was telling oh. you. Um, yeah. No. This, did I? Did you hear the part about the window? That's how no. I saw her. The door. There was, so uh, there was no. a locked door, and I couldn't get to the other side of the window. Where where she was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably muted when you're saying that. Yeah, well. I I almost yeah, wish I almost like. wish I could catch something that blatant because I'm I get so frustrated that I never quite have I they always have a little angle to say like, "Oh, what are you talking yeah. about, man?" You know, but if I saw my face on somebody's phone, that would be easy. I'd be like, "Hey, that's my face on your phone. How would you get that? I don't yeah. know who you are." <laughs> and then the other thing I said was that I saw another woman I saw was scrolling through my pictures. And then, excuse me, another woman I saw adding one of my pictures. So it's, and then, and then the rumors of me being mentally ill is just the most insidious thing in the world. Like it's just so horrible that they get to spread these rumors about us. There's nothing wrong with me, and it's horrible that they are able to say that there's something wrong with me because I'm reacting to an external force that is illegal and shouldn't be happening, and it's exactly. invading my life, and I'm angry about it. It's just so horrible. When will this end? Well, you're a victim of organized crime, for God's sakes. This is organized crime. Yeah, exactly. It's an organized crime syndicate. This is a crime. This is a crime syndicate. The people who do this shit are mentally ill. Like what the? Yeah. What the hell? I couldn't imagine for the life of me, me and all these associates, buddies of mine, like just. Hey, that that dude over there. We don't know who the hell he is or who the hell she is. Let's just freaking follow him all over the place and take pictures of him and talk about him and try to tell stories about him to get other people to fuck with him too and mess up their lives and anything we could think of to make their life difficult because we don't know who the hell they are. But uh, somebody told us they were a bad person. Or You know, and a few of my, a few of my gang, uh, organized stalkers, I see them communicating with each other, like, in the stores. Like, they'll recognize each other from, like, whatever they go to do these things and learn these things. 
And, like, they talk yeah. business with each other. It's unbelievable. And they get out of each other's cars. Like, I'll go into a parking lot that they didn't think I was going to go into, but it's close to the other parking lot they thought I was going to go into. And I see, like, one, like, very wealthy-looking car sitting there with its lights on. The person's, like, not even in it. Because they're in the other gang stalker, organized stalker's car, chatting. And, like, you know, they chat, and they see each other in the stores, and they're chatting yep. with each other. It's like, it's, and, and it's so, and it's so large, it's so many people, but the fact that they yeah. all just look at you and say, nothing's going on. You're the one that's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's gaslighting. Gaslighting you on a deep level, honey. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Sure. This channel was on a YouTube today or yesterday, gang stalking Australia and worldwide or something was called. The guy has a text on the screen. It says he's at a red light or something in his car, and you can see this guy on a bike kind of diagonal across the street on the corner by a stoplight on another side street. And he's like, that guy over there, he and I were good friends for like a year, and then for some reason he just stopped talking to me this past whole month and wouldn't return my calls or anything. And then and they show this guy, and what he's doing is he's sitting on his bike, just sitting there, staring directly at this guy who used to be his friend's car, like directly at his friend. And he's doing these hand gestures, like touching his nose over and over again, then putting yeah. his hand on his stomach like Napoleon. It's like they have these... It's like, this means that. Like, if you touch your stomach, it means the the target is starting to move from the red light turned green or whatever. Or if you touch your nose, it means the, the target saw me watching him. Or So then they, other gang stalkers see that, and then they know that what that person's seeing and all that crap. It's just really creepy, weird. It's almost like a kid's game you'd play in, like, a recess at kindergarten or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a neuro-linguistic programming aspect of it, too. It's, um, uh, it's, it's, and, you know, they do it when no one's watching, too, like I find. Like, they don't have to do it to me, but no one's around. They don't have to do it, yet they do it. You know, it's not like they're being forced to. It's not like, it's almost like a tick they have. And like at one that point, is really one weird. Woman, you know, it's, it's like, it's like dude, us. no one's around. Yeah, well, they're forcing us into exposing them and again. You know, these I didn't go to these people. I didn't piss them off first. These people pissed me off first. They came to me. You know, it's not like I, like I I found out about them and I was uh, you know exposing them on the internet first, and then they tracked my IP address and zoomed in on me with GPS, et cetera. No, they came to me first. They they interrupted my life. They intruded into my life. I didn't go to, to I didn't piss yeah. them off first. They pissed me off first. That's and how I, we I'm all feel, I'm pretty problem. sure. Yeah. Because that's the way it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, fuck. I, why would I ask for this? Why? <laughs> exactly. And it's like, it, it, in a freaking civilized society i mean that's what the police are for i mean that's not their job it's the cops if i've really done something wrong then what you know why why is somebody telling you 
about, oh, like nice. who doesn't know me about that I've done so I, I I'm a drug dealer or a pedophile or a prostitute or whatever and I if somebody told me that about something I didn't know I'd be like why are you telling me tell the cops you know I'm not a cop it's not my it's none of my business like what it's not my job and I don't have any proof of it anyway like exactly yeah you know, when was that whole craze with the Pokemon thing? You remember when they used to run around chasing the Pokemon with the app? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I feel like they do to me. Like, they think we're a Pokemon, and this is a game. Yeah. It's probably like, no, similar. Yeah, the app is probably similar. probably works a lot like the game Pokemon does. I never played that game. But, yeah, people running around in other people's yards trying to find stuff. Well, that's a, that's a like, good analogy right there. That's a good example, guys. That's a cool example. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's like, yippee, yeah. you found me. Wow. You found my... <laughs> so you saw a picture of my face on a phone, and you got GPS coordinates to where I, I would be, and here you are, and here I am. Now you see me. Whoopee! <laughs> and, and now Don't you feel special? <laughs> they, they, they feel special, and then they get paid. They feel special yeah. that they're with a covert group of people that do this. They're in the know. It's not going to happen to them, and they get paid. And they're not even covert because we spot them. You know, like they they get caught by us. It's not, not they what they get like, a jolt up their leg when they when we spot them. They love yeah. it. It's like a, the sadistic smile on their face. I will one day make a collage of mug shots of them with all the sadistic smiles each and every one of them has in their face when they do this to me. Yeah. And I'm going to ship it to them. And they can frame yeah. it. Disgusting. I used to have a hat. I used to have a baseball hat with pictures of eyeballs all over it. And I had a carload of obvious gang stalkers. I didn't know any of them, never saw any of them before. And they're all like jeering at me and like laughing and tapping each other on the shoulder and half pointing at me and like, Obviously, you know, and I, so I took my hat off beside him in traffic, and I stuck it out the window at him and started twisting and turning it around because it was there's pictures of eyeballs like covering the whole thing. So it was like basically I'm showing him all my eyeballs on my hat, like, hey, you want to watch me? Here, I'm. That's what I think of that. <laughs> like I'm watching you. Look, I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Watching me? Well, I'm watching you. Yep. Exactly. You got people, nah, you, you got people watching us. Nah, we got people watching you. Watching the watchers. Yeah, exactly. Now you know who we are. Exactly. Yeah. Makes me wonder sometimes, and I, le- I used to live in a serious ghetto in Philadelphia where there was gunshots going off all the time. I had a dear friend that was shot to death for no, for no reason. He, he didn't deserve it. It was like random. And like, Matt, gang stalking going on there, uh, people would end up getting shot. I, I, I bet they do. I don't know. I I don't even want to know. Think about it. That's too dark to even think about. I'm, they're really nuts if they try to pull this stuff in places where people are packing <laughs> legal heat. Yeah. These days, people are all kinds of people are packing heat, whether it's licensed and registered or illegal or so America's a crazy gun culture. So many people have guns and it's like eh, but I guess it's part of the destruction of society, you know. 
the, the powers that be probably hope we shoot each other, and they're like, ah, oh, let's give give each other the citizens more reason to shoot each other. We'll have strange armies of citizens harassing other citizens who they don't know, and hopefully they get mad enough to shoot them. <laughs> then we'll be yeah, yeah. one less citizen. It's it's like they're genocidal maniacs. It's all part of this sick crap. Well, it's a manipulation is what it is. <clears throat> keyword manipulation. Probably the most important keyword that's been uttered on this call tonight is manipulation. Oh, I might said earlier. I'm saying it again. I'm saying it again, so manipulation. Yep. That's what organized stalking is about. So, well, what is Brian to? Uh, how, how does he say it? It's a deadly game of um, deception and uh, it's a de- deadly game of deception and manipulation. Nothing more, nothing less. I see it as part of I see it as part of a genocide program, along with the chemtrails, along with the shit in the water and in the food, along with uh, you know all kinds of biological and mental assaults and yeah exactly yeah well it's a, it's a grid attack it's uh attack on people on a grid the control grid exactly it's people that don't even think they're being targeted ignorance etc like football heads you mean you got your people <laughs> nah <laughs> The, the people who are inside watching football, worshiping their cars, and, you know... Uh, watching the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. people who are distracted, etc. A lot of those people, they might, they might barely be targeted at all, if at all, because whoever... People aren't worried about... They don't want to control them because they, they're already controlled. <laughs> they don't care about anything that matters or any important truth that people want to keep hidden, they just care about football and the Kardashians so that they're not like no threat. What they know is no threat to anyone else in power. So they leave yeah. them alone, I guess. Just let them go watch more football and Kardashians. Too dumb anyway, so just let them have at it. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it dumbs down, dumbs down, dumbing down. It's just like dumbing down football, uh, their cars, etc. Worship my car. I worship my car. I worship football. <clears throat> Man, I'd like, I'd like to go to a brony convention and recruit about a dozen bronies if I knew a particular perp that I had proof was a perp that was bothering me bad enough. I'd, re- I'd recruit like a dozen bronies to go perp the perp. You know what bronies are? <laughs> Do you know what bronies are? No, a servant the servant. Yeah, bronies yeah, are those grown off. bronies are those grown men and women that are so obsessed with my little pony cartoon that the grown men will dress <laughs> like it and masturbate to it and they buy all yeah, the stuffed true. pony animals and yeah. They're about the creepiest subculture of people I could think of besides perps. Exactly. Yeah. Three. They got kicked out of Comic Con because the comic book nerds th- said these bronies are too weird for us. We can't have them in here. So now Brony has its own Brony Con. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Howard Stern made a brony come out to his dad as a brony on national radio. It was so cringeworthy. His poor dad. His dad was... Oh, man, he almost lost it over the phone. His son's like, Dad, I'm a brony. And his dad's like, what the hell is that? And he proceeds to start explaining it to him. And his dad, oh, man, it was so, so sad. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Like, how do people end up like that? Like, what happens to a person to cause them to cause them to for that to become their tastes when they're an adult man? CIA frequencies. I get. Oh, yeah, that could be it. Yeah, they could be target. Maybe it's their brains being scrambled with electromagnetics, and they don't even know it. Yes. Oh man, yeah. that could be done too. Satellites hurting people. Manipulating people's brainwaves to make multiple people get interested in some real specific strange thing and form a subculture out of it, and to the point they'll dress up like it. And ugh. oh, putting <laughs> like putting the thoughts in their heads. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, yeah monitoring them, like moving them towards that direction of of um, whatever. It is. <clears throat> I cough a lot because I have a lot of like mucus. Well, sorry to sound gross, mucus and phlegm and all that. And then I hear a lot of targeted individuals say these people cough at me all the time. If please nobody, if they hear me cough, it's I'm not doing one of those. It's actual cough. <laughs> I have to do it oral. So like. <laughs> I have the same problem. I swear it's the chemicals that they swipe on my walls as I wake up and I'm like, a, my, within like a couple of minutes after I wake up, my nose is just like draining. Like, I'm like, where did yeah. this come from? Every, you know, but if I wake up someplace else, it doesn't happen. I don't even buy Kleenexes. I just buy tons of toilet paper because it's just easier because I can use the same thing for two different reasons. And I set rolls of toilet People are like, why is there a roll of toilet paper on your speaker out here in the living room? I'm like, because there's a little mirror right there by the door, and every five minutes I have to blow my nose, so I just twist off some toilet paper and blow my nose with it. You know, and I'm not going to... That would be expensive buying boxes of Kleenex just for that. Now you got to get toilet paper anyway. <laughs> I have to get the pops with the lotion because if I'm using them so much, my na- my nose gets shaped and red and dry, yeah. so I have to use the puffs of lotion. I do this thing where I try not to rub it. I kind of hold it like a, not even a half, a quarter of an inch away from my nose, and I blow real hard in there. It gets most of it out, and then I kind of gently wipe whatever gets on my upper lip and then twist it around in my nostrils, and that usually does the job at least for the next hour until I have to do it again. <laughs> and do you contribute it to targeting? Have I contributed to targeting? Do you contribute that issue with targeting? Oh, oh, attribute to it to. I don't know. It could be. On the other hand, I smoke, so it could be that partially. But I mean, the chemtrails too. There's definitely crap. That's we're not supposed to be breathing that crap. It's not natural. Right. A lot of people <laughs> say they've. I've noticed diminishing in the chemtrails. They're still there though. They're not as 
it seems to have slowed down in a way which is almost makes me worry that they've accomplished their objectives because a lot of people are saying I don't see as many chemtrails as they used to and I'd have to say the same thing I still see them but it makes me worry though had the powers that be thought okay we've done it now we've saturated these people uh, <laughs> so on to the next project I don't know I used to talk to men with it there could be a clear blue sky and it could be a big fat white chemtrail hanging there for like an hour plain as day and I'd be like filming it with my phone in the dog park looking at it and people would be like what are you asking me like what I'm looking at or film I'm like that thing and they're like what like it they act like they don't see it I'm like how can you not see that it's like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm old enough that when I was a kid, I remember what I remember what normal jet contrails looked like. It's oh, obviously not normal, right? Yeah, it's like it's like damn. It's like a purple elephant walked out in the in front of you in traffic. It's like not. It's like not seeing that. Hey, look at that purple elephant out here in the middle of the city. They're like, what? What are you talking about? Where? What? What are you? Aerosol. <laughs> Stratospheric injection. Yeah. That's what, that's what they call it. It's and amazing it, when you see it in a satellite view because you can see it um, like spreading over the land. And you can yeah. see how they've made so many. And the fact the trails stay there hanging in the hour for like an hour afterwards from horizon to horizon, they're just giving away that they're not performing normal air traffic. Because it'll leave like you know grid patterns or patterns that just don't correspond to normal normal air travel. It per, kind of proves their their purpose in flying these planes that at that moment are to spray these things where they're spraying them. And I I, I think that nanotech crap comes out of there, and that's how we get that stuff in us. Something that kind of bothers me, I, I believe they do it, it's being done to certain targets, and especially older targets who've had it done a long time ago, and it's probably still done to some targets because they keep a lot of a lot of pots on different burners all at the same time, but <clears throat> a lot of people talk about getting chips detected, like going into getting scanned for chips, and uh, if if people are... I don't think we need to be chipped anymore. Furthermore, I think we're all probably nano-chipped, which would be hard to scan for because nano is like 100,000 times smaller than microscopic. And a microchip, as you can actually see that with your naked eye, barely, but nano-chips, you have to use a damn microscope to see them. So it's like, I don't know how they're going to find all those. Plus, you can breathe in like probably hundreds of them in each breath. And... uh and I don't even know if that, that stuff's needed. It could probably be just electromagnetic wavelengths at certain frequencies can probably do it. I mean, people like Rod, Robert Duncan say that, yeah, there's no chips needed. It could be done strictly with electromagnetic energies. And Sometimes I hear people yeah, going off so. on chips for so long, and it almost sounds like that could be a distraction, sort of. From, but then again, I, some of them you know, could be real. You know, small segment have had that, done to them at a time when they were experimenting with them and then they just moved on yeah. to the uh, electromagnetic frequency um, which might be helped by the um, 
Yeah, that's, that's true. A part of part of it is age related. I've noticed it's usually older people that talk about the more visible chips, like where you could actually detect them, and it might be because it was done to them when they were younger, even before I was born. Perhaps they could have been implanted in. Hey Ryan, you had a show. It was a uh, the the one the, the one is on. You you got the one recorded. The one with that dude named Bill that had all the energy. They talk like this. Are you? He he was hard to understand some of the stuff he was saying. But that one's on there. But the one right after that is all silent. And then there's this one tonight. We'll see if this one records. But I don't know if you knew the last night's one. I think is all just blank. <laughs> Anyone see uh, Eric Carlstrom's latest Romola interview? I think that's his his last uh, full interview. One of Romola D's last few video videos. I do like him with her. I think they make great conversation. Yeah, they're both really go crazy on the Zionist both really, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. He does. He's a little hung up on that. <laughs> yeah, they're both really smart, really smart, and they really know a lot of details and you know all kinds of not only historical but technical and sociological and psychological. Mm-hmm. They know about that enough stuff on their own, so they really understand this stuff. Yeah, Carl Strom does, and I agree. I mean, the Zionists do have a lot to do with it. In fact, they, they're the whole project for a new American century. Bush and Cheney and Rumsfeld and Wolfowitz, and they, they have this. It's like a neocon. They called it the neo neoconservative Zionist connection. And some of the, some of them have dual citizenship in Israel and. They send. I mean, they. Israel has like a lot of p- control and power over us as a nation, which is really bizarre since they're such a small country. And like, uh, uh, he yeah, he claims it goes all the way back into the religious texts, like because in Judaism there's like the the Torah, which is normal people's Jewish Bible, then the Talmud, which is supposedly some kind of mystical. He says, Karlstrom says that one's really e- evil, and there's like the 
between the Kabbalah, the Torah, and the the Talmud, and that's supposedly some evil thing too. And either the Tal- Talmud or the Kabbalah, they pretty much is written in there that they want to take over the world and dominate all all other peoples and races and subjugate them and make them their slaves. And <laughs> so yeah, I guess I that they to, um, send people to his website because he's so good about the gang stalking and he wants to put an end to it and he wants to put an end to the organized stalking. Um, but I can't because he go, you, you get there and it's like, oh my gosh, like this is not what people can't handle the Zionist thing plus this organized stalking thing. It's like one thing at a time. You know, I wish he had two sites. Yeah, I wish he had one for the Zionist one more like without lumping it into a I guess he thinks it's so related to the targeting, and it might be some, who knows, I'm not an expert in Zionism, but maybe it is some formula they came up with before anyone else did, the Zionists, I don't I don't know, but uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me because I, I'm able to separate, I know that all Jews aren't Zionists, and I've had, I've grew up with tons of Jewish people, I didn't even know they were Jewish, you know, they're just kids in my neighborhood, and you know, I I could even be part Jewish. I don't know for sure. My grandma had a Jewish-sounding last name, but I know for a fact I'm German and English based on my grandpa and gr- dad's name. But but I don't, I don't care. To me, I'm just a dude, American. You know, and I think that Kaltrum <laughs> and Ramola know that they have good chemistry because he goes on there rather frequently. Mm-hmm. She's she's kind of told him to tone it down too a few times. I don't know if you've heard her do that. She, uh, cause he'll, 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 uh, he'll, uh, actually say the word Jew a lot. And Ramola will try to remind him. She'll be like, basically, please use the word Zionist as opposed to saying Jew because it makes it more specific, you know, cause you Jew implies. Specific. Absolutely. If you're talking about this yeah. kind of stuff, you're as specific as you can be. Right. Yeah, when you say like Jew, that implies like all Jewish people, but all Jewish people are not Zionists. Zionists are like kind of supremacists. They're kind of like a... Yeah, I'm so anxious talking about this. We should change the subject. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I, I think it's... I don't, I don't think I'm saying anything bad. I don't mean anything bad, certainly. In fact, I'm trying to stick up for... I don't want people lumped in that don't deserve to be lumped in with some supremacist philosophy. I'm sure there's people in Israel, for instance, that have no interest in any of this political crap and all they just want to send their kids to school and eat and work and live a normal life and they don't want any kind of strife. Most normal people are like that. They don't want to... I don't think about dominating some other culture or race and making them my slaves like that's not a normal thought to me you know like if i met a bunch of people who thought that way i'd be like oh you guys are weird i think i'll stop hanging out with you, you know? It is weird how tied in our like intel levels of our government and military industrial complex and deep state and shadow government and even overt government at high levels how much there is these connections to these some of these ancient things not just zionism but like 
Jesuit stuff and Mason stuff, you know, like the Freemasons. And and then they're all kind of connected together also. And then there's the Nazi element. And they're connected with all the other stuff somehow. And people think, no, they can't be because these people are Jewish and those people are, they were the ones, they had them in the concentration camps. But then it turns out you had like people of, that like the Rothschilds who were, I guess, have Jewish last names. They were funding Hitler who was torturing Jewish people. And George Bush's dad, Prescott Bush, was funding both sides of World War II to also. And it's this, mm-hmm. it's a yeah, big convoluted. Yeah, I don't even know where it all starts and begins. It's really confusing. So I just focus more on the like the, the more concrete stuff like that affects my life more immediately. Yep. I have this annoying delay when I talk. I wish I could get rid of it. I think it means somebody's listening in. Oh, your phone has a delay. Yeah, yeah. What is that? That means somebody's on the it other side. Could be. I think the real, the technology, they can listen to you clear as day and you won't hear a difference at all. But I think they got more primitive ways to hack phones where they actually want they want they want you to know that your ha- your phone's being hacked to try to, to try to psychologically bother you you know like so you know you can hear it something's wrong because they get off on like haha she knows we're listening to uh, her because yeah. we're making little well, noises in general, I know in general I know they're all up in me so I don't know what the heck they I mean but you know how they are anything yeah, for a thrill yeah, I've had both kinds of phone hacking. I'm quite, quite sure, definitely sure, computer and phone hacking. In fact, I've spent hundreds and hundreds of, going on thousands of dollars on phones and computers getting hacked to the point they get ruined and i got to get new ones. I save a lot of stuff to my phone because I don't want to have to remember it. <laughs> it just disappears. <laughs> It'll be gone for no reason. I'm like, I didn't erase that. I know I didn't erase that, but it's just gone. People probably wonder why I bookmark so many things on my phone and save it, because I get total uh, directed conversation based on what I, not let alone look at on the internet, but especially save to my phone. Because they're trying to unnerve me, like, ha-ha, we're not supposed to know you saved that on your phone or you're interested in that, but here we are talking about it to you out of context, so where's your mind going to go? And I, I know damn well what they're doing. thing is, I'm not going to live my life where I, I have to, like, suppress my interests just because I think it'll give these perverts ammunition to try to pull some directed conversation on me to try to make me nervous. I'm like, if I was so nervous, I wouldn't have saved the damn thing to my phone in the first place, and I shouldn't have to feel that way anyway, because this is America. You guys are the traitors, not me. <laughs> and I don't, I wouldn't give a crap what they look at on their phone. They probably look at stupid crap that I wouldn't be interested in anyway. anyway you know? <laughs> How about when you're in your own apartment and you're doing stuff and you go outside and the next day or the same day even, they're doing what you just did in your apartment? <laughs> yep. That's happened to me too. 
It's just insanity. It's like, excuse me, really? I already know you're watching me. You don't have to, like, shove it in my face. Yeah. I mean, these... <laughs> that mean, Imagine how many couples and or lovers or spouses are, have sex on the couch in their... They think they're alone. They sh- ostensibly are. They should be in their home. But... <laughs> I don't know, but somehow... And then I think if I get a tent to put over my bed, does the drone just look through the tent, but they just can't see... Yeah, they can look through solid uh, walls, so they could definitely know, see through a tent. Right? So it's like, what kind of see, What can the drones see through the walls in the tent? Like, can they see colors? Can they see our faces? Like, or is it just the... Because... I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's like a TV picture or a movie picture. I think it's more like, yeah. kind of like more like the airplane scanner, X-ray type stuff. If you're through it, unless it's a real thin wall, maybe they could see a lot clearer. But they could definitely see the crisp shape and outline of a human form, like a silhouette, at least. Maybe a lot more than that. I, I don't know. I mean, there's a whole school of people in the TI community that actually believe, and I've ran into situations more than once where I have to consider this could be a possibility, and I've seen a scientific experiment that shows how it worked. It was done in like the early 80s or late 70s, but you know that school of people that says somehow they can see through your eyes and hear through your ears? That sounds crazy right off the bat, but... I saw an experiment that was done in like 1980 or 79 where they had a cat in the laboratory and they took, they didn't do it remotely, but they put like a helmet type thing with wires attached to it to the cat's head, on the cat's head, and then whatever the cat saw, it would be projected onto a TV type screen and it would be, you could tell what the cat was looking at because it would show on a TV screen. You know, and I was like, man, if they could do that back then, like more than two decades ago, <laughs> I'm like, at the rate technology progresses, like who knows? And then on top of it, the the uh, a d d uh, what's that word? A the brain initiative they interpret. Yeah, all they they re-encoded or decode decoded all our brain waves. Like they've mapped every part and area of our brain and what it does. And if it lights up here, it's this kind of thought centered and this kind of thought. And they can actually almost decode your own inner voice remotely. Like you know, when you you're thinking to yourself, you're actually kind of talking to yourself in your own voice in your own mind in a way like uh and it's it's almost subliminal to yourself when it's happening but if you pay attention you you kind of like uh you'll think hmm i gotta get some eggs <laughs> you won't say it out loud but like it'll be your voice saying it in your head and i think i think that people even say some to scientists that when you're thinking those things just your thoughts it'll actually vibrate that pattern in your throat as though you were saying it but you're not saying mm-hmm, it out I've loud heard that but, too. yeah yeah but all that stuff put together, it it makes me. I don't want to think this way, but it it, it could be a lot more clear of a image, and they could actually come close to hearing what we see and see what we hear, or you know, more so than just like well, a silhouette on a 
airplane uh, radar or a scanner. Well, I think it's everything. I think, you know, I know I've experienced that. I'll never forget the first time that I realized that what you said about the eyes, and I'm sure the ears too. And um, I don't know if they can video that or how that works, but um, it's messed up, you know, and, you know, and it's not, I've experienced it over and over. So it's confirmed to me in my own life. And with the technology and the AI and all that, and these mainframe type supercomputers and all that, if it's being decoded from us, not only is it being decoded and and seen what's not their business and is total beyond violation of privacy, but it's being recorded forever. It's being saved. And as Brian, too, would say, it's probably being uploaded to the supercomputers to give that like we're food for the supercomputer to build itself into maturity. It's like the damn subconscious living computers take all the all the humanness that's decoded from all the various targeted individuals and amalgamate it all, blend it all together, and feeds it, and it becomes like a person based on learning how to become a person by being fed all the human senses of all TIs from 24-7, like, all over the world for however long this has been going on. and It's really creepy, but wow. Uh-huh. And you hear these, you see these things, and they show this on regular TV sometimes, these kind of, uh, the more, like, less subtle, although these... <laughs> It's about as psychologically unsubtle as it could be what is happening, but then the kinds that are more like still using bullets and brute force, these technologies like these drones that could shoot bullets at you or robots that can like rip your head off and pick up guns off the ground and start shooting at you and run up steps and stuff like that. They'll they'll show that kind of stuff on the science channel and all that. And it's like why do they why do they even need that stuff? They could they could do it all the sneaky way and then but I guess it's for the fear factor. They want to terrorize people as all part of this crazy, genocidal, wicked, strange, like, kind of totalitarian nosedive we're going into. <laughs> yeah, nosedive, exactly. Yeah. There's this guy, David Icke, that used to call the totalitarian tiptoe. And then I was like, well... It turned into a totalitarian nosedive quite quite a while back. I'd say around nine eleven. <laughs> what a mess! That's a shame. I mean, just those those pop pop songs, you know, like yeah. Well, I'm proud to be an American. Well, at least I know I'm free. And you know those like radio seventies songs, you know all that. And it was like we're. We all got to brag as Americans, we're the land of the free and home of the brave. And I remember teachers telling me in like seventh grade, like saying the whole class, they tell the whole class, those poor people in the Soviet Union, you know, the poor average citizens of the Soviet Union, they they have no rights. They have to wait in line for a loaf of bread for three hours. They can't watch what they want to watch on TV. They can't talk about what they want to talk about or you know, their lives are totally controlled, and aren't you guys lucky to live in America where we have our Constitution and, and we're allowed to 
And I was like, yes, we are. I totally agree with our Constitution, and we are lucky. And uh, and I I never saw it, like, changing because I was like, we should all be – thank our lucky stars to live in that kind of system. But now they want to turn our system into something like our teacher was feeling sorry for, you know, and uh, – <laughs> And it's like, where are the people that miss the old, like the more more freedom and stuff like that, less invasive intrusiveness by the people in power? And you know, who wants who wants to not be able to say more stuff? Like free speech is the more the better, basically. I mean, except screaming fire in a crowded theater and threatening to commit violence against people and stuff. But almost anything else, I think, is fair game, you know, free speech. And <laughs> and now it's like all this politically correct stuff. You can't say this, and you can't say that, and that might offend somebody. Or if you say that, they might misinterpret it either purpose, on purpose or by accident and think you mean this. Once you say it, you can't quantify it. People are going to, like, stick you to it, like, without hearing any explanation or backup to... <laughs> To make it more precision, what you said, and uh, I don't know, it's it's just wild. I can't even keep it all straight in my head, so I just I just fly by the seat of my pants sometimes. I'm like, I'm I'm surprised I haven't got it like a fine for like out of wild speech or like controversial speech or something like that. I don't even mean curse words, you know. I don't swear a lot. I do swear sometimes, but I'm not, not a lot, but that's not even the stuff I'm talking about. Just, just ideas that are not, not contra, not a conventional, not mainstream. I like to think they're intelligent and make sense to, or I wouldn't even say them or I wouldn't entertain them. There's a good movie called The Lives of Others. I don't know if you watch movies, and furthermore, it's a subtitled movie in German, so you got to read the whole thing in English, but it's about life right before the Berlin Wall came down in Germany, the people on the East German side of the wall, and it's just pretty normal people, but they're like, they challenge society because like they're like writers or playwrights or singers or actresses or dancers are kind of in the artistic community and they all kind of know each other and this this whole group of friends they're like six people or something they all get targeted by the east german stasi and uh that's like 19 late 80s era technology they didn't even have all this like high-tech electromagnetic crap or at least they had some of it but not much of it compared to now but uh just how it, it just really makes you, it, it shows a representation of what organized stalking is in a real kind of primitive form because they're just using pad and paper and pens to write it, all the details, spy details on the get for, about their targets and but they're ruining their lives and they're trying to turn friends against each other and all kinds of, all the whole shebang. It's pretty pretty good movie it seems pretty accurate
I first saw that movie, I didn't know it words targeted individual or organized stalking or gang stalking, and I didn't even know what those terms meant. I just know it was happening to me, whatever it was called. And then I saw that movie, I'm like, holy crap, this same stuff happened to them. This is pretty much real similar to what's happening to me. It was only after that that I learned that, oh, now it's called organized stalking and this and that. And then I learned, oh, it's also the same stuff as they did in, you know, COINTELPRO in America or uh, MKUltra, the CIA and FBI's unconstitutional extrajudicial punishment programs. And I'm sure tons of other countries have their own versions of that kind of stuff. has nothing to do with due process. It's like, what the, what's the point of having courts and <laughs> cops and everything if they're just going to do this, too? You know, like, I don't know. I guess they got to have both. I don't know why. Certain kind of things, they... I think it's because we don't do anything bad enough to use the real cops and courts and, like, you know, to... But and they don't want society that doesn't know to know that we're being punished for stuff that we should be free to do as Americans. So they gotta punish us in a sneaky way that isn't noticed by other people. That's kind of how I think they see it. It's pretty twisted. Are the only two left on the call? Are you even still there? Uh, I don't know if I'm talking to myself, but I should probably go pretty soon. If sounds like pretty empty in this room. No, you're not talking to yourself, Sean. Sir. Oh, okay. I was just going to get back on chat to see if anyone's still chatting on here. I forget sometimes to even look at the chat when I'm talking. Yeah. Oh, I just got to mute because I was feeding guys and, you know, the background noise. Ryan sometimes says it's he's a little real. loud. Plus, then I can set the phone down and have it on speakerphone. Yeah. Ryan says he's restarting the show. I guess he got kicked off or something. Oh, Okay. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, I guess all your birds are asleep, huh? I don't hear them going Oh, off. no, they're awake. I'm still feeding them. Oh. <laughs> they're awake. They're pretty quiet tonight. Yeah. Oh, well, they'll get wound again. They usually do. But... I wish I learned to become a falconer. You know, those people that put the little helmet on the falcon and they have the big leather glove on and the... They send the falcon flying off their thumb or their hand or whatever. And oh, yeah. Be, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I used to know a guy that was, um, well, you got to have a mentor to do it. And he was almost done to where he could do it on his own. But I kind of lost contact with him. Do the do you, do you know do they use peregrine falcons for that? Is that the kind of falcon yeah, they use? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're the fastest bird in the world. Ah, uh, cool. 
they used to actually have those when I, I used to drive horse and carriages. This is before 9-11 in Philadelphia, and we'd park the horse and carriages right in front of Independence Hall. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, they had red-tailed hawks and peregrine falcons that would come into the city and use the big, tall buildings as their trees. And it was easy pickings for them. It was an easy life because they had dumb, slow city pigeons all over the place. Oh, yeah. And these things would swoop down right in broad daylight with, like, tourists all around. And the red-tailed hawks were bigger but way slower than the peregrine falcons. And the red-tailed hawks you could see coming, and they'd sometimes miss because they were slow enough that the pigeons might get away. Yeah. But they'd grab, a pigeon, they'd grab a pigeon and fly right up to a tree with it in their talons and start ripping it apart and eating it. And pieces would be falling out on tourists walking in a line out of Independence Hall. Yeah. But the, the peregrine falcons, they're so fast, they're so fast you couldn't even see them coming. You'd just see the pigeon explode and like a feathers go all over the place out of the corner of your eye. You, you'd see a yeah. pigeon out of the corner of your eye walking around. All of a sudden the thing would go poof on all these feathers. And then the peregrine falcon would grab the pigeon. They were almost no bigger than a pigeon. So they'd right. fly off with the pigeon real slow. The pigeon was weighting them down, but they'd... It'd have it stunned, and it, they'd finally make their way up to a tree in slow motion because the thing was so heavy for them, and yeah. they'd proceed to eat it, too. It was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> like watching a Wild Kingdom or something like that on TV. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. I walked out my, this is year, a few years ago, I had this girlfriend, I'm like, what am I, I, I walked out and there was a peacock in my yard, and I live in central Pennsylvania, I don't know if peacocks are from Australia or Africa, anyway, some person right nearby raises them, but I'm like, yeah. what the hell, I'm like, what the hell, that's a, I thought it was like hallucinating, <laughs> I was like, that's a peacock, <laughs> and I ran up, and my girlfriend's still in bed, and she's like, what the hell are you talking about, I'm like, I'm dead serious, come here, and then she saw it, and I went to the township building, and they said some person has like a a farm for them near, over a hill over here somewhere, and well, they do have a 30 mile range, yeah, oh yeah, it was probably most likely from that person who raises them, and it probably... Yeah. I can't imagine where else it'd be from. It's just like it was just funny to see something that random. I did not expect that because I didn't know if there's a person that. Yeah, there's somebody around here that raises emus too. I, I never, yeah. I never saw an emu. They're kind of like an ostrich-looking thing, except they're bre- like dark brown and more he- more feathers. Like they don't have a bunch of bald areas like ostriches do, right? Yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine used to have peacocks, and he tried to give them away because they were like, <clears throat> oh, attacking people and shit that came over to his place. Oh, yeah. And they kept flying back to his house. And <laughs> he then he checked into it, and it's like, oh, yeah, they have a 30-mile range. And we had one, of, one here for a couple of years. It was really weird. Because it would, I mean, I live in the woods, and the closest place I know that has them is, um, oh, I don't know, about five miles west of here. 
but it would follow the wild turkeys around. Huh. It was it was one of the blue ones. Yeah, in a way, in a way, they have like a a subtle similarity to wild turkeys. They, but they can fly better than turkeys, though, right? Can they fly like well, like a a bird of flight, or are they kind of half ground, half air birds, sort of like I'd say turkeys. like more ground. Air, you know, half ground, yeah. half air. Because they're the shape of them, like their body shape, is sort of like a turkey in some ways. Yeah, and mm. actually, I mean, the turkeys are seem klutzy when they fly, but uh, if they're out in the open and they can fly, they don't do a bad job. Yeah. It's just when you when you spook them in the woods and then they fly into trees and shit. Yeah. Yeah. They seem to fly in spurts, like they don't go over super long distance, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe multiple blocks at the most, and then they touch down again, and then they relaunch if they want to, but yeah, unlike, like a hawk gets up there and just hang glides in the Yeah, they air don't currents. do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but those falconers, those little things are so fast. I don't know what they weigh, but I mean, just the speed of them, you know, that, it must pack a wallop when they land on your wrist after be. I don't know if they slow down before they land, how much, but it must be like thump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and they got some sharp claws on them. Definitely got to have that uh, leather arm thingy. I wonder, you know, um, be, you know, seeing how smart parrots and even parakeets are and stuff, I, mean, I bet haw- hawks have similar intelligence range, maybe certain types of hawks, but I wonder if th- their nature, like their personality or burdenality or whatever, if they if they become social in a way, like where that you could tell they like you, like you're their owner or pet or they love you, you know, like now. Yeah, you, your birds, like, they probably show affection to you in ways that you can recognize as, hey, this is them showing affection. I wonder if, yeah. like, a peregrine falcon would do I think that they probably would, seeing how they always, you know, they pretty much come back to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I would think that they probably would. Yeah, in in inner cities, some people, like, even raise pigeons. They have, like, pigeon coops up on top of the roofs of these uh, apartment buildings. Oh, yeah, the homing pigeons, kind of. Yeah, yeah, they'll send them flying around in formations, and they'll they'll come back and land in their cages. Yeah. They wave flags at them from the top of the roof, and they, like, kind of conduct an orchestra. They make them go different directions, all in a, a big flock up there, and... Yeah, a few people around here keep them, too. Every once in a while, they get off course. But. <clears throat> yeah, I saw a movie. Oh, I guess this is done in real life, too, uh, even in intel agency spy work. But I saw a movie where this had, like, some mafia elements in it, and the mafia ma- mafia guys were sending messages to each other through the carrier pigeons. Like they'd write a... 
write, write a note and attach it to their ankle or something and then send the pigeon to fly somewhere and land in the other mafia guy's windowsill and the guy would get it off its leg and pigeon would fly back to its coop. And <laughs> yeah. I think they really did that. Like the CIA really did stuff like that for a while for some reason. Or... Yeah. That's why they call them carrier pigeons, right? Because they carried their little nugs. Yeah. Yeah. ARPA does stuff like that, They're, but a lot meaner. You know, they're putting, like, bombs on dolphins and stuff and trying to... Yeah. Stuff like that, trying to train dolphins to swim under submarines so they could explode the dolphin in the submarine and... Yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of sick projects. Yep. The Navy's sonar tests out in the Pacific are blasting the hearing mechanisms out of whales' heads, making their their ear type things hemorrhage, and they're beaching themselves to get away from it. So they're killing the whales because the whales are beaching themselves to get away from the sonar noise. Yeah, I read that. It's like, oh, like they really have to do that. They are, they are working on killing every good living thing on the planet. Yeah, it's like, don't they get enough practice on us? Yeah. <laughs> you know, with, with the sonar and the, the Cuban embassy workers and stuff, you know, they got to do it to the poor whales, too. Yeah. Oh, they just want to kill everything. That's any good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty... Humans are... Yeah, as a species, we're really creepy. Creepy. The more you know, the more you realize how creepy is a species of of a living biology we are. Like, uh, how all the money's in like weapons of destruction. Like the a lot of the stuff that brings the most money is all about pain and horror and terror and torture and misery and subjugation and slavery. And, it, it, yeah, it's just, and it's, oh, that's all the big bucks, and wa- war, and blowing people and stuff up, and weapons, and... <laughs> yeah, but more or less, that's just the mindset of the higher-ups, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank God, most most people, cross my fingers, average people aren't walking around thinking that way most of the time. <laughs> I mean, they're trying to turn them into all thinking that way. Money yeah, is yeah. the almighty... Fucking, I don't know what, but yeah, they're it's it's sad too and kind of freaky when you realize the people, children and young adults that are subjective, subjective age or impressionable age, all the stuff they're putting in their programming and movies and video games and music and all that, and you can just see it getting darker and weirder and more twisted as opposed to when I was that age and all that, like they had some pretty, pretty uh, rowdy music and movies. I saw them back then, but it's, it's dark in a weirder, creepier way now. And younger kids are watching it. It's like normal to them. And... Well, that's because they want all this evil shit to seem normal to them and for them to be traumatized to a certain extent, without even knowing it, so that they can control them easier, after all. They're just trying to raise 
feuding slaves, you know. And it's to de- it's also to desen- desensitize them to the pain of other people. Oh, yeah. So when they when they make them their obedient slaves, they won't mind seeing the suffering of a poor person who's been enslaved, you know, whether they're bleeding or crying, and they can just look on dispassionately, like not feel any empathy or emotion. They've been they're being trained that way on a subconscious and conscious level. It's, it's well, yeah, basically they're programming them. Yep. I don't know how this stuff became so entrenched. It's it's this is like Nazi ideology, you know. And my dad got hit by a grenade. It messed him up physically and mentally for the rest of his life in World War II, fighting the Nazis who were fascists. And now we're getting fascist Nazi type mentality crap, like infiltrating our society. Society in it's America. Operation Paperclip. They brought them yeah. over. We really didn't win a war against them. All they did right. was move them around and make them sneakier. Yeah, and I know they've been. I know. I them. know they've been here that long. I know about Operation Paperclip. It's like they seem to be more hidden for a long time. Now it seems to be going overt so quick. Like it's just a. Just seems to be coming out in the open now. In. Yeah, because people are so zombified by the shit in the air and the shit on TV and, you know, distracted and so on and so forth that they're not even noticing what happens right in front of their faces, you know? Yeah. Yep. So they know that they can come out and be out in the open with most of the shit because people are so brain dead, they're not gonna, most of them aren't going to see it anyway. You know? Yeah. They're going to go, oh, they're still going, oh, that can't happen in this country. You know? <laughs> and it's happening that's, right in front of them. Yep, that's when it does happen, when people are just stop being vigilant, stop thinking they're, that they're, it's impossible or that it could never happen here. That's, that's when the, the power players are going to pull it. They caught yeah. us citizens with our pants down, not paying attention, so they're going to they get all kinds of ways to sugarcoat it or to, to feed it to us in the form of a false flag, and we must protect you. You must give us your rights. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's... Now your birds are getting lively. Oh, yeah. I told you they get wound again. They usually do. It almost reminds me of like a neighborhood block party in bird form. Yeah. <laughs> How many different types of breeds do you have? Uh, let's see. Um, Whead Amazons. Uh, African greys and one Timna gray, which is a subspecies of the African gray, and two blue and golds and a harlequin, which is a hybrid of a green wing and a blue and gold. Oh, like so about five or six slightly different or different breeds, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, five. 
Yeah, that one's making me laugh. He's like, ah! Oh, yeah, that's Amazon's. He almost sounds like a person, like on the Muppets or or Sesame Street or something. Like like some zany, like Bert and Ernie kind of character going, ah! Yep. <laughs> wow do you ever are you ever trying to well maybe your bed's far away from where they are but I would imagine that it might be hard to sleep if they sound pretty loud I don't know how are you able to oh, I sleep through them when I'm oh, sleeping yeah. I usually wake up every hour or so anyway so I guess you get used to it as long as I'm making their normal sounds I can go right I usually go right back to sleep and go, okay, everything's cool. (laughs) One thing that does wake me up is the macaw alarm call. Oh, at a certain time of morning? Like a rooster? No. No, actually, their alarm call, they only do that if something's not, something that doesn't belong is around. Oh, like a watchdog. Yeah. And it's extra loud. And... That'll wake me up. Oh, that's good for security. That's that is like a watchdog in a way. Oh yeah. Because yeah. you know, like even depending on what the situation there is, some of the smaller dog breeds are actually better watchdogs in the noise making capacity than some of the larger breeds. Yeah. You know, the ideally you don't want to wait till an intruder has actually breached your house to be alerted to the fact that they're there by your dog, big dog attacking them but not making a noise until they get in there. It would oh, be much well. better be much better to have the intruder not even reach your house in. in the first oh, place yeah. because of a small dog making too much noise and he'd be afraid that they'd wake the people up in the house and that way you don't have to deal with any of that stuff. And yeah, well the big dogs do they they bark pretty much when somebody something's around that doesn't belong too, but yeah, yeah, no. a lot of them. The little but, ones are a lot more vocal, though. Like, for instance, the Chinese would breed Shih Tzus as a guard dog because Shih Tzus yeah. are so... They're all, like, they're one of those breeds that are, like, too big for their britches. They're really brave. They're they're pretty small and can't do much physically, but they they act like they're a big dog, and they're, they're uh, like, Rawr. you know, they hear a noise, they're like, oh, Rawr. yeah. They go tearing at the door, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, ankle biters. Oh, yeah. I grew up with Shih Tzus. My parents had them. That's how my parents met, actually. My mom probably wanted Shih Tzu puppies, and my dad had one from his ex-wife. And my mom put an ad in the paper to breed the dog, and I guess my dad answered it. And that's how they met. And then they bred, and they had me. My parents. Uh, Okay. The dogs bred, and they had more Shih Tzus, so I had them growing up my whole young life uh, I really like well, them for little dogs they're, they're, I'm not a little dog guy but they're one of my favorite little dogs yeah. they're high maintenance so all that hair you gotta really comb them and wash them all the time oh yeah do you have to clean parrots and stuff like that or they clean they, themselves or? they pretty much they take a bath in their water dish when they want a bath 
and some some of them like being misted or going in the shower, but a lot of them like taking a bath in their water dish. And oh, they, cool. you know, pretty much take care of their own feathers, you know. Yeah. I guess they can, I wonder if they pick bug little, I don't know if they get bugs or mites or anything like that, if they pick them off each other like monkeys do in the, you've seen those National Geographic yeah. shows where the monkeys use their fingers to pick them off, but I can picture the birds pecking them off each other's back where they can't reach them and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I haven't really had any issue with them having mites or anything, but I yeah, guess the wild nice. birds pick them off themselves and each other, so... I don't yeah. know why the ones in the house would. They're wild someplace, so I guess they would too if they had them. Yeah. Well. I wonder how how do they react, being that they live like seventy or eighty years old. They, there must be a lot of uh, owners that pass away before their pet birds do. I wonder how that what kind of emotional and psychological effect it has on the bird being an animal that has a lifespan like that being that smart it, you'd think it might lead to you know serious like depression issues just like people do. Oh, yeah, it does. I have heard of that, yeah. And so I guess they when they have you go through the grieving and then, thing, and some of them even quit eating and starve themselves to death. Yeah, or they pick right. out their feathers and things like that. And yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. It's, it's, I'm just curious. I'm, it's sad to think about that, but I couldn't help but ask because it's such a deep thing. That's a serious relationship. We all love our pets. Most people's pets live about 15 years, but then bird owners talking like 70-year-old pets. It's like a lifetime. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's like a... I mean, most marriages don't even last nearly that long. You know what I mean? People, oh, yeah. People. I know what you mean. Especially And yeah, they days. are lifetime pets. Definitely. Well, always but then you got to put them in your will. Or something. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. What's up, Ellen? It's Elmo, right? Are you the guy from New York? This is the guy from New York. Yeah, I heard you earlier, I think. What's your name, Kevin? Yep. I'm Sean. Hi, right, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. How's your, how's your school thing going on? I see you in the chat a lot. You want to get some kind of thing straightened out with your college career or something like that? Is it working out for you? Um, not really. Um, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that once the uh, charging is over, we can get a fresh start. That's what I'm hoping for. 
I messed up my college career, went to Mardi Gras. All the teachers let me take my work on assignment on the road except for one teacher. And I had that one chance to go to Mardi Gras with people to share the car with me. And so I just went and it ended my college career and I never restarted it. And then I just went into the workforce and history since then is how it is. <laughs> Hey, uh, excuse me, everybody. My dog has to go to the bathroom. He's pacing around behind me. I should probably get to sleep pretty soon anyway, but I don't know. You guys have fun chatting. i got to at least let my dog out here quick. Might be back in a second. Hello? Yeah, hi, Kevin. Hey, what's up? How are you? Uh, same as always. I'm still here. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah. We're all still here. Yeah, we are. And things haven't changed any. Maybe got a little worse. Definitely got worse, but... How about you targeting? 
gotten any better or same shit or worse? Um, my targeting's basically stopped. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yep. How'd you get that to happen? I graduated. Oh, okay. Cool. Yep. That's good. I'm going to go off now. Hey, what? I'm probably going to go offline now. Oh, okay. What was I talking to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much everything's the same here. Oh. I just got back in from my let my dog out. I notice Ryan's calls, a lot of them I <clears throat> I tune in and out because you never know what you're going to get. Uh, sometimes he's streaming somebody else's show, and other times it'll be silent, and then you turn it back on, and there's a full conversation going on. You're like, what I miss? And it's, you know, it's being hacked and all kinds of stuff, a lot of dead air sometimes, and just... <laughs> Sending sometimes a big cacophony of perps making a bunch of no- noises to interfere. It's pretty uh pretty mixed bag. You never know what you're gonna get these days when you tune in. Yeah, makes things interesting, huh? Yeah. 
it does get pretty entertaining at times, and I try I try to re-listen to some of them the next day. I find myself skipping around because, you know, it's like hours long recorded material, and like ah, I can't sit. What if it What if it's just dead air for the next hour, and then a conversation springs off? So I'm just inching the the cursor forward a little bit. Click, click, play, click, play, click, play, and then <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> There's one I want to see. Somebody mentioned that Richard Lighthouse was a guest or he was on the call, on somebody's call. I wonder if it was Ella's that somebody mentioned, but he's uh, a guy I like to he's a guy I like to listen to. Do you know who he is? Um, yeah, yeah. In fact yeah. I think it was I don't know, he may have been on Ella's call too, but I think he was on Frank's call recently. Oh. Yeah, all those people, except for Ella, because she puts her stuff on YouTube, and she has that Revolution Radio thing, too, oh. but all the people that went to free conference call, uh, unless I call when call in when their call is live and happening, it doesn't save uh, pre-recorded calls. Like it, oh, they yeah. Just, yeah, so I miss, I miss almost all of them since they all went to free conference call. Except for yeah. Ellis, who puts them on YouTube. Yeah. I like I liked going to um, what's that guy's name Neil Chevrier's call. He had some good oh, information sometimes. Yeah, Sunday night. Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll try to. What time? You know what time Eastern Standard Time would that be? Would be like ten o'clock at night or midnight or earlier. Um, let's see. I think he comes on at nine. Oh, okay, I'll try to remember that. Yeah, because yeah, he he has a pretty good depth of knowledge about all this stuff, and I guess is his uh, is that his girlfriend or fiance or wife? Is it gesture? Or are they just friends? They run a website together and I, all that. And, sounds like um, well, sounds like they just they they're friends and they run the website together, but I'm not really sure. Okay, yeah, his his website has a lot of detail information on it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and they always send out the newsletter and stuff, which is interesting. He's pretty open-minded. He'll, he, he, uh, he doesn't quite talk about aliens all that much, although from time to time he will, but he uh, borders on that stuff. Yeah. And uh, w- with some of the Secret technology humans have un- unacknowledged special access projects. He almost can't help but wonder if it, if it could have been re- reverse engineered from extraterrestrial technology, <laughs> or it's like yeah, it almost makes you wonder. Like either we thought of it eventually as people from the ground up, or we got an idea from somewhere, <laughs> and it wasn't yeah. exactly like the way you would think you'd arrive at a, an invention or something and then back-engineer it. Yeah. Even whistleblowers, a lot of whistleblowers from secret uh, compartments in the military and government, they say, they say point blank, yeah, we, re- we back-engineered this, re-engineered yeah. it. Uh, the Learjet which is a famous jet a lot of people have heard of, the son of Bill Lear, John Lear, who's still alive. He uh, was like a CIA, CIA pilot 
for years, and he uh, talks about all that kind of stuff. How we we reverse en- reverse engineered alien technology, basically. And yeah, there's a guy named his friend, actually Bill Lear's or John Lear's uh, friend named Bob Lazar was an Area 51 scientist, yeah. and he was he was kind of a whistleblower too, and people would always say, oh, that's conspiracy theory, that's the late-night talk show stuff, That's there's no yeah, proof of that. You know, the CIA, whatever, tellers that shouldn't be, some of them, I mean, they've made, compu- they've worked on making conspiracy theory a bad name. Yeah. That way, anybody that had any knowledge of anything that they didn't want to Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a there's a printed docket in their own words that they sent out to all the mainstream media venues at the time. It was shortly after Kennedy was assassinated, and it said, like in their own words, start using the term conspiracy theory in the derogative and negative negative and pejoratory sense, and then said something about anything but Oswald in the corner window, you know. Part of it was to <clears throat> dissuade other other notions besides the magic bullet theory about what happened to Kennedy, and it really caught on. Still today, pe- people hear conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I say to those people, "Hey, my mom and dad conspired to give birth to me." Because conspiracy means two or more people doing something unbeknownst to a third party. So my parents conspired to conceive me and I didn't know about it till I was born. <laughs> oh, but I don't know if you can still hear me. You might have got muted or something, but uh Bob Lazar, Bill John Lear's friend, he worked at Area 51, and he's he's talking about. And they went out and saw these things, whether they're back in engineered human ones or whatever they were flying around out in the desert. And people would always say uh, that Bob Lazar he can't substantiate his claims and blah blah blah. And then, but it turned out he he claimed way back when he started doing interviews in the 80s that the they had this fuel that. They, when they reverse engineered these ships, extraterrestrial ships, and made human versions of them, that they needed this element that didn't appear in the periodic table of elements, and he called it unobtainium 31 or something like that. And then people, you know, they didn't, a lot of people didn't believe him anyway. But then it turns out like 10 years later that that has been proven to be a real, real element, whereas from the point he said it was, until 10 years later or so, it was apparently not existent. It didn't, there's no proof anywhere that it really existed. Now it's like listed in scientific publications and stuff. I think he even sells it on, he has some website that sells real hardcore science techie stuff, like anything from like nuclear materials to all kinds of electrical components and all kinds of strange stuff. Yeah, well, they say it don't exist when they don't want people to know about it yet. Right. You know? And then just like a lot of this shit, they're coming out with 
that they're dripping out a little bit at a time. Um, oh, it's new, new, t- you know, and it ain't new. It's been they've been using it for how long? But they claim it's new, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a rule of thumb. Public. A lot of whistleblowers say it's like a rule of thumb that these secret, like the military-industrial complex, is at least 30 or 40 years ahead of us in technology at all times since I don't know how long ago, but I wouldn't doubt that. Oh, yeah. Could be even further ahead of us, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We see their predictive programming in movies Think of how many big Hollywood major movies there were that had stuff, just hints at what would happen. And right now on our time we're living, you'd see movies in the 70s that would elude to things that had not happened yet and seemed probably just out of this world back then. But now, now we're seeing this kind of stuff. Yeah, and you still got people walking around going, oh, it's just a movie. You know, <laughs> talk about... Um, getting consent by their going, oh, it's just a movie, and not really believing it. No wonder they can put so much stuff right in their face and they don't see it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I wish people would realize, you know, yes, there is such a thing as coincidences, but when the coincidences become too numerous and you begin to see obvious patterns to them, they cease to be coincidences anymore. Exactly. you just can't write it off. Oh, that's just a coincidence. Again? Another coincidence, huh? <laughs> About the same <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, they've been dumbed down so much that, you know, they're, they're lucky they can walk and play on their cell phone and, <laughs> you know, walk at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw something, uh, there's this, I don't know how I got in one of these YouTube holes where I'm just watching stuff that I was wasting my own time, but I was learning something that I never really cared to learn, but it got so big (laughs) that I, it got so big that I kind of got curious why it got big, but it's this YouTube guy, he's a young guy, he calls himself PewDiePie, and these young people on YouTube, they're all about how many views they get because they make money. The more views they get, the more money they make off yeah. being a YouTube star. And this guy's a big YouTube star. But then there's these two kids. They they work for – they're like entertainers. They're terrible, untalented musicians called the Paul Brothers, like Logan Paul and something else, Paul. And anyway, the – PewDiePie guy was making fun of them and they sing this really horrible rap with really uncreative lyrics the Paul brothers and Logan Paul made bigger news recently in the past couple years I guess because they went to that Japanese suicide forest and uh, <clears throat> and filmed the dead body oh okay and, they're the ones that did that okay yeah and I was, I was just trying to I was like, who are these people? How come I never heard of them? Oh, okay, because their main uh, clientele are little kids because they're sponsored by Disney. They're, they're, oh, but they're, we're stupid human tricks. Let's see how many pods we can eat today, right? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, and it, these guys are like, I don't know why Disney even signed them because they're like 
pretty vulgar. They like throw furniture in an empty pool and light it on fire next to a house. Well, you and, know what uh, you know what all's behind Disney, don't you? Yeah, well, Walt Disney. I hear he's like a closet Nazi and a real weirdo, and they put yeah. like sexual images embedded in their subliminally in their cartoons, like yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So of course it's gonna have vulgar kind of shit on there and part of it, you know, and promote this kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. It's just it's just so weird that they have it. It's so out blatant in the open and in your face now, and I bet people still don't notice it. I mean, geez, these kid, little oh, kids' parents not. are standing right there next to them, you know, while they're getting like going to the Paul Brothers autograph party or whatever, and there's half-naked girls running around, and they're, like, bumping and grinding on each other, and it, it's just, uh... As I remember Disney was when I was a kid, it had, like, I don't know, stuff as an adult now, I could say, ah, oh, it's a little risque, but it was way tamer than it is now. Now, now the kids, Disney for kids, the same age kids as when I was, it's more like watching the Jersey Shore. You know, it's... Yeah. Like, it's, well. like, just total like it's like bad behavior for late teenager kind of stuff and you see all these like 10 year olds like worshiping these guys but well, yeah, really they're starting them younger and younger because they're all a bunch of fucking pedophiles yeah I mean, you know and what also shocked me too and i know they're young kids but they couldn't even write clear sentences because they were sticking up for the Logan brothers because Pootie Pie was making fun of them so Pootie Pie was getting all this hate mail from young kids like little like 10 year olds and 12 year olds and stuff and I guess they could have ranged all the way up to age 16 or 7 I don't know but they couldn't like it almost sound you know when foreign people that speak foreign languages they'll they'll speak or they'll try to write English they can sort of do it but they'll leave out entire words like it's hard to they were writing like that and I think and I was like are these foreign people or are they American kids then they showed them actually speaking and like man they can't they can't talk either like they're they're not talking in a proper (coughs) proof that they've been dumbing them down for a while yeah like the sentences weren't in the right order, and it it just it could barely make sense out of some of the stuff they were saying, and it was pretty sad because I I distinctly remember when my friends and I were that age, and we we were a lot more well spoken, and <laughs> well, it making, is they're, making they're dumbing down. Yep, it's sad how fast that works. That's scary yeah. how fast that works. Oh yeah. You know, well, let's face it, then you got Big Pharma. Oh, they act like normal kids. They got a little bit of energy. Oh, let's dose them up with, <laughs> you know, yeah. Ritalin and all this other shit. Oh, five years old, they're starting kindergarten. Teacher can't handle them. Oh, let's dose them up some more, you know. And when I was a kid from age, from age birth till age five years old, I might have gotten maybe four vaccines. These days, the kids from age birth to age five, they get like 60 vaccines. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff in vaccines besides the vaccine that you wouldn't, you're like, why oh, yeah. is this in here? You know, you want, mercury for one. Near you, or yeah. Of course, there are, um, according to, and I forget, oh, shit, the one doctor that kind of holistic type, um, 
Adams, Mike Adams, the health ranger. Mercola. Oh, okay. Said that one of their things show that 40% of the parents are are starting, or 40% of the people are not doing the flu vaccines, which is a good sign. Yeah, not I don't get all the mine. brainwashing on TV. And, uh, you know, according to some of the websites, more and more people are waking up to not wanting to vaccinate their kids either, which is a good thing because all they're doing is making them stupid and more disease susceptible, if not giving them diseases directly that just don't show up for a while. Oh, yeah, some you of know? them get them, some of them get a, a serious debilitating lifelong illness the next couple of days after a vaccination. Yep, like autism and all that shit. No wonder they yep. have, to have such a rise in that, you know? Because the fucking vaccines are giving it to them. Yep, it's death by a thousand cuts. Oh, yeah. The ed- educational system, the the medical system, the, <laughs> the secret... That it's all infiltrated. Yep. Yeah, man. These these so-called quote-unquote elites, I don't know, probably not even the right question. Like, how can they live with themselves? It's it's like well, there's they something. Well, have no conscience. They've inbred it yeah. out of themselves. They're like psychopaths. Know? Yeah, they're that's like genetic, exactly what they are. Genetically psychopaths, not just yeah. mentally. Total complete psychopaths. Yeah. You know? And they can't even learn learn humanity because they live in such cloistered. They never meet any p- normal. All the people they've ever met are also other trillionaires, so yeah. their lives are have no resemblance to any average person's life. They just don't do not can't relate at all. It's crazy. Exactly. But they're doing stuff. You'd think if they had a brain in their head that. It, it would kill them too, but I guess they were like, "Oh, we'll just go to the underground bases when it all gets too bad." <laughs> yeah, but let's face it: everything that they've weaponized, or most of it, could be used for good. So, therefore, I'm sure that they probably have antidote, protection, whatever, from it anyway. Yeah, they're just not telling anybody else about it, you know. Yeah, whistleblowers say about the vaccine that the quote-unquote elites, they get the vaccine, they they give us minus all the bad additives. Exactly. Like they, take the, they take the mercury out of their vaccines, they take the other dozen crazy caustic additives, they get the vaccine, just a plain vaccine, free of all that other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they just put the poison in it for the normal people. Exactly. <laughs> depopulation you know yep and I really wonder if people are going to wake up in time to even know what the fuck is happening you know yeah there's a real vocal and uh, they have some political clout in certain areas of the country but the people who are very anti-abortion a lot of religious um, types of thinkers are very yeah. anti-abortion, 
and a lot of them are have or they're involved in the plot politics of towns and everything. Yeah. And it's like you wonder if they know, hey, there's active depopulation genocide program going on. And uh No, they only care about if they're not out yet, not born yet. They don't give a shit <laughs> if they're already yeah. born. I mean, yeah. you know, that's pretty obvious in their actions. Unfortunately. Yeah, that that is pretty sad. It almost makes it worse than somebody that just doesn't think about it at all or like have an opinion whatsoever. Because it's like <laughs> it ages them in a way like you're yeah you're not even well you're alive technically by then I guess but you're not even living you're not part of the society you know, I don't know it's I'd say ah well you're on your own once you're one day old that you're on your own <laughs> yeah like somebody gives birth and then you grab it by the scruff of the neck and just sit it outside the door and slam the door you know it's equivalent of that on a small scale and they claim to be so religious well (laughs) yeah okay don't cut it you know what I mean yeah oh then there's these other people that say that that they, some powers that be, they purposely want to create more uh, slightly autistic people for these kind of jobs they have in like Silicon Valley, yeah, where they can kind of do more repetitive, monotonous things and have more certain kinds of focus than the average kind of person, and they're more supposedly more. Um, uh, they, they're easier to control, like they will follow certain orders more readily than oh, yeah. neurotypical of people. Of course they want that. Yeah, you so know? they're purposely making people with these mental conditions or physio or neurological conditions. Exactly. That's wild. This is like right out of Aldous Huxley's book, Brave New World, George Orwell, 1984, it really, it really is. Oh, yeah. Imagine all those, all those people that read that. I was one of them way back when. I was like, wow, this is a good book. I could see how this could happen. Thank God it isn't happening. Whoop, open mouth yeah, and third foot. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Now it is, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't back then when I was in like seventh or eighth grade or whatever, but now it sure is. Well, it was in the making, though. Yeah. Believe me, it was in the making. Yeah, it's a big rollout. It was just, it's gotten to this point where it's almost like I can't, I think I would have seen it even if I was in seventh grade. I didn't see it then, but I think at that age, it's so blatant and obvious and it's rolled out so far by now that I, it's just, I don't know, it's just so blatant and in your face, it seems. I can't believe more people have no idea about some of this stuff. Because their brain has been turned to mush by the chemicals <laughs> that they're spraying and putting in everything. You know? I guess, yeah. Plus, it's really hard for people to realize, you know, especially like a lot of the older people, to realize that had they woken up sooner, maybe it could have been stopped but they were busy living their lives and not thinking about it. Anything other than, you know, 
go to work, make money, pay your taxes, do all this shit, and being brainwashed by TV. Yeah. I guess it's, you know, like, uh, see TV shows like Mad Men and Archie Bunker are all in the family, or, you know, it's... That's kind of certain generations what they were really kind of doing back then, and now, now, whole new thing. Yeah. I don't have any kids, and I. No, me either, and I'm really happy I didn't. Yeah, me too. And I would, I, I say to myself that I should be as that should be my proudest accomplishment, is not having any kids, because knowing what I know. If I had had kids before I learned what I know now, I would have felt bad that I brought somebody into this world that had not previously existed into a world which is only going one way more inhospitable as time progresses. I can't even imagine what real young people, what the world's going to be like when they reach my age if the world even lasts that long. Yeah. Good question if it lasts that long. No? Yeah. I don't like to think about this too much, but I can't help it even. I wonder if I'll even, it'll even last longer than my lifetime, and I'm 45, which a lot of people would call young, you know, but things are so bad <laughs> that, uh, <clears throat> The environment is collapsing, the, the whole political and sociological, cultural system. Well, it's not really systems. collapsing, it's being destroyed. Let's well, yeah, it I, right yeah. It's being yeah. destroyed. Right. That's kind of what I meant. Yeah, it's collapsing because it's being destroyed. By maniacs that yeah, obviously know what even... they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, they shouldn't even... Actually, they're the worst scum of the fucking earth, and they should be vaporized, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, really. I mean, they make they make people on death row look like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at least some of the people on death row were honest enough to do their crimes, <laughs> like, honest about it. Like, hey, I'm, I'm here to kill you. Watch this. <laughs> these, yeah. These, these people, these quote-unquote elites, they... They've been sneaking around doing it incrementally for multiple decades and centuries even. It's like Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It's so it's so planned out, so diabolical. It's I I can't even say planned it's planned out so well. It's planned out so effectively, but it's just evil. It's it's <laughs> Man oh, yeah. if only if only all that brain power and energy went into something as good as this is bad, it would be like a par- utopia, for real. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they don't, wanna, they don't want that because they feed off of the negativity. Yeah. And that's, that's why some people think they're, you know, they're possessed by demons or aliens, or <clears throat> some people think they are aliens that look like people, and I don't know, like, they're just so whacked out, these people, that I almost have to entertain those kind of thoughts at times. Yeah. Well, I know what you mean. 
Because exactly even just ta- just take uh, just take these electromagnetic we- weaponized frequencies that hit us without our permission at, at any given time. These are the kind of things that, if they use them in the right way, they can cause a paralyzed person to stand up out of a wheelchair, kick a soccer ball, and feel it. But yeah. instead, they use it to take my legs out, so I fall and hit myself in the head and screw up my nerves in my one arm. You know, it's like. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I wonder what the percentage of every person you see talking to themselves, how many of them are getting that voice-to-skull type stuff versus... And then one of those typical questions healthcare professionals, if they get in the right situation, will ask you is, do you hear voices? And that's one of those questions where whether you do it or not, you you might want to think about lying unless you're ready to get locked up against your will because oh, that's yeah, a, you always because, tell him what he always say, No, everything's fine. That way yep. they leave you the fuck alone. That's the ultimate loaded loaded question. Yeah, if, they yeah, do not if, mean to help you, they mean you harm. Once yes, you learn that you can save yourself a lot of aggravation and grief. Yeah, in a psychiatric setting of any kind when they pull that loaded question, do you hear voices, especially if it's unsolicited at all? Yes, say no unless you want to be locked up. <laughs> That's right. I got a, I call it politically psychiatried or weaponized or punitive psychiatried. Basically, they threw me in a thing against my will that was like a mental thing. And uh, <clears throat> because I didn't do anything bad enough to be go to a real jail or anything, so they, that's yeah. a way of <clears throat> that they did in the Soviet Union. And they, they, I remember they asked me that there, <clears throat> but they tortured us all in there, and it was it was total corrupt. Like they oh, had yeah, all, all them places are. Yeah, they had all ages and genders of people in there, and they gave us all the exact same deadly pharmaceutical that has terrible side effects called Seroquel. Oh yeah, they did that to my ex. Turned him into a real lying asshole. Permanently brain damaged him. Yeah. I mean, the side effects for this, written in their own literature for Seroquel, are sudden cardiac death or sudden uncharacteristic aberrant behavior. Yeah. Which they don't say, but could include violence, uncharacteristic, aberrant behavior, or uh, just other horrible side effects. And they give this stuff to elderly people, to children, to... Oh, yeah, uh, guinea pigs. Even the military, the military, who are a bunch of 18 to 20-somethings, real physically fit, their nickname for Sarah Quill is Sarah Kill, because it'll cause... It causes uncharacteristic or, or sudden cardiac death, even in healthy, physically fit military people, young people. Oh yeah, another way to kill them off. Another way to kill us all off. Yeah. yeah. And make big pharma some money, and make the mental health professionals some fucking money. Oh, and beyond that, they torture us in the damn facility. They, they put well, like yeah, a, They tried to make it so that you're easily. You know, like they talk about the MK Ultra and the traumatization shit. Same fucking shit in the mental institutions. 
Yeah, they want to keep you there longer. They're trying to make you snap so they have an excuse to keep you there longer. Yeah. They they have these PA system type speakers on the ceiling, and when we're all supposed to be sleeping, they'd be playing, they'd be playing stuff like the perps do on these calls. Just a bunch of grinding noises and nonsense. Just yeah, noise. Then, then later on, they got triggers stuck in your fucking mind, so they can set you off whenever they want. Yeah, immediately what it did was make it very very hard to sleep. And yeah, it was almost deprivation is part of the mind control shit. Yeah, and it was so on oh, purpose. It. it was like, they're, how can they expect us to sleep with this noise? I'm like, you guys are doing this on purpose, but I couldn't oh, say shit. that to them. Yeah, well, I no, couldn't you say wait till that you to get them. out and then you say it. Not that it does you any good, because yeah. the whole system is corrupt as a motherfucker. Yep, I actually I wanted to sue, but people talked me out of it because they yeah, they're probably I right. To do for what they did to my fucking ex, too. Where I kicked them the fuck out. They were, prob- they were no probably right. I probably, had no, I probably had no chance. It would have been a pipe dream. I would have wasted money on a lawyer. and no, I don't know take where. it around here. Because they're all part of the fucking system, too. And I was like, fuck it. I ain't, I ain't going to be set up for fucking murder-suicide, you assholes. I kicked him out, and he went back east. That fucking sick family can have him, what they turned him into, you know? I mean, when you go to from an honest person to, I mean, every fucking word out of his fucking mouth was a lie. He used to love the pets, and he turned into an asshole to them, too. Hey, I wasn't doing that. I saw where that was going, you know? A lot of domestics, and we would have killed each other. And that was before I knew about what fucking targeting was. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Seroquel's awful. I mean, yeah, well, they they don't care. I guess that's the purpose of it. It's just like, why is this even a regularly used, illegal, popular drug? It shouldn't be. Thank you, FDA. Yeah. You owned assholes. Owned by Big Pharma. Owned by the fucking medical in- industry. You know, that should be an independent fucking thing and not okay any of this fucking crud. But they're part of it. And I should shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I noticed, because I'm on certain medications that it's not like I need them to live. I could kind of, they help. But some of them are like, I could take them or leave them. And I'm not going to die or even get sick if I don't take them. And they're pretty cheap. But if even if it's an EpiPen or something where you have a serious, something bad will happen to you if you do not take this medicine regularly, those are the ones they charge like 100 bucks a pill for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they know you need this. Everyone wants to live, right? So you'll cough up 100 bucks a pill, won't you? You want to live, don't you? It, it's that merciless. It's just really gross perverted corrupt. the whole systems are corrupt i don't know of any of them that are not you know do you no i don't <clears throat> it's just amazing that they can still run you'd figure it's like because there's 
you know, some of these doctors and nurses, they're obviously smart people. It's like, can they possibly be in this system, in it, and not know how corrupt it is? They don't yeah. care. They don't do the, no, the thing of do no harm anymore. You know? They don't care. They're just in it to make the money. And some of them seem so nice that you would think, yeah, they're so nice. You would think they would care. They seem just because the they person. seem nice on the outside does not mean they're nice on the inside. I learned that a long time ago with yeah. uh, the family I, guess I was I'm, married into. I guess just I'm bad like at that. Lead a, almost like they lead a double life, you know? Like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Yeah, I guess because I grew up an only child, I didn't have a lot of practice. You know, people with siblings, they, you know, get in fist fights with their brothers and stuff, and they learn yeah, I'm an stuff. Yeah, only you know. child too. You know? Yeah, I learned There's by some... living it. Even though it sucked the wrong way, I learned by living it. Yeah, and experience this shit. Might have had a little you leg up and if it's I like, had. Like, what a... the fuck? You know? If I, had, if I had a sibling, I might have learned some stuff. It took me a little longer to learn. Some other people, I don't know. Uh, nah, because some, you know, some of them play a really good game of double life, believe me. Yeah, you meet them, some people meet them, and they think they're the most wonderful people around, and they're nothing but fucking evil, sick bastards. <laughs> believe me, I've yeah, seen enough I... of them. I've said stuff yeah, to family. people that I never thought I'd say, and I, I was able to break. I was able to get it off, get it out of my mouth without offending them. But there was a young, a bartender where I go. She's younger than me, maybe in her late twenties or whatever. Before she got engaged to her current husband, or she's married now, but she was talking to us, who were kind of her friends, regulars, about thinking about having a baby and. She's like, I wonder about this and that. And I was like, uh, <clears throat> make sure you uh, take into consideration the trajectory things in the world are going and look around what's what's on the horizon before you step into it, meaning <laughs> before you bring another person to this world. She, yeah. What she was thinking about was normal stuff that people would think about and wonder, should I this or that, or what I should I think about this? But she wasn't thinking about the real deep things, like, is the world going to be hospitable enough that you would feel good about bringing a person that does not have to exist into it into it in the first place, no matter yeah. who you are? <laughs> well, you were probably a lot nicer about it than I would have been. I would have went, whoa, are you out of your mind? <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's how I this, feel. This, you're going to have to homeschool your kid because you don't want want it to be contaminated by the vaccinations that are either going to kill it short-term or make it disabled or long-term kill it. Seeing all this crud that they put in there is either going to fuck you up short-term or it's going to cause you to have some disease later on or be controlled easier later on. You want your kid to grow up to be a slave or food for the so-called elites that are nothing but scum of the earth? And meanwhile, while they're getting me. while they're getting pumped full of vaccines in school, meanwhile they go back to class and they're being taught two plus two is sixteen or whatever you want it to mean. Yeah, with like Common Core type stuff and 
Like three yeah. plus four is green. I, you know, I don't know what the kind of logic there is. It's just a bunch of nonsense. And there isn't any. They just want to make them stupid. You know, it's working. When I saw oh, those yeah, Paul brothers, when I saw those Paul brothers fan base, those young kids, they they talked like they were almost like deaf people t- trying to s- speak out loud. You know, yeah. or a foreign people that didn't have, you know. Yeah, or they're ten years old and they talk like a two-year-old. Yeah, right. It's almost it's almost like you could it or a person with brain damage, like a handicapped person. But looking yeah. at them, they didn't look they they look normal. Physi- yeah. Physically, they look normal, but <laughs> just, ugh. oh yeah. I hope I die in my sleep unexpectedly to myself. Because I don't want to end up somehow in the care of these kind of people. It's almost yeah. like scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. And I got to keep living and take care of my guys. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel it's about my dog, you know. I'll feel kind of different once he's out of the, once he has to go. And then I also got my natural stubbornness. <clears throat> Can't let them motherfuckers win. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that, too. On the other hand, they're never going to stop. I have another person I, I'm i kind of platonically and innocently in love with, and but she doesn't want to live either, and she's actively tried to kill herself already. So I don't even know when she's how long she's going to be around. Yeah. So, I'll she probably feel anyway. like uh, she she's in and out of the hospital so much. A few weeks ago, maybe a three weeks ago, I picked her up from the hospital and then maybe even a month ago, then we went and ate and did some things and then within a few days she's back in the hospital and this time she was on the suicide wing. Oh, and then okay. and then I visited her in there. And uh, then she went in kind of a halfway between a rehab thing and a mental hospital thing after getting out of the suicide wing in that hospital. And that was for the past week up until Saturday, or she maybe got out Friday midday, and she had her abusive boyfriend at home pick her up from there. And she was calling me while she was in that rehab, or mental halfway whatever thing, a lot. And uh, I was, I've been trying to call her since she got out of there, hoping that she didn't relapse and trying to check on how she is. And she hasn't picked up her phone or answered it. And I texted her and called her once, and she hadn't called me. She said she would, but she hasn't. So I don't know what to think. I'll see she gets back to me tomorrow, maybe try again tomorrow. And yeah, yeah I'm not, not going to be seeing her where I used to see her. Yeah. I just don't, I still don't know from every day. I don't know if she's alive or dead. And I hate checking obituaries. It, I'm a, it, it, I equate that to how those people and like soldiers in war that are assigned with dismantling explosives. Yeah. Like making sure it, you don't want, it's like you're looking at the 
the results of the obituary between your fingers, like hoping you don't see results, but you don't know until the page pops up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I call. I'm calling hospitals all the time, and either she's in this one, or she's in that one, or she isn't. They don't. It, none of them have her, and she was at this third one that's affiliated with the one, but they didn't tell me she was there, and I wouldn't have known unless she, she called me, which she did. Yeah. And now, now she finally got out, <clears throat> and I had a conversation with her that. She should maximize her 16 days and uh, capitalize on it and try to stay not drinking before going right back up the bottle all the way, you know, because she's a weakened state. But so I don't know. I don't know if she hit the bottle and is in pass out mode again or if she went back in another hospital yet another time. I. I may call both the main hospitals again tomorrow and, <clears throat> and just to see. They're going to get sick of hearing from me. It's like, yeah, almost like, <laughs> I feel like a parent that had called all the kids' friends' houses and is, is my son Hello? there or am I, <laughs> you know, it's just like. Oh, yeah. But she could be there. It's not like unreasonable for me to call seeing that I do care about her. I mean, I, if I didn't care, I wouldn't bother to call but right. I mean, they're the they're logical two places I could call where I can narrow down where is she alive or dead or where is she or what's going on? You know? Yeah. Because it's good if she's not going to go to that bar you used to see her in all the time. I told her, yeah, that's good. That's a good thing. You probably shouldn't if you can avoid it. But that doesn't yeah. mean she can't go buy bottles and drink at home or whatever. Right. Yeah, true. That's what I did. My almost oh, my drinking. Well, yeah. At least the last few years was at home. Don't yeah, I try to, to do that. Yeah. I usually only have a few when I'm out, a couple weak beers, but then I drink plenty of beer when I know I'm home for good, and I don't have to drive the rest of the night. <clears throat> yeah. Still didn't prevent me from getting a DUI because it was in my system the next day, even though I didn't have any beers the next day. I had so many the night before that it was coming out my pores and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yep. That let me know, oh boy, I'm getting out of control here. So I'm back down about half of what I was drinking a couple days ago. Yeah. And... I can't even imagine what I'll do to substitute the anxiety relief that at least a few beers has for me at the end of the night. Plus, i got to quit smoking. That's another anxiety reliever, right. too. It's such a huge change in your life. When you, it's well, too yeah, tactile. It's oh, it's just getting to me physically. Oh, okay. It's, it's doing some damage to, my, I guess, my capillaries. Oh, okay. And he, the doctor says once that's a sign that once it starts doing that, the next thing is it starts to do damage to your major arteries. Oh, but okay. It starts with the small arteries like capillaries. Might have to do with a lot of this <clears throat> this mucus I cough up too, which is kind of unpleasant. 
Yeah. I cough so hard trying to purposely get as much up as I can that I, I like strained my stern muscles around my sternum, and I have this like had this chest pain where it made it hard for me to get a whole breath because yeah. I made the muscles sore from coughing so hard. But uh, I'm pretty sure it was just <clears throat> strained the muscles, so that's getting better. I can get a whole breath now, but. Yeah, well, I smoke. I I already I swore I ain't gonna quit not till I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, me. I think like that sometimes too. I'm trying to juggle it all, because honestly, I say to myself, once Julie, the the friend of mine I talk about, and my dog Deuce are gone, I'm gonna feel a whole lot different about being alive, and I'm not gonna be a happy camper. <laughs> I mean, and, yeah. Uh, I won't care as much whether I live or die then either. So it's almost like, well, so be it. It's like, well, maybe I should just not try it. What am I striving so hard to change myself for to make myself healthy? I've already done a lot of damage. The world is going to continue doing damage. Actually, cigarettes may not be as much of a problem as what they try to tell people. You know what I mean? I watched. Yeah. In fact, I think it may have been maybe part of their population control when they tell, oh, everybody, first they say, oh, smoking is good for you. Then they say smoking is bad for you. And they push the quit smoking shit, right? And, I mean, I've seen more than one person. (laughs) They're told, oh, you should quit smoking. They quit smoking, and six months later, they're dead. Yeah. You know, so what the fuck does that tell me? Hey, there are people I ain't that have been smoking. It'll kill me. Fuck you. You know. In there are people there. that have been smoking a couple packs a day for like forty or fifty years, and they're still alive. And yeah, yeah I don't know. Everybody's got a unique biological system. It's just like it depends who pe- who you are specifically, I guess. There was a guy who had interesting perspective he, on a YouTube comment he wrote, <clears throat> talking about smoking. He's like. Perhaps in a way smoking is good because it causes you to cough up phlegm and thereby coughing up along with the phlegm, you're also coughing up and expelling from your body all the nanoparticulates that are sprayed out of chemtrails, for instance. You yeah. know, that made made some kind of sense because people who don't smoke, they don't they're not coughing up chest mucus. A oh lot. no, they're just filling their lungs with fucking nanotech and toxins. Yeah. And I guess if you're spitting up chest mucus, some of the nanotech gets stuck in it and comes out with it. So that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another example of something that could good. These nanotech, they got nanobots with moving parts, which if they're going to use it for good, they could use it like little Pac-Men to move around and chew up the arterial sclerosis out of people's arteries and veins, the plaques inside their veins, or maybe in dentistry to... Pac-Man, the plaque out of between their teeth, you know, but nope, instead they want them to swim up and bind to our nerve endings in our brain, shut off nerves and turn on nerves at will and against our will. So they can fuck with us some more. They don't use it for good. All it is is weaponized shit, even though it could be used for good. Very true. They got those, uh, they have these biological... It's probably Easter or not Easter Island, Plum Island the crap, like yeah. biologically biologically engineered diseases and stuff. 
people like Grebe talk a lot about the chemical stuff, but it's true. Yeah. They have these path pathogens that are not even necessarily natural. They could have been created in a lab, but then yeah. like you could be infected with them and they're dormant, but then you could be shot with a certain, fre certain frequency of electromagnetic energy, and it brings it turns on the pathogens and brings exactly. them to life. They oh, have yeah. like they have like racially specific pathogens and stuff that they can like I don't know they can tailor make whatever kind of surviving group of people they want specifically take people out by their genetics race and heritage and everything's crazy. That's what they're that's what they're doing. Yeah. Not could, it's are. They just don't want people to wake up to the fact yet. So they don't want enough to be left to do anything about it to stop them. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, let's face it, if everybody woke up at once, do you think all the elite's money could protect them? Oh, I mean, yeah. That's, that's pretty much outnumbered there. Yeah, that's you know? what they're afraid of. Oh, That's yeah. why they go all, through all these things for so long, because they're literally, literally like not even one percent of the entire world's population. They really yeah. got every angle covered. I mean, they got they got freaking first graders. They're learning about like I don't know, like homosexuality and bisexuality and transgender stuff. And it's like, why do you think a third grader? should have to wrap their head around that kind of stuff. Like, I wasn't interested in, when I was a first, grade, a first grader, I mean, I, I don't know, I didn't think about sex at all with, with the opposite sex, you know, I cared about, like, I don't know, Frisbees and stuff like that, you know, and now they're teaching this stuff, and it's like all to normalize it, and yeah, if people are really that way, let them be that way, but it's, it's like they're enforcing it on Society. Yeah, they're shoving it down everybody's throat to try to make them like that. They they gave Bruce Jenner the Woman of the Year award. Yeah, and, and it's think, not even a woman; it's a fake one. Yeah, you know. You'd think the like, main what, criteria what for winning the the main criteria you would think for winning the Woman of the Year award that you were born a woman. That should be like the main criteria. Yeah. That's that's insulting. I mean, people that. I mean, I, I, don't, I bet there's a lot of women if they, they're like, what the hell? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was ludicrous to me. I, 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 don't, I don't mean to sound callous, but I, la I laughed. It was, it was just yeah, so like... Yeah, me too. I mean, it's like, what the fuck is this shit? This is stupid. <laughs> it's not even a woman. You and know? these people are up there, like, giving their award and the ceremony and taking themselves all serious and it's like man how can you stand there with a straight face and and uh, just pour praises on Bruce Jenner and give him this award and feel good about doing it I'd, I'd be like oh man I'd call off work that day I was like I can't hand hand this award to Bruce Jenner yeah. <laughs> he's he was on my weedy he was in the on the orange weedy box when I was a kid on my kitchen table busting yeah. through the the blue ribbon, you know. <laughs> yep. It was a fucked up world, that's for sure. But that's what happens when you have psychopaths in charge. That need to be taken out of in charge. <laughs> yeah, even in the microcosm, Bruce Jenner, I guess, 
those crazy Kardashian family, I bet they probably drove into that in some respects. <laughs> yeah. I never watched that kind of trash TV, but Me I remember surf. I remember surfing the channels, and I'd pass the channel while channel surfing down or up past it, and I'd I'd recognize Bruce Jenner. I'm like, oh, that's the guy from the Wheaties box. <clears throat> then I'd next year I'd be cruising channels. I'd be like, wait a minute, that's Bruce Jenner, the guy from the Wheaties box. But something's going on with him, and I was like thinking to myself, oh my God, he's starting to look like a woman. I hope that. And I thought it was like normal aging at first, and I'm thinking I'm all worried. I'm like, oh man, I hope when I get older, I don't start looking like a woman. And then, then I only <laughs> he was almost finished with it by the time I realized he was doing it on purpose. Yeah. And then by the next, the next thing I know, he's calling himself Caitlyn, and he's on the cover of Cosmopolitan, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is z- zany stuff. It's like a funhouse circus, yeah. crazy vaudeville debauchery, all kinds of crazy carnival nonsense haunted house stuff all going on at once. Oh, yeah. Definitely is. Oh, it's I'd welcome the aliens. I mean, I think yeah, about it sometimes. Yeah, maybe they'd be a little bit better than what this other shit is, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, when I think about it sometimes, I'd be like, I, I know people would be terrified, but I would be, like, more curious than anything and hoping for the better. Yeah, yeah I'd be like, it, can't, it couldn't get too much worse, you know, and uh, right. anything that technologically advanced... I would imagine they would have means of giving themselves nutrition and surviving that didn't require them to tear us apart limb from limb and eat us like a wild animal. Yeah. I would imagine them like more subtle and sophisticated (laughs) as far as how they nourish themselves. They they probably grow their own food. Who knows? I mean, I guess I just don't imagine big fire-breathing dragons with giant teeth flying spaceships around. I don't either. Me either. I think the re- this the religion of Scientology believes something like that. No, not the dragons part. But that <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I share that guy's last name, too. And I always say I'd rather be associated with old Mother Hubbard. <laughs> yeah. That, that's nuts. I mean, I, I actually read that one. I didn't read the whole book, but just to get an idea, wait, what kind of nonsense is this, really? And I read a few pages worth on the Internet. And they, yeah. they were talking about, they're talking about a, a Cadillac or something flying through space with these things called thetans on it, which kind of look like the gray aliens, and then they, okay. they take these take these people and they chain them to the surface of the moon, and all this it's just a bunch of stuff, yeah. <laughs> like science fiction stuff. And he even admits it was he made it up. He used to be a science fiction writer. He also used to be in like naval intelligence and stuff like that, and was friends with Aleister Crowley and G- Jim Pars. 
something Parsons, the rocketry yeah. guy, Jim Parsons, I guess. Uh. A few of those guys that did this weird ceremony called Babylon Working where they tried to open a portal and <clears throat> some people say they succeeded. It let all this evil energy into our atmosphere or universe and Oh. Some ritual where they got they got naked in the middle of the desert and chanted and danced around and had sex with each other and all this stuff. Um, okay. <laughs> Just some weird stuff. And they they're gang they they do the gang stalking template too. The Scientologists, the way they treat people who leave their Church of Scientology. Oh yeah. They, they gang stalk. Yeah, there, oh, there's yeah. this actress, Leah Remini, who was on a pretty popular TV show. She left the Scientology sh- church, and they gang-stalk her. They, she films them coming up to her door and doing all this weird crap. And oh, yeah. Well known. They're into that. Definitely. Uh, hello? Hey, is that right? Yeah, this is Joe. Oh, hey, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey, I've been listening, and when you were talking about that, uh, uh, the book you read, I, I done lost track of what you said on the. Uh, what was, was the a title? Few, a few pages out of out of one of Scientology's uh, important books. I Mother Hubbard. Called, yeah, well, that's that's L. Ron Hubbard. He's the guy that started Scientology. <clears throat> yeah, and. You, you said he used to work for the Navy and intelligence. Yeah, you know, he used that, to be a naval, that, in, naval intelligence. That uh, yeah. fits right in. Fits right in tune with the uh, what I'm experiencing. You know, you said that he wrote uh, this uh, like out of the wall uh, pages of the moon. People strapped on it, and then they opened up a portal and brought in all kind of entities, and they started having sex and all. With this yeah. uh, technology that I'm on, it's the same darn thing. Uh, magic, witch, witchcraft, all you have to do is use your imagination and create anything you want through the technology. That uh, That's what I'm dealing with. And, and all of that that y'all are saying for the last five minutes rings right in with what I'm on. And it blew me away. Because as soon as I started hearing you say Mother Hubbard, I mean, I automatically got a smile on my face, not realizing it. And then the more I listened, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat, and I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's the same thing I'm on. Uh, but it, it, yeah. it blew me away. Because all I- these guys that, with the B2K, it's, it's a CIA petty ring is exactly what it is. And they're using the technology to lock on to children, adults, uh, uh, Jenner, the guy they turned into a woman. He's got the voices. He's got the stuff on him. It changes your gender. You know, they're, they're making homosexuals, trisexuals, bisexuals, transgenders, turn this all into transhumanism. It's uh, it's. The way I'm experiencing this technology is that my whole neighborhood or anywhere I go, I, I go back to my neighborhood as far as my speaking, because like I said, it, it happens anywhere I go. But with my neighborhood, they made all my neighborhood live and active within my B2K. They think they hear my thoughts, my speaking, 
they see through my eyes. They know when I go out the door and I call it the, the, the hive mind, you know, H I V E mind. Yeah. Yeah. And sure enough, all they talk about is nasty stuff. And they talk about how I'm supposed to be a woman. I wear panties. I, uh, you know, why am I putting on underwear? Open the other drawer of my open the other drawer where all my panties are and stuff, you know. And the crowd, the neighborhood are eating it up. You know, it's like a live show every day for free. And it's a hive mind. And so I've been working the hive mind, as I call it. You know, they, they if I got to go to the bathroom, I hear them screaming out my windows. He's going to the restroom. I'm not announcing this. This is my thought. My thought says, Pete, they're, they're receiving instantly my thoughts and then mixed in thoughts. You know, it's a, it's a little bit of truth and then a whole lot of lies following in. And so I, I recognized that and I started working it and uh, I started speaking to the public with my thoughts. And when I hear the back feed, the loop, through my window, the crowd, they're hearing what I'm saying. So I, I, I said, well, well, I'm going to turn this stuff against y'all, you know, the CIA. I'm going to turn it against them. And they're spreading uh, nasty gossip about me. Well, I'm going to spread the truth about them. And so I started calling them a petty ring, and that got everybody mad, interested, everybody upset. They're, they're, they don't know if they want it or if they don't want it because I keep telling them they're on a petty ring. It's the CIA. And uh, got into the hive mind, especially when they know when I'm going to the bathroom, I change my clothes, or I, I told them, I said, every one of y'all that are hearing me, I said, you need to, when you change clothes, especially you children, I said, when you change clothes, turn the light off. Get in a closet where it's dark and change your clothes because the same way y'all think y'all are seeing me, these CIA petty boys, they're watching y'all children. And I said, they're waiting for you to take a shower and your clothes fall off. I said, that's when they get their rocks off. And so I started calling it the, started calling it the hive orgy. (laughs) And that made a lot of it made a lot of parents, parents mad. You know, these kids are speaking every word I tell them. And when the parents started hearing this hive, my, a hive orgy and waiting for your clothes to fall off, I got a lot of people upset, angry, and they're interested. Uh, interested. I almost got them interested enough to where if I was to ever start a call again, they would come and participate as as targeted individuals because they started out as perps. Now they believe they're targeted. Yeah, that's such a shame that the parents' maternal instincts don't even kick in, kick in enough to protect their kids from this kind of craziness. Like they're it's, letting their kids participate and watching some stranger grown man get naked in the shower and stuff. I'm like, what's oh, Yeah, man. yeah. See, uh, see I, I was supposed to be all this bad person, and everyone is supposed to be watching me. And the reason why they're watching me, they're watching me, uh, they're waiting for me to do wrong, like uh, watch porno or uh, go go drag a kid off the street and drag them in my house. And then they can witness it. And then everyone will know, you know, some crazy stuff like that. 
So they're all firm believers that they have to watch me 24-7 is their job because the CIA don't lie. <laughs> it's the CIA's forte. That's one of their main <laughs> functions is lying. Oh, man, I, I done told them. Hey, I've, I've done all of my knowledge within, you know, I've been around a long time, y'all know, most of y'all. And I, I dug into the research. So I pull every day. I try to go to the Internet, pull out some links and songs that are, are of targeted individuals, come home and play it to them. And I got them searching up Voice of God, which goes back to the military. I got them searching up CIA when, when they started when they started hitting them links on the CIA and they seen child uh, nastiness all they've done these people freaked out they really did and so I so I really opened their mind on what's going on but the second I stopped talking I stopped trying to uh, throw out the knowledge the mind control voices come right back in soothe them down. And they're back to watching me again, thinking that they're helping. Like I said, I can I can bring them back to reality as long as I'm giving an effort. But the second I stop, they're under a hypnotizing thing that goes right back to. Uh, even the parents think that it's good stuff for their children to have it. You know, it's watching their children, <laughs> and you know, I got to uh, looking on the internet. There's over a hundred pedophiles in my community there's 2500 in my community and there's a, over 100 ped pedophiles and i told him i said yeah y'all got y'all's wires crossed i said look on the internet how many petties that are around us in this neighborhood right here there's over 100 and they got y'all watching me i told him i said they don't want you paying attention to the petties around y'all that what they'll actually do is lead your children outside alone and have a petty drive by and pick them up i said yep. that's what y'all are on and, yep uh, it sounds like it. it sounds like the parents are oh, so spaced out they're letting their kids watch you for instance getting in and out of the shower so they're they're not thinking about the best interest of their kids they're probably not even pay attention to what's they're just pay attention to what's going on in their heads their kids are just there so their kids yeah wander outside and They'll have this finder type crews come pick them up and deliver them up like a pizza to some exactly. person in power. And exactly. They, 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 uh, the parents go looking for their child and they find their child outside behind the, uh, beside the house or crunched down beside a bush or something. And the kids are traumatized and, and they can't figure out what happened. But, but what's, what's so bad is that. They really don't even need a petty to come drive by and pick them up. The petty's in their head, the CIA. Them boys can rape your mind, if y'all understand <clears throat> oh, what man. I'm saying. Yeah. With, uh, with na nastiness when you're sleeping, when you're a day. Like me, uh, I can't change clothes because uh, I'm accused of, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, when you take your clothes off in front of someone. it's Indecent uh, exposure. And I'm accused of indecent exposure to all of my neighbors. <laughs> when you're alone. Yeah. I'm in my and I'm in my house, they're violating my brain, and I'm a, and every time I change my clothes, I'm charged with charges of uh, indecent exposure to everyone. Oh my god. That's that's how that's how crazy it is. Yeah. 
I mean, that's beyond hypocritical. They have to know that they, they don't care if it's hypocritical. They're just trying to make you mad and bother you. And one thing I'll say, oh, yeah. that an older older lady said she had this, <clears throat> she was pretty sure that they could see through her eyes and hear through her ears and perhaps even smell what she smelled. And, you know, people are used to the smell of their own farts and so forth. So she's like, uh-huh. when I when I take, she's like, when I take a BM, I take a deep breath of my own farts when I toot them. And, and I picture them smell, having to smell it. <laughs> and I started laughing. I was like, that's a good idea. If they're going to be all up in your brain like that, give them, give them a nice, <laughs> yeah, inhale deeply of your own fart and hope they enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. I got, I got two to three women. Uh, in my voices and multiple men and every time like you said every time i pass gas one of the ladies like ew like you know and i'm like <laughs> ew you're violating me you know but that's the that's the simple simple fact that that they make it all about the target and and not about them and it's it's mind control it's act, it, you can't get any worse than having your mind controlled to where you can't even think right that you think the people that's violating your mind are helping you. That's, I mean, that's the ultra. There's a, there's a lady on YouTube. She used to work in the tech field, high tech field. Her name is Cyber Reconnaissance. She calls herself Cyber Reconnaissance. She's targeted now, but she calls it targeted with not only V2K and other electromagnetic frequencies and brain entrainment stuff, but she calls it virtual reality. It sounds like something you might have been hitting on where they can actually project like visions visions into their yeah, head, like yeah. make you almost yeah. hallucinate, you know, and see yeah. things that aren't even there. And, uh, yeah, she talks about that. She has YouTube videos every once in a while. That's and true. There's been, there's been some people in the community, and it hasn't ended. I don't want to freak you out, but there's one good lady named Laura, Laura or I forget her name. Uh, Linda, I forget her last name. It wasn't uh, Linda you hear a lot on here. It wasn't Linda Costanzo. Oh, this lady's name is Linda Bannon. <clears throat> she she was in a techie field, too, and they targeted her, and they gave her that virtual reality stuff, made her hallucinate all kinds of stuff, and they were, like, in her brain controlling all like her complex motor functions and making her do things that were against her own morals and everything, and... uh she ended up like lighting somebody's house on fire, but it wasn't necessarily her that did it. They might have actually physically controlled her body to do it. Yeah. And, uh, I think she's in jail now because of that. And there's another guy yeah. that Ramola D interviewed and he tried to light himself on fire and he lived. He's, he's pretty healthy seeming now, but yeah, this stuff is, whoa, this is infernal, way out of control. Like I couldn't imagine this stuff is, I've heard it too much though, and I know it's possible from the studying I've done. It's, it's yeah, it's worse than death. I mean, this is like makes the death penalty seem like a, you know, like a stroll in the park. Yeah, this is. It's a yeah, it's a tribunal hanging, and it's repetitious. When it gets to the end. It starts all over again, the tribunal hanging over and over, and it's public, over and hey guys, over Hey, guys, did you hear about over. the National Tribunal? Huh? What's that? Did you hear about the National Justice Tribunal? 
Which tribe? Uh, the, the natural justice one. Natural justice. Yeah, they, uh, they, no, I, I just seen that on Facebook the, about last week. That uh, starting the new year, they're fixing to do public tribunals for military or what have you, or for uh, 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 I think it's military, ain't it? I might have heard something about that. They got a bunch of activists to help. Mm, is that uh, Eiffel? Is that Eiffel speaking? Uh, I, that's a guy from New York. I, I think his name is... Uh, oh, okay. Okay, all right. Uh, Kevin, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw that, and that's that's exactly what I live every day. It's a made-up tri- tribunal, fake, fake news, but it's got the people going. You know, I'm I'm a bad guy to to everyone. Everywhere I go, I'm the bad guy, and the CIA's exposing me to everyone. And you know, in other words, in other words, they're using that uh, trick to hack everyone's mind, and and it's beyond hacking their brain. Actually, they're they're when they say certain words like uh, like like petty. When they say certain words like petty or or rape or homosexual or whatever, they're shocking your mind subconsciously. And when they shock your mind, then they can work your mind. They they sink deeper and deeper. And they're actually with the technology, they're pulling out more than you can imagine when they shock your mind uh, they're all about the money if if they can make your mind like give you an idea of a car and then your brain comes up with all kind of scenarios around this car it could be it could be a sunroof it could be uh, free power it, it could be a new gas or whatever your mind pops up when they show you a car they're robbing and stealing the ideals from everyone. So they're making money all the way around by robbing, stealing, and and they're uh, and they're going, you know, deeper in that. They're like like we know, they're going in raping your mind, children and all, um, and uh, turning them transgender, homosexuals, you name it, out of experimentation. And when and they don't they don't have to sit there and talk to everyone 24/7. Once they uh, once they get a lock on an individual out there in the public, that lock stays. And then anytime they want to come back and check on their experiment, they can. So they're getting locks on everyone that they want to experiment on, <clears throat> leaving them to the artificial intelligence programs and letting the programs work them. And then when they, like I said, when they want to come back and check on their experiment, see how it's going, they got they already got signal locks on everyone that they well, want to. So when you're locked, it's like a feed. It's just constantly uploading all your yeah. thoughts and sights and sounds constantly. and smells and feelings. And constantly. It's a constant feed upload, and they measure how constantly. much is uploaded, and they can check if it's how much has gone yeah. in there since. And it's building right, these right, artificial right. intelligence computers. It's like we're growing them. 
like all TI's brain stuff, humanity out of their brains and minds and souls and emotions is being fed into these supercomputer type artificial intelligence things who are they're learning how to become like people even though the machines by uh, amassing because the one thing machines have is they can remember the whole damn in- internet on on a split second you know they don't understand like we do but <clears throat> yeah yeah they can just but they can crunch all that all the emotions and feelings and sights and sounds of every ti all at once and it it's like they're becoming they're learning about how to be a person from millions of people at one time Their brains are being yeah, fed crazy okay okay but you, you you said the right thing uh what, what that uh, what you actually said is that uh like you said they opened a portal for these demons and demonic entities spirits oh yeah they call them they're and, 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 these, guys. and these demons these entities can jump into the people they got locks on and live out their lives through the people so in other words it's as you breathe and think 24 hours a day and live your life, go to work, make coffee, get girlfriends. These entities are living your life. Yeah, that might be kind of interdimensional alien life and demons or what. Yeah, I don't know what this is supposed to be called, but it sounds it's like a different form of... Yeah, it sounds like a different form of consciousness. Yeah. I mean, damn, damn it. In, in Pennsylvania, they have a gigantic pedo-priest scandal. These are Catholic priests, but you can't get, get any more satanic than an adult sexually harming a child. You know, and these are... Uh-huh. It's, I mean, it's all over Pennsylvania. There's a big sweeping statewide investigation in every county in Pennsylvania. There's... There's like hundreds of priests. They got have done this to like multi hundreds of kids already. They're not even done investigating. And then you hear about a famous case like the Joe Paterno's football, Penn State, and the assistant coach. And they make it sound like it was just him, the assistant coach. But I think that was probably part of a ring or a network. Like it's 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 a uh, institutionalized. It's organized. It's like human trafficking. It's like a business. It's like yeah. yeah human trafficking it's crazy yeah. i mean the damn parents are they have to know their parents can't not know this shit is happening in a lot of cases and they're there's i guess they're two in la la land all dosing out on somebody else's brain functions <laughs> that uh them them priests that are petty petty oh okay let me say this us as targeted individuals we know it it's no no uh, kidding ourselves. We know we're targeted in in many different forms, but it's all wrapped around the same thing. Technology is running the perps, running the TIs. When you uh, when you take that and you put it back to the priest, these guys are on the priest. The priest get a child in the church and take them to a back room, have their way. These CIA boys are living it. They're getting their rocks off as the priest does it. They're getting all the feelings from the child, from the priest, 
and they're living it up, demonic, whatever you want to call them. They're all living it. And when you, when you, uh, what they, what they found out in Monarch Project Monarch, you know, that's after uh, MK Ultra, Project Monarch and Project Montauk is what they found out when they rape a child and they, uh, uh, what's the word when they, when they uh, orgasm or what have you. There's power that comes from the child. It's uh, so much power that can move a mountain when you're on this technology. And so, therefore, that's what they get out of it is uh, living in the priest, living in the child. When the child gets raped, they feel they feel like gods, these guys uh, this stuff. Man, that's beyond sick. It's, it's, oh, man. Uh, It's funny yeah. that Hollywood still, you know, portrays the CIA like, oh, they're heroes that defend America. I mean, man, they sound like the biggest <laughs> degenerate bunch of freaks. I couldn't even imagine something so nasty. You know, and it's, they're sanctioned, too, with all the money and power that the government lets them have. And, and what do they do with it? This kind of shit, which is beyond yeah. depraved. Man. Yeah. <laughs> This is worse than like a, a, a foreign enemy landing our soil, like Red Dawn scenario or something. I mean, this is this is like a an invasion of foreign mentality, like not human mentality. It's like parasitical, just antithetical to anything good or normal, or even sensible or rational. It's really it's fucking crazy. My world is real scary. I mean, it's it's not just simple basics that oh, I got stalkers and it's my neighbors doing it to me. It's that's that's candy coating it. My my world is. I, I realize all my perps around me are nothing more than mind controlled. And if you take the technology off of them, they don't even know I exist. So that's that's my taboo world. Is is oh boy, I I find it hard to maintain every day knowing what I know because it, there ain't much I can do about it. I mean, I I warn the people all around me when I stop talking, they go right back to yeehaw, he's coming outside. You know, it's 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 taboo. Oh, man. <clears throat> Maybe if you find that girl's cyber reconnaissance on YouTube and you write her comment, she's a, sounds like you have similar things going on and she's real smart. Maybe you can kind of get in contact with each other and give each other some support because you'd understand more specifically the kind of details you guys are describing. So, because you're, you sound virtual, merging into the art of, or the uh, virtual reality, she calls it, that other yeah. dimension of the, yeah. The mind invasive technology where they can actually make you see things and oh yeah oh yeah do things and yeah exactly full blown i can't i just can't believe the parents and the kid their own kids they're allowing their kids to be part of this at all <laughs> that's that's yeah. nuts those people should have never been allowed to give birth too late now poor children man 
That's what I, I cried out to them, and I told them, I said, my God, what's wrong with y'all, you know? I've tried everything in the book as far as compassion, humanity, empathy. They they just, as soon as I, like I said, when I stopped talking, they're right back to, they, they, they scrubbed everything I said to these people, and it's right back to controlling them once again. Almost sounds like that thing in the movie Men in Black with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, where they hold that little silver thing and it it erases it. people's brains. It's, yeah, that's, it's like they zap it. into, like they don't know what they were just thinking and doing for the past hour. If they take the technology off them or something, it's man, it, that's total that's, mind control. That's, that, it's it's like a toy car. I mean, that's that's kind of control. It's like a remote control car burning around your kitchen floor with a joystick you know it's like man yeah and you don't have to be standing in front of some you don't have to be standing in front of someone to brainwash them it's right through their voices yeah i guess satellite technology plays a part in this they they can affect you from miles ahead above i mean it's all tied together what's that were either of you on Derek Robinson's call tonight? Derek Robinson? I wasn't on there. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, a lot of people that were here in this room, they're not, they've are hung up since then, but they were on there earlier. Yeah, I missed it too. You're kind of muffled, Kevin. I can't really hear. They got a bunch of activists help us. Right, the dangerous Apparently, um, it's the international. Like making sense of the ultra right. Basically, saying it's dangerous. Oh, here come the hackers. There's all kinds of. Even uh, even defending yourself or pointing out what's happening. Look at look at an article like this. Right, the dangerous belief that white people are under attack, and there, there's other ones too. Uh, the Guardian wrote it. A sense that white identity is under attack. Right, making sense of the alt right. Basically saying it's dangerous for us to think that we are a victim group when we are literally discriminated against. When we're the only group, you're. They're bleeding other calls in here, and whoever the hackers are. Yeah, that that bit of conversation that is part of some other conversation. Uh, wasn't from this room. Hey, well, Joe and Kevin, I should probably try to get to sleep here. Joe, uh, check out that chick, Cyber Reconnaissance. You could form an allegiance with her, maybe help each other out a bit, understand each other. She's a cool chick. Pretty hot, too. Uh, yeah, so y'all have a good night. Try to make the best of your situations. I'll try myself. Okay. Good night, Thank Deb, you. if you're still still out there and your birds. Good night to your birds, Deb. Uh, good, good night, night you too. Try good to night, Deb. Safe. Good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Hey, Joe, that stuff that you were talking about, he was saying about Linda Bannon. Yeah, she used to come on the calls all the time, and then 
And she and she did start herself on fire. And they made her do it. And she was talking about the taking over everything. And she was trying to warn people. And, like, Ella wouldn't let her talk about it. I mean, Ryan would let her talk in his calls. Late night, we pretty much get to talk about whatever we want, you know? But there's a lot of people out here that are going through this kind of shit, more that are vocal than what you'd think. And, of course, yeah, everybody's zombified so they don't see anything and don't wake up. Are you still here? I'm still here. Oh, okay. Hey, Kevin. Hey. What's up? Usual shit. Only more of it. Oh, okay. Cool. Not really. <laughs> it's not cool. It sucks the wrong way. This oh. It's been ended by now, you know? Yeah, it's rather been ended by now. But, but. you know... Yeah, at least we're still here. Right? No. We're still here. Anybody else still here? Ryan? <clears throat> uh, oh. Do you have any snow yet up where you're at, Kevin? Huh? Yes, you yes, have... I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got some here, too. Ground's covered with snow. Yeah, it's here too. Yuck. I should be used to it by now, but I keep asking. Every year it comes around, and I keep asking myself, why am I still in this cold fucking place? Uh. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. Are those her birds? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday nights I always run late with them. 
I'm going to be logging off. Um, oh, okay. Well, have a good night. Yeah, I'm going to yep, get you off too. Yeah. Yep. Good night. Bye. 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 Good morning, everybody. Test, test. Yeah, hi. I just had to get my phone off mute because I got a lot of background noise and I had it on speakerphone. Where are you this morning? I'm still here. <laughs> How about you? Oh, yeah. Still kicking. Yeah, me too. Any anybody here uh, like a in, into physics or metaphysics, uh, that sort of thing? Well, um, 
Take, uh, for instance, the way everything is formed in the universe, the way uh, matter will, will find uh, mutual points of gravitation, start coming together, you know, form a star, and uh, then the star explodes and creates all the stuff that everything is made of. I've always thought that was a fascinating process. And the fact that we are all part of it, we are, we are so uh, intimately re related to everything. The uh, phases that, uh, the phases that, that uh, matter goes through uh, and uh, they're, they're, at, at, at particular uh, points in 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 the, the cycles within the cycles, I uh, can can identify particular characteristics uh, of the matter, and that uh, we as like human beings, I I have I have long felt that uh, uh, population, human population, or or any any species. Uh, population has uh, uh, what you could call a a point of critical mass, uh, where where it uh, it either either uh, completely entropies or or evolves. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, kind of like it implodes on itself. Exactly, exactly, and. Uh, from what I've uh, kind of gleaned from from uh, human history, uh, there is a pattern. There is a, uh, a distinct characteristic uh, within the rise and fall of populations. Uh, yeah, you, we you basically say, had the wrong ones in charge for too long. Well, exactly. Uh, there, there has. Uh, I, I would say it would be a key point of, of human evolution to uh, start uh, looking for quality human beings, producing producing higher quality human beings uh, rather than quantity. But the yeah, well, the, the ones that are in charge are a bunch of inbreds, and they're not very high quality. And we left them in charge for way too long. <laughs> huh. In my own personal opinion. Yeah, well, the, the quality quality pretty much sells itself. Uh, but then again, uh, you know, a a uh, bow and arrow <laughs> doesn't do you much good when everybody else has guns. That's uh, it's it's where we are uh, mentally, and and our state of mental evolution, and I and I, and a great deal of that. Uh, like I say, from my study of uh, the most successful uh, civilizations uh, and, and the uh, most failed civilizations, uh, the emphasis the emphasis that I can see as far as a a uh, a solution is is towards uh, absolute truth, teaching the children yeah. the truth uh, rather than uh, filling their well, hearts and minds with, with filling their hearts and minds with propaganda and uh, uh, 
and basic, basically creating the uh, proliferation of cognitive dissonance that we're seeing now in our populations. The uh, it is uh, in fact contrived because uh, there there are a couple simple axioms that that have always been will always be true, you know, and that is that knowledge is power, and and the the uh, power. Uh, well, in, in fact, uh, you could say yes, it does corrupt. That power corrupts. That those, like you, like you say, uh, the the inbreds, the the uh, uh, devolved uh, degenerates, uh, know. You know, I mean, we we all we nobody is more intimate to our own minds than us, or each individual. But the the uh, process of devolution. Uh, can be imposed. It can be caused, and it's uh, like we can see that. I I, I don't know. I, I can see it uh, in in the uh, degeneration of such uh, you know very pretty simple uh, examples as public education. And we look at what's happened to public education uh, from the beginning of the machine age until today. Uh, we we can see that the uh, emphasis is less and less on on actually uh, improving the individual's mind, improving their their cognitive capabilities, and well, it's, yeah, it's more. That <laughs> everything that they've been doing is to make them stupider, more zombified. I mean, you know. I mm -hmm. mean, seriously, that's what they try to do: make them so they're nothing but a bunch of zombies. With no capabilities of thinking for themselves. Well, yeah, I, I, I think of 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 human beings as having uh, two distinct polarities. Uh, one one is towards uh, evolution, and the other is towards devolution. And the uh, the powers that be, the influences, uh, are are actively uh, devolving uh, the populations and this is uh, I, I think this is because they have achieved such a uh, power uh, technological uh, power that uh, uh, they, there is no no need for uh, uh, intelligent children that, that in fact intelligent children, become a direct threat and this relates back to what you said earlier uh, about the the uh, powerful families of this world uh, inbreeding and uh, devolving which which is uh, you know that all, all of this is going to lead up to a, a point of critical mass and the the big the big question the big question for me is you know how do you how do you uh, prepare for that. How do you, how do you get your children prepared? Uh, not just physically. I know there's a lot of preppers out there. A lot of people getting ready for the big, the big dust up and the fall of civilization. Which uh, the oh, yeah, argument shit hits has the fan. right, right. The shit, the shit, the shit hits the fan. But the the uh, more are equally critical to that, and what I see very little of. <clears throat> is uh, mentally conditioning ourselves uh, uh, for that. 
and and more importantly, mentally conditioning our children. Uh, it, to me, it's it's so critical to spend spend as much time as possible, you know, with our children. And, and yeah, talk I don't have any real, kids. Okay. Well, but yeah, if, no, because I was there's no way I'd bring a kid into a world like this and not, you know, especially not with the evil family that I was married into, there was no way. I could barely protect myself, let alone try to protect someone else. So I decided no kids for me. But if I were to have them, first of all, don't let them get brainwashed by outside interference. Do your homeschooling and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, be honest with them. No lies, only truth, you know? So I, I definitely oh yeah, home, that. home. See, there, there is, there is a huge amount of uh, very good uh, educational materials still available to our children in public schools. I, I don't yeah, see, I don't see so anything good, wrong. So I would say definitely homeschool them, and that way you don't have to worry about, you know, you keep them away from the vaccination so they don't get poisoned and brain damaged. And, you know, you do your homeschooling. And, you know, tell them the truth. And if somebody starts trying to sway them the wrong way, be honest with your kid and say, look, that person is full of shit. They're lying to you. You know? Yeah. Well, that that's it. And, and, uh, that's, that's, Try, why I have I have tried, uh, you know, with my my children to uh, spend quality time with them as much as possible, and uh, in 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 and of that, uh, sort of sort of lead them uh, to through a, a maturation process in, into being more more and more aware of of the uh, reality of things, the greater reality. Yeah, and uh, that that has uh, I'm I'm very pleased uh, with with uh, both my children and my grandchildren, who who are uh, I'm I, I'm not going to say I I control them or or anything like that, but but I have I have striven always to be uh, a prominent influence in their lives, uh, just just by by what I'm talking about, spending quality time with them and leading them up through uh, a maturation process into uh, an adulthood that that is uh, very, very aware. And uh, you yeah, it's, be it's, able to think for themselves and to sort yeah. out the, the propaganda. Well, that's good. It's worked well. It's worked well for me. I've got a got a grandson I'm particularly proud of, uh, be, because of you know the way he has uh, turned out. He just just turned 21 there not too long ago, and uh, yeah, he is he is a very consummate uh, young man. He's very uh, very aware, and uh, he he is uh, definitely going going to have life his way. You know, it's it's going going to be uh, 
a life that he constructs and and consciously constructs. Very good uh -huh. stuff. Very very happy. But I I don't I don't see that I don't see that in in uh, surfing around on the internet and dropping in on conversations like this. What I what I mostly see are uh, uh, agenda driven formats, uh, and and usually uh, controlled by people who themselves maybe maybe have stumbled across or been taught uh, some elements you know of the human equation but yeah. uh i i i never i never find them to be well-rounded they're not uh uh well i you know you got religion you got these uh pseudoscience people uh um and and, and you have have actually highly educated people you know physically educated people you know who are uh, you know, out, out in the world, uh, doing their thing, so to speak. Yeah. But, and the, the fact is the bottom line, you know, they're, they're so much less in my opinion, and I, I'm speaking egotistically here. I understand that, but, but, you know, so, so much less than they could be that, that they have not, uh, uh, broached that, that area of mind that, that has been uh dumbed down and nullified and uh that sort of thing yeah the in uh in psych I'm, there's, a, there's a psychological term i'm trying to think of it's uh oh motivators gratifiers what what motivates people what's what gratifies the psyche yeah and here here again if if you if it's viewed as uh two simple uh, polar attractions uh, uh, towards evolution and away from evolution. And this, this universe in which we exist is uh, energy and entropy are, are the two uh, polar controllers that, that actually allow everything to exist. So there you go. The, uh, we don't teach our, uh, the, other people, I guess I should say, they, they don't teach their children uh, the simple realities such as that and to, uh, you know, allow them to uh, open their minds to those, those well, yeah, uh, they, marvelous. They don't want their minds open because then they may find out how wrong their, their parents and ancestors really were on certain things and how much they were lied to and gullible, you know? Well, you know, I, I mean, I mean, it, it's 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 very attractive to have a sense of betrayal, a sense of, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, they done us wrong. <laughs> you know, it's not, and and whether whether however how true that is, I think is primarily determined by, uh, you know, our own sense of perspective and our, and our ability to uh, uh, rise up and objectively view things uh, view them as view that view them in reality's uh, purest light yeah basically i think they were all brainwashed for a long time you know well we, if you if you were you know being being born into uh this culture you know is it's it's a matter of daily brainwashing 
it's it's every oh, yeah. everything all all of all of the influences from from the media from uh the religions uh any any yeah. any any place any place where you have a a mass of human being a polarized mass of hum, human beings that do in fact represent a, a potential and uh for for the uh, uh negative side you know the the potential for profit the potential for uh being used and this is this is exactly what i'm talking about you know it's uh and uh, it's it's natural law. It's nature, uh, you know, at, at its at its uh, most stringent. That uh, you know the yeah. the uh, that knowledge is power, and and that that knowledge and that power to control, you know, is is probably uh, a key motivator. Uh, if if you have it, you know, I mean. Uh, once you once uh, once we get up to the point where we can uh, operate a vehicle, you know, there's there's that uh, huge potential power to to have freedom to <clears throat> go was so much further than we did on foot or on our bicycles. Yeah. Uh, then now then then you have suddenly you you have this ability this power and. Uh, that's kind of an analogy, I guess, of, of what I'm trying to say is uh, the the more the more power extent, the more power that's uh, in our hands, uh, the greater the yeah. greater the the uh, propensity towards uh, using that power uh, uh, greedily, I guess you might say, uh, with uh, you know to to uh, not not just not just derive uh, a a greater a greater uh, mind from the experience, but to but to also uh, go out there and and uh, you know get get as much as as you can. So it yeah. becomes kind of a toss up, a balance, you know. Yeah. And the the. Uh, the get is kind of becomes uh, the 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 dominant polarity. Uh, get a job, you know. Get a house. Get get a uh, you know all, all of this this material stuff. And and then then there's that that sense of uh, gratification that comes with that. Yeah. But this is all this this is all this is all. Uh, comes at a sacrifice of self, of a sacrifice of um, continued maturation and growth uh, in, into a more rounded human being, and slowly, slowly, kind of collapses down uh, in, into a you know a laser beam of focus. Yeah. So the, 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 here again, you have energy and entropy that the, the two. Uh, forces of our universe that make it allow everything to exist and that collapsing everything down into that laser beam of focus you know it's, it's neither good nor bad uh, it's it is what it is and it produces what it does 
as long as we are we remain uh, absolutely aware of what we are doing and why we are doing it this is this is uh this this is something these 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 powers that be are just uh you know uh terrified because in fact evolution does not happen on a on a linear scale evolution happens in epic events uh civil civilizations don't evolve over long long periods of time they just suddenly explode uh, because of uh, uh all particular criteria within the chaos suddenly coming together and forming order and then that that has that has uh, a story of itself and in, in which uh you have uh, this energy you suddenly have this this uh, culmination of energy that produces a great civilization and suddenly lifts humanity up uh, healthier healthier more educated children uh and which which is is becomes uh, the children are are always the focus of a successful civilization children children are 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 uh, the most valuable elements and assets of a civilization but that yeah. that slowly that slowly uh becomes less and less and less and less and you can in your mind if you if you look at it if you draw that that picture in your mind and, and look at it uh you know how, how simple it actually is it also it also becomes uh just uh marvelously clear you know how the equation works and it does it works both ways towards evolution and towards devolution yeah definitely going downhill hopefully it snaps back into place and goes the right direction yeah well that's uh yeah that uh uh you gotta have a balance i guess if you if you the other way sooner or later if there's if anything is going downhill there's something else going uphill <laughs> you know there's a there's there's always a balance to the equation yeah and to be a, a a human being with a with a sense of awareness and and fulfillment you know realizing uh where we are within the equation you know is is the the key factor in all that yeah if we if we look if we look at things negatively and and there 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 are metal gratifiers involved with with you know focusing more on the negative than the positive then you know it, it becomes uh incumbent you know to the sentient uh to ask uh why am i focusing on the negative what am i getting out of that what is how is that uh benefiting my life yeah well, sometimes looking at the negative, I mean, you can't always look at the positive if, in fact, things are not positive. You know, you have to look at the reality of where it is so it gives you the incentive to stand up and fight it or say something about it, you know? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But but fighting fighting uh as, as you say, you know, it Oh, shoot. You know, well, mousy tongue, you know, he says, you know, he said all power comes from from the barrel of a gun. And uh then then he went on to uh slaughter about uh, tw- about a quarter of, of China's population, uh, very very cleverly, but the I- the idea was to kill off uh, as many human beings as possible, to to uh, bring up the uh, consumer to resource ratio. And uh, we've we've seen we've seen what happened in China that that has gone overnight from uh, a very a stagnant. Uh, uh, kind of, kind of a retrograde uh, standard of living for all of its people to uh, a superpower, military superpower, and that happens. Yeah, but the people that are hap- basically a bunch of zombies that are controlled. You know. Oh, that's to true. Work, go to bed. You know, make money for the that's state, true for the country. I mean, you know, that isn't any real life. Well, I, I I think you'd have to uh, you know be born be born Chinese to uh, and 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 actually spend your entire life growing into that situation, you know, to speak uh, authoritatively. I'm not speaking about it positively or negatively. I'm talk I'm talking about balancing the equation, and that that's what that's what uh, the the powers that be in China uh, very deliberately did, and. Uh, they, there was a, a massive, massive genocide. Which they but, wanted to uh, do all over the world. Depopulation, Agenda 21, New World Order. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you know, more power to them. If, I mean, if, if, if uh, you know, the, the, it is natural law, you know, that, that the strong survive and the weak don't. That's just that's just a stone cold fact. It's always been that way. It's it's part of part of the way the universe works. So there again, uh, what 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 defines strength? What what defines cognitive ability? What de- defines uh, the the maturation of a human mind that is uh, aware on on levels? Uh, that the that the mainstream or not, well, of course they're going to do better. They're they're going to be uh, more successful in life uh, under under any condition. Uh, look at uh, look at the uh, ghettos uh, in Warsaw, the Warsaw ghetto, which Warsaw was a uh, defined as a sanctuary city, and uh, a huge amount of people were crammed in there, and uh, and held in there, and uh, in that in that situation, uh, you know, I mean, uh, death and gloom and misery and hunger and and, uh, and I mean, all all of those elements uh, were massively elevated. But during during that time uh, of the Warsaw Ghetto, per capita, more millionaires were created. Uh, yeah, than, than, but then again, our, is money the only thing that's worthwhile? I mean, you know, you can only have 
so much. You know what I mean? Well, it's it's a it's a phenomenon, and, and of course, uh, you know, wealth wealth is a double-edged sword too. But I was using using that as a, as an example of the fact that uh, in particular conditions, uh, particular human beings uh, rise up. Now, yeah. you know whether 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 or not they're quality human beings or not. Uh, you know, as as far as an objective part of the equation, you know, it's not important. What's what's important is that that they rise up, and this is this is in fact what has produced these uh, uh, inbred families today uh, who who have lived, uh, geez, you know, almost like gods for, you know, hundreds of years, some of them. Yeah. Way longer than they should have, in my own opinion. Oh, I don't know. I, in, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it... Uh, you know, in, in, in my opinion, uh, the the uh, fulcrum and lever of humanity, you know, is is right right exactly uh, where it should be. Things things are things are progressing in our universe uh, the way they always have, and the way they always will. Yeah. Yeah, there is a certain ebb and flow of it, history repeating itself and all that. Well. So yeah, I guess that's that's yeah, it's running through the cycles, if we want to call it that. Uh, many of us, uh, you know, what, and from our our childhood memories, our earlier childhood memories, uh, with me anyway, and then, and I I can only speak for myself here. But uh, I would I would manifest uh, uh, behaviors that were inappropriate, and uh, I could hear the hear the parents talking about it. Uh, I was quite I was I was quite the little eavesdropper when I was young. I I I've, I've always been fascinated uh, with eavesdropping on conversations like I'm doing here. But the yeah. they the one one of the one of the phrases that that you know kept coming up is well he's going through a phase he's he's going through a phase that that all children go through uh, the you know the manifest behavior is is maybe maybe more pronounced uh, with his particular phase than when than others but uh, you know well bring the bring bring the uh, <laughs> the, the the forces of control down screw the control forces down a little tighter for now but realizing that he's going through a phase you know as 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 the the behavior uh goes away 
and so the control will go away. Yeah. My, my parents always kind of operated on, on, on that, you know, and then it was, uh, and I appreciated yeah. it. I am even, even now, you know, at 70 years old, I, I still, I still have memories of my childhood that, that I have yet to, uh, fully examine and, uh, analyze. Uh, left me my parents left me with a whole head full of memories that that uh, you know I, I've kind of cherished and, and this is this is the 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 uh, I, I, I guess you could say the counterpoint to physical wealth it's metal wealth yeah 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 I think you're right And I would have to say mental wealth is probably much more important than the physical wealth, even though they both have their place. But if you well, I'll depend. One or the other, you know. I think it all depends on how cold and hungry you get. <laughs> when you're yeah. when you're when you're cold and hungry, then physical wealth uh, becomes very important. <laughs> Then you have to you use your mental wealth and learn how to do things with less, so to speak. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, and 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 to start start that uh, stepping process, you know, from from the metal to the physical to the metal to the physical. Yeah. And uh, where where our culture goes wrong is is that the uh the physical the physical wealth uh is being diminished or uh, uh the metal wealth is being d diminished and the physical wealth is following suit quite naturally yeah but there there again uh this world has a standing population uh, it's it's the largest standing human population uh, in history. So, you know, you, those are every 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 one of those uh, are a consumer, and so the cons the consumer to resource ratio, you know, is is uh, in de increasing, and the, the 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 imbalance is increasing geometrically every day. Yeah. And then there are you know, some some kind of kind of startling uh, areas of concern. Uh, species are going extinct. Uh, pollution is increasing. Uh, the uh, oceans have just been absolutely raped of of their resources, and what's left is is you know uh, you know pathetic dregs. Uh, compared to what it was just a couple hundred years ago, yeah. when the uh, you know when the sa sailing ships actually used to get hung up on schools of cod and, and other other fish that were uh, spawning at sea, they actually couldn't make headway because there was the water was so full of fish, you know the ship couldn't move even with the wind pushing it, you know. So 
this this is a this is a reality. This is a, a a recent reality. You know, two hundred years is nothing. Three hundred years is nothing. In fact, a thousand yeah. years is nothing. <clears throat> but if we we look at look at the the conditions of conditions of the the world right now and the standing population of humanity, uh, so that everything is following suit. Uh, the the powers that be want us to be content with less uh, less physical wealth and more work. So they know, can have more it, when they have too much already. I mean, that's kind of, you know, <laughs> I'd say yeah, the I, greed has overtaken them. To, uh, you know, to, 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 to think to think on their levels, the 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 life that they have, what they're born into, and the way they are educated, you know, it's nearly impossible for us. But it's uh, may may as well you know be uh, talking to uh, little green eyed buggies from from Mars, you know, <laughs> and it's the, the the difference the difference of mindset uh, when when you study study these. Uh, these people, these these uh, old families that that have lived like uh, gods, you know, they to them, you know, there's 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 no such thing as money, you know, it's all it's all energy and and entropy and and the way it's manipulated, which yeah. which is you know the the one of one of the key factors of the power that they do have, and and the uh, the afflictions, if you want to say, or or affections or afflictions, uh, the definition gets kind of fuzzy somewhere in the middle. But they, uh, what 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 they do is, uh, and 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 they actually honestly consider themselves to be gods in a lot of respects. That they they have this this uh, divine right and responsibility. Uh, to control humanity, and uh, from what I can, well, from what I can tell, uh, they actually consider themselves to be uh, key players in human evolution. But uh, I think in the past, <clears throat> say a thousand years ago, uh, they were much more cognizant of that response, the power and responsibility. Uh, than they are today, They're as as a group. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. But I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> when uh, if if you're if you're born in you know absolute luxury. And given, uh, you know exactly what you need when you need it uh, throughout your entire life, then that that creates an, an entirely different human mind than than yeah. what the what the bottom of the pyramid experiences. You know, it's uh, it's always been that way. Yeah. 
Well, maybe it's time for a change. Well, yeah, it's always always time for a change. That's uh, time time and change. You know, that's the on the on the uh, energy and entropy equation. You know, that's that's our focus point. That's our that's our uh, our uh, what we call consciousness. That little little tiny little point of of awareness. You know, in within a the the massive uh, eternal equation and uh, change is, is inevitable i mean uh, nobody gets younger you know no uh, true there 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 are a, a lot of a lot of elements of change that that are just a uh, such an intimate part of our our life you know i think a lot of, a lot of times uh, we lose awareness of them some some of the more uh, uh, what you could say, call esoteric elements. Yeah. So what kind of birds you got there? Oh, African greys, Amazons, and the macaws. Oh, gosh, yeah, macaws. The, those are the big tall ones, right? Yep. Yeah. I've uh, I've known people that have birds, and the macaws to me are uh, they're they're the ones that in the middle of a conversation will cut loose with these blood curdling screams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I never never quite appreciated that. <laughs> oh, Always spend enough time around them. <laughs> got my got my blood pressure up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, you get used to anything. I actually yeah. live on the I live on the flight path. I've lived for well, gosh, put, pushing forty years now on the flight path for a big military base. And these these giant monster planes fly over my house, you know. And uh, I had some some relatives from uh, live live in the country uh, came and visited for a little bit. One of those planes went over. And we were having a conversation. No, we were, we were having a conversation, and uh, one one of one of my guests said, "My God, uh, how do you get used to that?" You know, and I said, "Get used to what?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. This yeah, big, big mechanic reaction I get when the yeah. macaws go off and people are over that aren't used to it. Like, oh, how yeah. do you get used to that? And it's like, oh, you do. Hey, yeah, I can even sleep through it as long as it ain't, ain't the warning call. Because when they go off and the dogs all go off, you know something ain't right outside, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's see. You you and I probably wouldn't get along too well because I have cats. <laughs> oh, I got cats too. Oh, you do? Oh yeah. Oh, they don't and they don't bother the I birds. I got five cats and two dogs and then the fifteen. Oh really? Birds. Yep. Huh. And you you must have had at least one incident wherein 
the cat cat got a bird or no actually the cats learned quite young that the birds have big beaks and the birds will hurt you so you stay away from them oh okay well I, you know as long as, as long as everybody's well fed i guess there won't be much trouble right i didn't i didn't actually intend to have four cats i got four cats Okay, yeah, I didn't intend on having five either, but I got five. Yeah. <laughs> Another friend of mine, well, I had one. Actually, I had two, but then one of them went outside and got snagged by an owl. Kept telling her to stay in the house at night, and she insisted on going out. I'd bring her in. She'd go back out the doggy door, and it's like, next thing you know, she was owl food. And I kept warning her, the owls are out there. Every time I walked out the door, they'd go off right in the woods next to the house. And it's like, you keep going out here, you're going to be owl food. She didn't give a shit. She was. But then I was down to one, and then a friend of mine that had way too many sent four of them down. So now I have five. Well... My daughter and grandson live uh, next door to me, and uh, I have, like I said, I've owned this property for a long, long time, but when I was working, I did a lot of traveling. So, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't have time to address all of the things that need to be addressed, you know, when you're a property owner. And now that I have returned, I've... Uh, one one thing one of the first things I noticed was uh, rodents, you know, uh, mice and rats running around. Oh yeah, cats take care of them really quick. And uh, my 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 daughter acquired this this cat that was just the sorriest excuse for a cat you can imagine. Uh, a, a friend of hers asked her to watch the cat for a while and then refused to take it back. <laughs> so she might, she's, oh. she got stuck with, she got stuck with this cat, but the cat, the cat's, uh, I don't, I don't think it was at that time. It was much of a mouser and it was, uh, kind of like a psycho kitty, like it had been abused or something. So yeah. anyway, I, I made, I made mention of the fact, uh, at a family gathering, you know, that I would like another cat, that I would like a good mouser cat. And uh, I don't know, a few few months went by, and uh, you know, a rel relative down in Vancouver called me up, and she said, uh, the young married couple, and she said, a friend of mine's cat had these kittens. Do you want one? And I said, well, sure. You know, are they good? And she said, well, yeah, they're they're uh, Siamese, which is, you know, Siamese are excellent hunters. And yeah. I, uh, I saw, well, sure, okay, you know, I'll take one. She says, well, there, there are three kittens. She said, I'll send Joe up with all three, and you pick the one you want. Well, <laughs> hell, you know. Oh, yeah. He comes in. He comes in and he's got this this cage full of kittens and we turn them loose in my living room, and uh, the, about five minutes I realized you know I cannot separate this, <laughs> I can't yeah. separate them you know they're 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 uh, related, and obviously bonded they're they're real tightly bonded 
to each other. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but uh, that's how that's how I ended up with all these cats. Never now, never you don't thought have I'd a turn. Problem, do you? Oh no, uh. Uh-uh. Cool. No, I mean, even even as little kittens, you know, I'd walking around and and uh, I'd find rodent body parts <laughs> here and there. Yeah. Like good kitties. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they're they're you know, like I say, they are hunters. They, I think there's something under my refrigerator because, uh, they they spend a lot of time hunkered down looking underneath the refrigerator. <laughs> I took a. Oh, yeah. I took a I took a wire coat hanger and straightened it out and flopped it around back there, thinking maybe I could spook out a mouse. But uh, if whatever is in there, if there is in fact something in there, they could be they could just be you know fascinated with the the warmth blowing out from the, the exhaust of the refrigerator on the front or some something the little noises that it makes. I don't know. Yeah. Any anyway, yeah, they're. They they they're like good hunter cats that I have uh, come across you know throughout my life you know where and that's that's the good hunters they're the ones that'll just hunker down uh, all day you know if there's oh, yeah. something there that they, they want they will just stay motionless all day long soon as soon as a little booger comes crawling out bam they got it oh yeah yeah I used to. One of the a cat I used to have. These ones here are pretty good. They usually don't leave too many body parts laying around. Of course, we haven't had mice for a while. They must catch them as soon as they try to come in. But um, the one cat I used to have would only eat the heads of them and leave the bodies laying around. He was kind of he was kind of different. That was a long time ago. <laughs> but these ones are pretty good about eating most of them, most of it, which is good. There was nothing worse than walking, walking through the house in the dark and stepping on one of them headless mice. I learned to turn the light on, you know, <laughs> and watch where I was walking. Yeah. Well, for for uh, house pets or resident pets, I guess I should say, uh, I've I've had a uh, <clears throat> my last uh, set of cat and dog consisted of this this I called her my itty bitty baby kitty, and she was a uh, I had ec- experts trying to examine exactly what kind of breed she was, and it was a mostly genetic confusion. But uh, okay. I get, I, I get, I guess she had a big dose of uh, Maine Coon in her because uh, ah, you look cool. at a Maine, a Maine Coon's face, and you look at her face, and it was clear. I guess Maine Coons though are pretty big cats. She never oh, got yeah. big. She was, she was always this tiny little kitty. But my God, what a mouser! I mean, she was just, uh, she was hell on wheels when it when it came to hunting. She loved it, oh. and I had a. I had a, a corgi, you know, dog. Yeah. And uh, oh, she was a sweetheart. She was, she was the love of my life for about twenty years. <laughs> you know, I mean, she, she lived oh, a long wow. time. And cool. uh, but 
she she was she was a big time hunter too. One time, uh, well, when when she was my ex wife had uh, acquired ducks and geese, uh, primarily primarily because uh, the area we were the house was in the area her house was in I should say uh, had a lot of slugs. And uh, oh, okay. so, so, uh, ducks, ducks and geese eat sl slugs. Right. So we had, we had the damnedest collection of ducks and geese running around in the backyard. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> like, like Noah's duck farm. We had two of each, but, uh, cool. the, uh, the corgi was just a wee pup. And uh, so I couldn't go anywhere without her. She was she was a necessary accessory in my life at all times. The yeah. uh, uh, went out in the backyard and, and uh, I was uh, feeding feeding the poultry, and I heard my pup just you know uh, shrieking, screaming with you know fear and, and pain, and I hot footed it out. To where where I could see, and uh, the damned uh, geese had her uh, cornered. They had her cornered oh, yeah. uh, the corner of the fence, and they were pecking at her. Oh, and they uh, bite hard too. They can hurt you. Oh yeah, yeah. So I I run over there and scooped him up, you know, <laughs> and I held my, held my little baby girl in my arms, you know, and calmed her down. And figured that she hadn't been injured, you know. But I, I I looked down at those geese, you know. And I said, "You sons of bitches got no idea what's in store for you." <laughs> and I was right, yeah. boy. She that she remembered that, and and yeah. any time she was in in the backyard, and uh, she, of course she grew grew pretty fast, and then she would just quick as lightning. She could the little short legs, you know, little short bursts yeah. of speed, and she could turn on a dime. And uh, she sported with those geese, <laughs> and uh, she would she would chase them, and she she'd have 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 you know be chasing the geese around, and you know they would they would uh, appear out of one clump of bushes and disappear into another clump of bushes, and then going around with these these two terrified geese just quacking their heads off, and she she'd just chase them, yeah. and pretty soon it's pretty soon one would start slowing down. And it's the damnedest thing. She would she would chase that goose. She would get right up on the goose's butt and pluck one tail feather, <laughs> which Ooh, which kind of kind of turbocharged the goose for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> it was got. Then then we. <coughs> We had tailless geese there for a while. Oh, yeah. And she buddied, she buddied up to this one duck. My my ex knew all all the the brands of ducks, and but this this are the ones that are they 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 almost look like a like a black bowling pin, and they oh, okay. I, they, I think they're I think they're called runners, but uh, okay. And they do they're they're they're. Uh, Incredibly, incredibly quick on their feet for ducks, 
but uh, she buddied up to one of those those ducks, and it, it was the damnedest thing. Uh, she started out; she would be on one side of the fence, and the duck was on the other side of the fence, and she just run back and forth, you know. And the and the duck would match her, you know, side by side. Right. Simple little game. But uh, then, uh, if if I uh, turned her in with the poultry. You know, they would just buddy up, you know, and they would run and play and just have all kinds of fun. Just her and that one duck, her and that one duck out of the, out of all, all of the poultry there. Yeah. They hit it off. Yeah. And uh, she would, I'd, she'd go out and be out in the back with me and, and that duck would see her and he, that one duck would come running up to the fence. Oh boy, oh boy, it's my pal. Yeah. Interesting, interesting yeah. memories we that we we develop, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, very true. And some strange <laughs> friendships our pets make with each other. Yeah, well, yeah. Out of out of the the three cats, uh, one has decided that the when I'm sleeping, you know, she needs to be curled up next to me. Ah, cool. The other, the other two, they they're well, they're they're never far apart. The other two, they'll be uh, they'll be curled up together. Up in their up in their tree, their little cat tree, or yeah. uh, on the on the back of the couch, someplace, you know. But this one, I I call her my baby girl. <laughs> she's looking she's looking at me right now. Oh, cool. What you doing, baby girl? What you doing? You got something to say today? Yeah. Can you hear him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, here's the male slick. He's He's got to check it out, see what's going on. Maybe there's something to eat involved here. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. The third third one's a female. And, okay. and she came out. She came out. Now, all three of them are pure white. They've got, uh, they're called flame point. Siamese. Oh, okay. And this this third this third one, the female, uh, she's a long hair. Okay. I guess. I, well, I'm not I'm not going to say long. Not like some cats are long hairs, but her hair uh, is considerably longer uh, than the other two. Yeah. Kind of an <clears throat> interesting little uh, roll of the genetic dice, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's 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 the one that that likes spends the most time. Uh, she'll be uh, in my my uh, building in the back. I got a shop back there, and sh and she's she's the one that that climbs up on the shelves and and uh, uh, snoops. 
you know, every corner, you know, curiosity cat, right? But oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she's the she's the one that has has every every square inch of that building mapped out in her mind. And uh, she's got her she's got her little paths that she's uh, found, you know, on how to how to get wherever she wants to be. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I'll walk walk in the back where where most of the shelves are and, and uh, there she'll be way up on the top looking at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I get a lot. Of, it's it's great to have time to really focus on pets. Oh you know. yeah. These yeah. guys, these guys are really bonded to me. Anywhere I go, the yeah, the triple threat is there. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. One nice thing about having three is if Darwin decides to pluck one, I'll still have two. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, it's this, good to have more than one. I got this big old black Labrador, and he is big and he is old. Yeah. I had a had a sister that had a sister that needed a place to stay for a while, so I oh. took her in. And she she brought her dog with her, and then oh. when she left, she left the dog, <laughs> which. Uh, oh, do that to you, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dump their animals on you. But, uh, but you end up getting he's attached not, to them. He's he's not bad as far as dogs go. I mean, he's 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 okay. Yeah. But uh, there there is there are some drawbacks as well. You know, for one one yeah. thing, he he ha- he has this huge booming bark. You know, and and. Uh, yeah. Any anytime, well, anytime there's a stranger around, you know, he'll let me know. Well, that's uh, that's a plus fact. Yeah. I got two German shepherds, so and they're quite vocal. My uh, my doorbell went on the fritz, and and uh, I've never bothered to fix it because he <laughs> he he he's he's yeah. a, a doorbell, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you need a doorbell him? for when you got a dog? <laughs> yeah, I hear him go off, and I know there's somebody there. Oh yeah, and so, usually before that's, they even get to the door. That's that's the good side. The bad side is I cannot leave anything edible uh, with within his reach, and that includes the uh, kitchen counters, the shelves, everything. Oh. I've got to keep I got to keep everything edible up up out of his his uh, reach. Because he is, uh, uh, I don't know. He's like OCD. <laughs> he's he's oh, constantly yeah. constantly looking for food. Yeah, my guys are pretty good about that. The only thing they they do is they like to get into the cat food. Oh yeah, well. So I put that up. Cat food. That's the. That's the delicacy. Cat. Yeah, that's that's the dog's gimme there, cat food. Yeah. Not yeah. only not only are you, not only are you munching on their food, you're denying the cats. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I got to I got to go shopping today. I hate shopping. I hate going oh, me anywhere. Too. Me too. I used to but like I'm out it, of, but I'm out of coffee. <laughs> I'm out of coffee, so oh. it's definitely a crisis. <laughs> Down oh, yeah. to my last cup of coffee. Oh no. Oh, got to get some more of that. Yeah. You drink coffee? You coffee drinker? What kind do you like? No, I used to be. Now I drink a lot of tea. Oh, okay. I used to drink coffee a lot. So I know it. Yeah. But I do you have a, a, a Do you have a particular a particular uh, style of tea that you prefer? Um, well, it varies, you know, throughout the day. I like the, I do a lot of ginger tea and, uh, green tea. And then, um, morga, I guess that's how you say it. I don't know. And, um, uh, the chamomile tea and pretty much Mm. variety of stuff, you know? Do you think uh, do you think women are are um, you know more more prone to uh, variety than men? Mm, seems not like seems like I think it's more a variation well, of individual to individual, really. Yeah, maybe I so. Know. Maybe I'm just think using myself as a <laughs> kind of a model, or I I. I tend to gravitate to, you know, one thing that I like the most and stick with that. Yeah. Meat, meat and potatoes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I would, I would say actually, it's more individual thing and where you are and, you know, <clears throat> what. It's. I mean, I'm kind of weird because some. You know, there's certain things that I used to like that I don't like anymore. You know, that they just don't taste right to me. So I quit drinking them, eating them, whatever. You know. No. So, I kind of. It I, seems like I go. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, it seems like, like uh, oh gosh, you know, I'll, I'll go for like a year. And suddenly I'll, I'll crave fish. And uh, I'll go on a fish binge. I'll eat a whole bunch of fish. And then one day, bam, I'm done. <laughs> you know, and then I, for the rest of the year, I, I don't care if I see a fish or not. And I yeah. do that with with a lot of things. There's yeah. I well, of course, you know, our bodies do uh, tell us, you know, if there's something that they need, something that oh, they, yeah. the matter of our body remembers, of, uh, you know, as being beneficial. Yeah. It will get the... Kind of, it, if you... Pay attention to it. It will tell you what you need and don't need. Right, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think sometimes sometimes getting the message through to the brain is uh, uh, I don't know. So there's kind of a lead lag there somehow. Yeah. I mean, I'll 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 uh, like and 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 it oh, of course it isn't just fish. I mean I will uh, I I generally don't care much for Brussels sprouts, but. Yeah. You know, like like I said, once in a blue moon, I'll pop a Brussels sprout in my face and chew on it, and it's like all of a sudden my body is saying, "Hey, you know, we've been missing this here. We want more now." Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll gobble a bunch of Brussels sprouts, and uh, you know, I'll have have Brussels sprouts with my meal, you know, for maybe a week, and then boom, and I I, I don't like. I just can't stand the sight of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That happens. But it's telling you what you need. And you're listening. Yeah. I'm kind of... I don't know. I mean, it's, it seems like... And I... Uh, well, it was while I was working. Uh, you know, my fingernails my hair got get brittle my lips yeah. would chap and uh it was damnably annoying so uh i went to get in the physical and, and uh, doc says you know anything you know and i said yeah so i explained it and he said well he says what you do is you go get you some of those uh multivitamins and make sure they got zinc in them just start yeah. taking them every day and i did and Lo and behold, the problem went away, and uh, subsequently, I mean, that was, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, maybe. Uh, I keep yeah. my multivitamins, and, and uh, if I, if I, if I, my fingernails, you know, or you know, if I'm starting to get any any of those symptoms, I'll, I'll start gobbling those vitamins, and then it goes away. And I try to try to take one a day, but some days I just, you know, it's like, yeah, you know. No, well, I, I, I think, take a lot I of supplements. I, yeah. Of course, I don't eat that much, but I do take a lot of supplements. Yeah. Which well, I, I one difference. One one thing with my ex-wife was, uh, it turned out, uh, and and man, I mean, we spent fortunes getting her diagnosed. And turned out it was iodine. Yeah. She didn't have she didn't have enough iodine in her diet. And man, she was oh, having yeah. all kinds of all kinds of conditions and problems, you know, both emotional and physical. Yeah. Well, when you're targeted, you gotta gotta take care of the supplements because they do make a difference in this shit. Yeah. And definitely the iodine. Yeah. Well, yeah, and definitely. I mean, in, in that respect, we are all targeted. Yeah, one way or another, yes, yeah. we are. You're right about that. Because with so, the shit they spray in the air and putting the food in the water and everything else, got to counteract their shit somehow. Yeah, it's a big, giant crap trap out there in 
you can't help but step in it. You know, it's just uh, well, the yeah. way the way the way the human condition is right now. Well, it's not. I mean, let's face it. The shit they've been spraying in the air for the last twenty years, and they've gotten a lot worse with it. And you know, it ain't normal jet patterns when they got crisscrosses across the sky at certain times of the day every day. You know? Yeah. And it's not in their flight pattern, so that's on purpose. And when you start reading, finding out what's in the shit that they're spraying, you know they're trying to kill people off. Yeah, I don't know. They think you think they're just trying to make good bunnies out of us. You know, they're uh, that because uh, from what I understand, the, the ingredients that the, the uh, <coughs> people that are that are uh, examining, you know, what's in the atmosphere where they're spraying, is uh, like antipsychotics. You know, it's uh, uh, stuff. Oh, stuff it's partly that, that to, to zombify us some more, so they so we believe their lies that they put out there. Yeah. Calm us down so we don't take over because they are well outnumbered. In fact, we yeah, like them, I said, taking them out a long time ago before it got this bad. And, yeah. in my own opinion, um, and also some of the stuff that they're spraying, like the aluminum, toxic, you know, it's population control. And also it makes their fires burn better when they decide to burn places out because they want it. Hmm. Quite possibly so. Yeah, the destroying destroying property uh, you know, can be in, incredibly profitable. Uh, yeah. Especially you know if you, if you could pick Look up prime real estate. You could pick up prime real estate for ten cents on the dollar. Like Paradise, California. Look at what they did there, and come to find yeah. out, oh, there was. They discovered gold underneath of there with their whatever high-tech shit it is that they find out what's under the ground. And also they want to put their high-speed rail thing through there. So what did they do? Burn them the fuck out. You know? <laughs> you know, it's not, it's really not funny, but I have to laugh. I have to, you know, it's, it's, uh, sometimes the. You just have to laugh at it. it get, it's so bizarre and macabre and true. You know, the only thing you can do is laugh. Yeah. Now, one of my one of one of uh, one of the regulars on my radio show. Uh, what is the radio two of, show? Uh, well, it's 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 an underground radio show. I don't I don't. It's it's called Stormfront Action Radio. Okay. You online with it or? Yeah, yeah, we have we're we're on, on online daily from uh, Monday through Friday. Right now, and we we've been we've been uh, having our show at uh, 5 a.m. Pacific, which is 9 a.m. Eastern, uh, Monday through Friday. And it's it's on a uh, it's on something called. Yeah, well, if you want the specifics, I can give them to you, but. Uh, it's 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 pretty focused. It's not uh, 
not for everybody. There, there, there are a lot of uh, incredibly prejudiced and and uh, intense type of people there who, you know, have have okay. have uh, you know, have their own thing going on. I got involved with Stormfront years ago, and uh, and it was just just fascinating. Stormfront.org as as a, a website. It's just a, it's a bottomless pit of uh, psychological uh, fascination for me. Okay, I'll have to check it out. But it's uh, it it gets into I think what it what it gets into what I get into what I try to try to introduce in the show uh, subtly <laughs> without without being too overt about it are uh, facets of this the human element that I'm talking about and then the uh, ability you know um, the the mind's evolutionary abilities uh, that I, I believe are uh, manifest differently uh, within the different races the racial yeah. uh, the racial characteristics and and uh, for me you know it's it's neither neither good nor bad you know, it's not good and evil don't really get into it. Good and evil are, are you know, subjective judgment calls. Yeah. But uh, I, I I don't know. I guess I'll just go ahead and talk about it, because, but it's such a turnoff for most people. Uh, I, I tend to not do it publicly. But uh, I, I feel that the, uh, the German Reich, the Third Reich, uh, was uh, probably the most advanced form of government that humanity's ever seen, and the uh, the and and the amount of uh, you know lies and uh, the the cover cover up the amount of uh, cover up uh, yeah. uh, the the truth uh, the truth of that tremendous human experience you know is is it testifies. It's it's the the amount of the constant stream of hate for Germans, uh, Nazis, uh, any anything along those lines that that you know we're immersed into from if you're born in America, you know you're you're born immersed uh, into into that daily exposure. Well, I don't know. They brought him over here. They said we won the war against him. No, they no, we didn't. They brought him over here and gave him new names, Operation Paperclip. I mean, and they infiltrated our government bushes, and so and before them, you know. Well, so it's not, you know, it's still going on. Um. Well, maybe so. You know, I, I, I uh, you can't, you can't argue against something uh, you. I can't argue against something that I personally don't know that much about. I I, I know that the. Uh, I mean, granted, they did some really. The German. Yeah, the, interesting the, the experiments the, and so on and so forth, and they did some mm -hmm. really sick things. Continue to do those sick things. Um, well, that's this is here here again. You know, you have my to opinion take only. Have to you know. take all that with a, a grain of salt, right? So, My opinion so, only. They did some really interesting, 
you know, I'm not saying that some of their experiments weren't quite interesting, you know. Yeah. And well, you, I, I think, I think a, a, a lot of people, a lot of people would be absolutely dumbfounded at the modern marvels that that we are just a part of our daily life now that that were uh, actually introduced uh, by the Reich. And uh, uh, it's, it's, and, and uh, uh, studies that they did, you know, so the, the things they produced were certainly stolen and uh, taken over by, by uh, some, some of these ancient uh, families that, that are, that we, I was talking about earlier. Yeah. They, uh, but they, the, like I said, good and evil, uh, really, really lose, uh, that, that, a stigma, uh, when you, when you look at the uh, results, you know, the, the ends that could have been, uh, it's it's and I, and I think it it is going to happen again. I think that uh, uh, that that form of uh, national socialism uh, is 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 in fact uh, going to be the the predominant government worldwide. Well, isn't uh, that what New World Order is all about? No. Uh, not my, not like to that. not to my way. New World Order is Talmudic. Yeah. <clears throat> the New World Order is 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 established according to the Talmud, and that was uh, actually uh, the that that was the force that actually won World War Two, and uh, has has been, you know, pretty much the mainstream influence of everyone's life. Uh, sense, but this is this is why this is this is why I, I kind of a little reluctant to talk about all this stuff because uh, there there is such a huge amount of uh, conditioning, mental conditioning, and uh, brainwashing uh, applied, you know, to to um, magnify the the negativity. Uh, and and so these these Holocaust stories are so so absolutely stupid and ludicrous that that uh, you know they, looking at them objectively and and it takes a bit. It's kind of a process. You gotta you gotta start looking at the facts and doing the math. But it doesn't take much to realize the magnitude of the lies. Yeah. <clears throat> So experimenting and torturing your own people is okay. That is without their that's Talmudic. That's that's Talmudic, okay. which is the the polar the polar opposite of true national socialism. The uh, if if you read uh, get into readings things like Talmud. 
which is is the uh, one one expression of these ancient families. Uh, it becomes it becomes pretty self-evident in short order that the, their belief system, the way the way they slaughter animals alone, you know, their food animals, the way they slaughter their food animals, uh, is uh, you know ex exemplifies what to me what they really are, the way they treat animals in general, the uh, and uh, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> to me, it's very disgusting. It's, uh, yeah. it's a sad. It's a sad statement. Uh, I take it but, they don't but, believe in clean kills. Well, there's, there's, yeah. Well, because they want. I, you'd, you'd, have, you'd have to. You'd have to. You'd have to. Whatever. You'd have to witness a kosher kill to to understand what I'm saying. You can find it out there if you got the stomach for it. Yeah, but uh, the the in order to get the good taste in the meat, the animal uh, you you cut its throat and then just traumatize the hell out of it to drive as much adrenaline into the meat as possible. Oh well, and I if, would not like and if, their meat either because I used to deer hunting. And I could taste the difference in the ones that had a quick clean kill or the ones that were wounded running around that you just put down. And I did not like how they tasted. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, this is... And one of yeah. the reasons I quit eating... Gets into some pretty disgusting stuff. All right. And, and uh, you know, talking about it is... Uh, well... I, I guess that's that's why we have our underground radio show, because uh, most most of the people there are fairly cognizant of the truth, and uh, you know it's a sort of an esoteric thing. We'll leave it at that. Okay. But yeah, the 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 horror stories, the all all of the uh, true and. Uh, false uh, horror stories uh, that 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 we have had drummed into our minds from day one you know uh, yeah you know, they 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 are mostly lies and lies uh, suited to purpose suited to grooming their uh, their uh, captured populations, they're farming. I can, I can, yeah. Yeah, man, I can take this. I can take this back a couple thousand years in history, as you know, to the the process of human uh, farming. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you got a talker there. Say, say, Mama, Mama, it's breakfast time. <laughs> no, actually, but Emma has the ball, and he wants to oh, no. it so I can throw it. And <laughs> so he's telling me about it. Ah, okay. She knows what to do with it. If she wants me to throw it, she'll put it up here on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
Well, we go through this every day, every night, whatever, morning. Yeah. Doggy playtime. <laughs> My kitties have an assortment of toy mice that they play with. Uh, cool. One particular... One in particular is just a fuzzy ball. It's a round ball. For some reason, they love that one. Uh, and uh, I'll take that ball and stuff it down into the toe of my shoe. And they just love that. They wrestle cool. that shoe around and they dig around in there. And always, always end up pulling it back out. But they, they like that challenge. One time I, I took all of their uh, little toys like that and I stuffed them down inside a pickle jar, a small, a small <laughs> pickle jar. And I just set, set the jar in the middle of the floor and watched the clock to see how many seconds it took for that jar to be totally emptied. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's uh, inter- it's interesting the 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 games that they uh, will embrace so naturally. Oh yeah. I can't uh, I can't wind up an electrical cord anymore without uh, feeling feeling a tremendous amount of resistance and turning around and looking and three seeing three fuzzy little creatures hanging onto it. <laughs> Being being drug along with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think my cats have been pretty good about not chewing the cords. I'm glad. Yeah. <coughs> yeah they don't. They don't. Chew, <coughs> they don't chew like that. Yeah, that's a good thing. Kim's always saying about them when she's got now. She's got a whole house full of them, though. Um, Twenty of them, in and out, you know. And they're always chewing the chewing her cord off her headset, chewing her phone cord, the plug-in cord for her phone, and, and all that. Well, they love chewing bones, that's for sure. Gristle, oh, gristle yeah. and bone. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put a, I'll put a, a bunch of uh, bone um, leftovers from uh, meat, bone, bone material, you know, in in their bowls. Yeah. And uh, it's uh just a short short amount of time and it's all gone all the evidence is gone <laughs> they like to grab they like to grab their own bone and then run off you know some some place uh, where where they can get serious about it and munch on it without uh, one of the others coming up and trying to take it yeah good good at that and then what they do, they do leave the, you know, the middles. They, they don't, they don't completely uh, chew all, all the bone. Yeah. Whatever they, whatever they leave old, my big old knothead here, he'll, he'll come along and smell it and 
He's <laughs> the rest it. of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's an organic process. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I used to give him big bones. Yeah. Uh, like like that. But he is so big. He's so tubby, you know, yeah. that I... Kind of, kind of reluctant to to give him, you know, more more food than uh, he needs. Yeah, grease bones are kind of a um, toy slash food, because it takes them a long time to chew through them big ones. You know. Yeah. And they well, my, to keep their teeth clean. My house sitter when I was working was a avid. Uh, outdoors person and, and uh, she liked to hunt mushrooms that, that was that was her big payoff for her oh. but she would she would have him up in the in the Cascade Mountains all summer long uh, oh. so, so by the time I got home boy he looked like he'd been through boot camp you know it's all, all fit oh, and yeah trim. yeah Time to go get another cup of coffee. Okay. Yeah, it's getting pretty late here. I guess I should get get off of here anyway. Hey, it was good talking to you. Yeah, yeah, it was fun for me too. Nice meeting you. Yeah, nice meeting you too. Night. Good night. Sleep well. Yeah. Do.
Yeah. 